Alright, let me make sure that's recording. Um, I hope you're plugged in. This might be um, Oh, yeah, you know what? That might be a good idea, too. Um, I've got a full charge right now. Once it starts getting low, I'll plug it in. Okay. But that's one of the... Everything, everything sounds good, looks good. Pain, big pain in the ass. At least the weather cleared up. Oh, it's beautiful outside, look. Oh shit! Yeah, it's really nice out there. Oh wow! It's supposed to be, supposed to be a launch today too. Okay, for SpaceX. Yeah. Space? No, it's um the other one. Okay, so the Falcon or not the Falcon, the um big Boeing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the knows what? Make sure this is recording. And they will leave it as it should be. All right. Um, other than that. I'm ready whenever you are, man. Whenever you want to land. Go for it. Okay. Just do what you got to do. Okay. Um, all right. So, shit, what episode am I on? God damn it. Forget. <laughs> we'll get to that in the morning. Uh, anyway, man, just wanted to catch up with you, see how you were doing and everything. We've been planning for this for a while, but it is what yeah, it is. Well, the coronavirus hit us. Yeah. You know how that shit goes. It's part of it. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to catch up with you first. Introduce yourself. Um so I met Ernesto guys through work. Amazing, amazing dude. Everybody at work's like, you got to talk with him. You got to jam with him. Amazing collector. So this is what the episode is going to be entitled. It's going to be a real free flow and stuff like that. We'll probably take me around the house and show you guys some really cool stuff. Um, I guess first question, man, is how the hell did the collection start? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, just, uh, my mom is a collector of a lot of things. She likes to fix things. You know, she was always helping people, so I guess I saw that and it just added that to my, you know, my personality. Mm. Um, but when I started collecting, it's like, oh, I like this, and I one of the, my like one of my only rules about collecting was that it's it's got to be something I enjoy. Something right. I like. Otherwise, I don't want to collect something for money. It's not money wasn't my main priority. It was just something that okay, I like this. I'm gonna have fun with it, and then I'll put it back in this box. Like, you know, several of my Transformers that are worth, like, you know, several hundred dollars for some reason. But. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Michael Bay films came out and then, you know, the first one was good and everybody was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, no, I'm going back to G1. I'm not doing, uh, I wasn't, uh, the movie ones. Okay. The movie ones are, like, all plastic. These were, like, die cast metal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, you bought a Bumblebee, you know, from Universal, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, things that I enjoyed. Um, love building models. My father's an engineer, so, you know, anything that I could put together, I would put together. So, I think it was a combination of both, you know, collecting and engineering. Right. But with that stuff, it was like, was like, your mom like a big influence of like, oh, you need to collect this or this or, you know, just kind of like something no, more fancy? She, or? No, she didn't really push me into collecting. It was just something that I saw her do and she enjoyed it. It was like one of her hobbies. Um, she liked to paint. She liked to do a whole bunch of different little things. So, and it's like me. I'm almost the same way. I like to work on cars. I like to do, I like to build models. I like to do a lot of different things. I used to draw. Uh, uh, but I think I get that more from my father's side because, uh, most of my father's brothers and sisters were artists. Yeah. So, uh, my drawing probably came from that side of the family. But, you know, I would collect like really good pencils and, you know, uh, uh drafting table and uh, everything that I could, to, you know, do what I had to do right. Yeah, whatever tickled your mind, you were like, oh, that could, yeah. I could use that for this or this. 
Yeah, exactly. I would see something say, hey, I can use that. And, you know, to, to somebody, it's like, you know, it's a lump of coal. But to me, I just crush it up and I can make it part of the... You know, right. You were always kind of... You always had that knack or something. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I'll see something and say, like, what else can I make with it? You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, there's 20 things I can make with it. Where somebody looks at it, oh, that's just garbage. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like the blessing in disguise is like having an engineer father and a mother that was freaking super cool. And you said your mom owned like a, a store and stuff like that? Yeah, she uh, owned a little thrift shop. That's why she had like a lot of different things as well. Um, it was just another one of her, her hobbies and things that she wanted to do. It was like one of her goals and actually she accomplished it. Yeah. I helped her out for a little while, but it was just... I didn't want to be a part of the store. I wanted to do my own thing. Right. My father would push me into being a mechanic, but I can do it. You know, so. Yeah, it was kind of nothing, never really your calling. You were just like, oh, let me try this. You're handed everything pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, I went went to electrical engineering, and then I ended up getting lucky. A friend of mine was working for a company that's called Security Bill Military all over the world. Oh, wow. He goes, hey, you want to come work for this company? I'm like, sure, why not? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of stuff, and my mother said this a lot, that I was very lucky. You know, things would just fall into my lap. Mm -hmm. So I I do believe in karma. Um, If you're a good person, then, you know, good things happen, and you just got to be patient. Some people will, you know, oh, I need it right now, or I need, you know, I need a Mercedes-Benz, or I need, no, you don't need all that stuff. You just need to be happy, enjoy your life. Right. You know, find do things that make you enjoy. Get you out of bed every morning. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, the same thing with this coronavirus thing. It's like, oh, I'm so fucking bored. I want. I don't want. To, I don't unemployment. How do unemployment people become so like bored? It's like, how are you bored? I have so many things to do with 3D printing to this to this to this. Yeah, no, I got the same thing. I've got family photos I need to scan, and I've been trying to organize uh, a lot of my collection because it's just uh, taking up a lot of my space now, and. Uh, if I don't play with it or if I don't have a use for it, then I'd rather have somebody who wants it mm. and wants to enjoy it. I want them to have it, you know? Mm. I, I don't want somebody coming, oh, I'll give you a dollar for it and knowing full well that it's worth you know, several hundred dollars. I'm like, no, I'm not going to play that game, you know? I, I will give it to him if I know he's going to hand it to his kid and play with it. Right. You know, the kid's going to enjoy it, and I don't care if he destroys it as long as, as I know long as he, Yeah, he got something out of it. As long as he got some enjoyment out of it, then I'm happy with that. But... I don't want people coming and say, hey, I'm going to do this and then flip it for a couple hundred dollars just so they can make a profit off of something that I've been holding on to for like forever. Ever, yeah. You like, know? how do you feel like when you started your collection, you know, did you think it'd get as big as it did or like it was something you just I kept going not. from there? <laughs> I was not expecting it to get that big. It was just, um, and, and luckily, you know, when I went to college, my mother protected a lot of my things. Yeah. Uh, my dad said, it's junk and throw it out. And my mother was like, you know, like a pit bull with guard my, my things. Stuff. So, um, I'm grateful to her. And a lot of her things too, I have with me, a lot of mementos. I have like two of her cabbage patch kids when their first things first came out. Yeah, I got to see them. I was well, like, oh my, wow. Yeah. Like, dude, this, these like, are. I also have like one of her dolls that um, my father had gifted her when they were dating. Oh, wow. You know, um, and, and the thing is like way older than I am. So uh, it's still in my shape, but I take care of it. I clean it up, and she's sitting right over there next to Bumblebee. Uh, it's just little items here and there that I enjoy. Yeah. And you know, most of it I can part with. It's just like I said, I, I don't, I don't have the the need to keep it anymore. I enjoyed it. I either play with it or I just had it as a display. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just uh, just an example. I mean, I don't collect 
the pop-ups that you can shoot it. Yeah. Oh, those become an addiction right there. Yeah. So trying I don't to find mean, the newer ones, and everybody's like, oh, the new version came out. Yeah, but again, most of those characters are just things that I like. Yeah. I got, like the, you know, Cabbage Pat Garbage Pill Kid. A lot of kids don't remember what that is. No. <laughs> that was an old card game that, you know, was just ugly little kids. When I saw it, I'm like, oh my god, I love that. You know, it brought back memories of, you know, of back then. So it'll sit there for a while, and then when I get tired of it, I'll, you know, I'll part with it. But for yeah. now, it's just something. Just hang on to it. What yeah. was, like, the one thing that you found, you know, either in a thrift, thrift shop or something that was, like, I gotta have it, or, like, you never thought um, you'd find it? Yeah, I, I try to stay away from the place because I always find something I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up spending, you know, more money than I need to. But, um, like, when my wife and I were dating, um, we used to stay at the, the Disney resorts, and um, they used to have these lights on the walls that when you turn them on, it would shut off whatever picture was on it. And I had found out we had stayed at a resort where um, the lamp itself that would sit on the wall yeah. was like a little popcorn box. Yeah. And um, I walked into a Goodwill, and I'm like, oh my god, what the hell is this? And, you know, there it is. Ah. Now, if I turn the light on, it, you won't see the the words, but I just thought it was something that was really cool. It's a little light, you know, and it was just like a little memory of what we had, you know. It where started, we had yeah, been, where it all started. Well, it done. You know, my wife also worked for SeaWorld for a while, and I don't know if you can see this or not, but yeah. this is a glass, and it says SeaWorld on one side, and on the other side it says Budweiser. Oh, wow. And that's when Budweiser used to own the company. Yeah, when it was Bush. Yeah, when it was uh, Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. Um, now that doesn't exist anymore, but it's still like a little memory of, you know, when my, my wife and I were, you know, together. Because mm. um, after we got married, she had to start somewhere, and she started at SeaWorld. Yeah. And that's just, you know, a little memory from there. So, again, it's a part of my collection, things that I've, you know, have been through and things that, you know, that I like. Yeah. But that's the one item that right now, I mean, I'm sure I've got many. I've got so many more. I just can't remember them, and I don't even know where they are. Yeah, it's like I've been through your collection before we, about a few months ago, not even like six months ago, I came over to say yeah, and yeah. I got dropped off at the wrong fucking location. <laughs> he goes, come on over, kid, just say hello, yada, yada. So Lyft driver comes, picks me up, and I'm like, I don't know where the hell he leaves. He's like, well, I live close to Universal, so don't worry about it. Just, you know, boom, boom. It said left, then take a left. So what they really meant to do in the GPS was take a left, go down the road, then take another left. Here I am. She goes, is this fine? I went, I guess. I have no idea where the fuck I am. Like, I get out. I call him. I said, hey, man, I'm pretty honest. He goes, what do you mean? I don't see you anywhere. <laughs> so I turn on Waze. I like look at Waze, and I'm going down. I'm like, okay. I'm like, like, like maybe about a couple hundred feet from this place. I start jogging on the road. He goes, "Where the hell are you?" All of a sudden, this car comes zipping around that you guys saw in the video right now. Flips around. He goes, "Kid, get the hell in." He goes, "What the hell are you doing?" Down? I go, "I don't fucking know. I have no." Problem. Yeah, they they dropped you off in the wrong spot, yeah. and I'm like, you, "You you told me on the phone, yeah, they dropped me in front of your house." I'm like, "You're not in front of my house." No. You're nowhere to be found. I had no idea because, like, I was like, okay, I have the address correct. I don't know where the hell I am. But you're well hidden. You're, like, way off the beaten path because I know one guy hopped out the car and he's like, I remember you from Universal. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm here to go see somebody and check his place out and just, you know, see his collection because, like, it's like a freaking museum in there. Like, it goes from one room to another room and you're like, holy, no, 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 I've, I've got more. I've got more. 
and, and the containers too. It's like I, they're all marked, but it's like there's still a lot in there that I have to go through. Mm-hmm. And what's on the outside just gives you a brief synopsis of what's inside what's of it. What's inside of it? Yeah, if I had to write down everything that was inside, it would like it would be marked all over the side of it. Like so. you said, you probably you never thought this collection would get as big as it did, and it just did. Yeah, it just it kept going, and for the most part, um, for me, it's like Tetris almost. Yeah, you know, I'm very good at it. Yeah, you know, well, I've seen <laughs> I've seen the man the you know the man room where it's like it's literally an office, but it's got so much fun yeah. stuff, and you're like, no, 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 hold on, I got this up here, and this is balanced <laughs> with this, and I'm like. Uh-huh. Uh, being a maker and a builder, like I can understand of like balancing shit, but oh my god! Yeah, you think of a board cube. You know, if you move one spot, everything comes <laughs> everything back to the place. I, I, that's what I do. You know, I find a spot for everything, and then uh, for the most part, if I don't move it right away, I can find it. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I remember that. It's in this room. It's in this corner. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. somewhere in this area. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm kind of happy that Apple's gonna be putting out those little fucks. <laughs> oh, with a little uh, Bluetooth. I know you can get yeah. those from freaking like Amazon. I know they're only good up for like thirty feet, but you like can and they just boom, boom, boom. It's like yeah. I found it. I'm like, wait, yeah. what if you're far away from the device? You can't really know where the hell it is. But I think for the Apple ones, like if it's going around like somebody else with an Apple device, then you should. Be they able can to probably find grab this, which I think is kind of cool. That's what they were doing yeah. for cars. If you were like if your friend had a phone nearby, he could dial the number and it would ping for his yeah. car. Yeah, because I know. Uh, one of our coworkers, John D, has his car. He's like a, he has Verizon or something. And his car was lost one day. And he's like, where the? F-? And he's doing this, and I'm like, John, did you find it? He's like, we're <laughs> ten feet away, and he's looking. And he's like, where the? F- is my truck. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. But uh, let's see, that's an interesting question. But yeah, like your collection, you you never thought it would be this freaking big. And like, like you said, that one item that you found, that was that pop sent for you. Yeah, it was a, a Lambeth Pop Century before they did all of the rehabs and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just something that I remember being on the wall. It's like, oh, I walked in, like, you know, my wife and I walked in there. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And we turned the lights and the little, the, the little picture would disappear. And then, you know, uh, like I said, it just fell into my lap. Yeah. Of walking through. Yeah, that was uh, something, like, you were telling me about it. Like, dude, I never thought I'd find it. Went, was, went to a thrift store and there it was. Yeah. You know? When I worked for Disney, I would go into the, the little shop that, you know, when they redo things, they, they resell a lot of their old stuff. Yeah, and, cash connections. And, yeah, I never got around to finding that item. And then I guess somebody out there knew that I wanted it, so it ended up in, <laughs> in Goodwill. Yeah, I guess I guess Good Karma came by or somebody must have passed away, because yeah. those things never pop up in cycle. Even on eBay, you're like, All right, like here's a reproduction, or here's like the actual you know lamp from a hotel. I'm I'm sure their family just thought, eh, this is garbage, you know. That's like, what usually happens. I know somebody who had a comic, and, and they're like, no, this comic's worth actually like $20,000. Yeah. And the family was ready just to, like, give it away. And they're like, oh, well, he used to collect them, and, you know, we're just letting it be. And it's like, uh, you might really want to hang on to that. Yeah. I hate when people, like you said, you, you want your shit to go to a good person, but it's like, thing of the day is it's like... You know, you have people that okay, well, I want it for this, or you know, they de- de- demonetize it or devalue it, and then they want to resell it or you know, get rid of it. And everybody well, wants to kind of get a bargain off something that you, you know, collected or took care of. It, again, it, to me, it's more of a, um, you know, it's worth three or four dollars. You want to give me a dollar for it? That's yeah. just, I'm not greedy. I, you know, I would take half of what it's worth just mm-hmm. so that I know that you're not doing something 
you know, if you're going to profit from it, it's not going to be expe- excessive. I'd rather you just, you know, enjoy the book and keep it, mm. and maybe it'll go up later in value, be given to a true collector rather than to, you know, somebody that's going to, you know, just try to resell it and profit from it. Yeah. Because um, I also had, like, uh, like the toys, too. Uh, I told you about the G.I. Joe. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those are some now, things I had, that... When I saw them in the store, this was, like, several years ago, it was, like, I mean, you couldn't find them anymore. No. Were the Not even the Hobby Lobbies or any kind of... No, it was all gone. And then I saw them in this... I was in New York, and I walked into this small little shop that I guess carries some toys and some stuff, and there was four of them there. Four of them, brand new. And I says, you know what? I want them all. And mind you, back then, they were probably only worth, you know, 10 or 20 bucks. Mm. Uh, I probably picked it up for like a 10. And then I've been, I held on to them for like, I think I just gave, uh, not gave, but I sold three of them maybe a year ago. And mind you, they didn't go up in value. They were like $80. But considering I paid 10 bucks for them, that's a nice little, you know, chunk of change. Yeah. And I, I didn't even ask 80. I told them, look, just give me 60, you know? And some of them wanted to bargain. I'm like, look, I already know what these things are worth. Now, if you're going to keep it and, and, and enjoy it, then look, just give me this, you know? Yeah. A lot of people come up to me and they're like, no, I want to give you this. And, you know, I was like, look, I appreciate you wanting to bargain because I like to do the same thing too. Yeah, I like to haggle. I also don't go up to people and try to rip them off. It's like, no, I know it's worth this. Would you go for this? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because I'm going to keep it myself. But that's my own way of living. That's the way I, you know, I live my life. Yeah. Like, I want to be fair to people as best as I can. Don't try to mess with me because I don't have time for that nonsense. Oh, totally agree, yeah. You know, treat me the way you want to be treated, and, and I'll treat you we, the same. We can have a happy life together. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, you want you want to be a little bitch. I'm not gonna have time. I, you know, I'm not gonna play like that. I say, I'll send you get the fuck out of my house. I don't need your shit. You know, I'll hold on to it for another ten years, or even if it goes out of date or I run out of money, I'll put a little fire in my backyard, mm-hmm. and at least it warmed me. You know, <laughs> it, it had a purpose in life. Like okay. mm, all those plastic vapors. You know what? Considering what the government's done to us, that's nothing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, all the old uh, model wood, you know, the model glue. Remember when I first went, my, yeah. my, 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 my uncle was like, I'm like, why does it smell like oranges? He's like, well, back in the day, <laughs> this shit would get you so high. Yeah, they would just buy the glue to, um, you know, get high off of it. Uh, then they trend, they went over to um, spray cans. And it's now, it's, you can go to Walmart or Hobby Lobby, now it smells like uh, citrus. It's like a, yeah, it's not as, not as like a strong, it's not like a rubber cement, but yeah, it's pretty, it smells like more citrus. I'm like, it smells pretty good. They're like, well, they won't want you to get high off of it. I'm like, they used to snort, smell this, he's like, all the time. Like, just spray it up your nose, you're like, oh, like, oh my god. So how the hell did your comic book collection get so, like, so big, and how long okay. did that take? Yeah, that's a long one. Um, I've been collecting since I was like 10. Now, mind you, when I was in high school and stuff like that, I stopped. So I have a, like, a very limited, uh, amount of golden age books. You know, like the old Fantastic Four. I've got, now, mind you, I used to buy back issues and stuff. So when I would find them, like, I found Fantastic Four number 14 and I've got Fantastic Four number 17. And now both those books are around, depending on the, the, the quality of the book, they're running from like 350 to, you know, 80. So it's, if it's near mint or very fine or good, yeah. it's just, you know, that quality. 
But I used to pick them up just because I loved them. Uh, Jack Kirby was a really good artist. Yeah. And so Marvel was my thing. I did collect DC. Uh, my mother was a big fan of the DC book. So when I got her collection, which was another, you know, four boxes. You four could literally lay on them. I could stick a yeah, sleeping bag and just sleep. <laughs> exactly. You can you can make it into a futon. Uh, all those books. But, like I said, I, I, I really got back into collecting was like, I want to say, 89. Oh, wow. Every time I would go to, they were like 75 cents to a yeah, dollar. Yeah, at the time, yeah. Now they're like six bucks, and I don't yeah, I, I don't. It's not into comics, just stay out of them. Yeah, and because uh, the rebirth are the biggest problem with comicsology and all those. It's just. Uh, you know, they, they can make the books worth something, but then they got to make this variant cover, and you got to buy a hundred of this book just to get one cover. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to buy the book and enjoy it. And if it goes up great, if it doesn't, oh, well. You know, at least I read the book and enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, what was the first one that you got that you were like, I got to have this title or uh, that kind of resonates? That I had to have? Uh Again, I'd probably say the Fantastic Four 14. Um, it was just the Fantastic Four on a vacation, and they had um, Franklin Richards as a baby, and his his uncle Johnny was trying to uh, teach him how to speak. Mm. And he was teaching him how to say "flame on." Oh wow! And it was just it was just a good book, you know. It's like a lot of these books, everything's action, every page is beat him up, shoot, you know. And this one was like you know family, and yes, there was a villain in it, and yes, there was, but it didn't take up the whole damn book. Yeah. yeah, it had so, story and it had life. That's the one I I bought that I had to have. Uh, the first one I ever got was um, ah, shoot, I can't remember the number. I know it was a Spider Woman book, and it, we were in Miami because my family would travel from because we lived in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We're, we're Yankees, not not uh, rebels. So uh, we would come down and we walk into this small little shop, and that was my first book, and I still have that book. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's hard to do when you have two younger brothers that destroy everything. Yeah, that's another reason why my collection's in good shape too, is because I would literally I'd play with it, put it back in the box, <laughs> and put it in the closet where they couldn't reach it because these two terrors would destroy everything I had. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, that's family life. That's you know, that's what they do. That's what kids do. They don't care. Yeah. And that's why a lot of the old Star Wars stuff is worth a lot of money because you play with it, you destroyed it, you threw it away. Now, the ones that still exist are worth a lot of money because there aren't very many of them. Yeah, it's very rare to find something that's kind of up there in price now it's without, even, you know, nicks or cuts or color degrading. Yeah. Or... yeah, I try to tell people don't buy the, the figures for collecting because they make so many of them. Mm-hmm. It's just if they produce so much that it'll never be worth anything. Because you know, everybody's taking care of them. Everybody's protecting them, thinking they're going to go buy them. They're not. It's just too many of them for that to happen. Unless it's like some kind of variant. Where, um, by accident, I'm going to tell you one that I got. Um, it was McFarlane Toys, and the character is Angela. And because they didn't paint underwear on her, they went to like two to three hundred dollars. Oh wow! That's... At the time, I don't know what it's worth now because I really haven't been following the toys' value. But I still have it there. It's sitting there collecting dust. Oh my god! Um, I mean, Probably I had to go on up now because it's so rare. It's a possibility. Well, who knows if the cons, people, too, like, make cons, stuff like that in the collectors. 
Yeah, it's, so, yeah. Again, I haven't been keeping tabs on it. It's just, it was just something I liked. I picked it up. I didn't even realize you didn't have it. Yeah. Because that wasn't the first thing I looked at. And I'm like, yeah, let me check this. <laughs> so, uh, the action figure's got underwear on it. <laughs> it wasn't part of my thing. It's like, oh, I like the figure. Let me get it. Yeah. You, know, you had no idea. I had no idea that it was going to be like that. Uh, there's a couple of other ones, too. I've got the manga spawns, also from the crawling toys. Uh, there's just a lot of different variations. It's just dumb luck sometimes. Yeah. You know, and uh, again, I did it because I enjoyed it, not because I had to. Had to have it. You just kind of, look. like I said, you got that kind of eye that's just like, is this cool? I'll take it. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, I collected the Power Rangers. I, um, oh, the original the, Savant. Like yeah, Savant. The yeah. original ones. Um, the, the I, don't, I, I don't dig the new stuff. Yeah, I just, I, I, don't, I can't get into it. Again, the new stuff, if you really can get into that stuff to collect, you gotta, again, you gotta enjoy it. Yeah. Because if you buy it to collect, every, it's like a million more people doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and that just makes the toy, whatever you spend for it, pretty much worth it. That's like the freaking Disney pins. Everybody fucking buys 50,000 of them, and you're like, can I at least get one to like have? And that's, that's a rabbit hole within itself. Yeah. Um, when I was working for Disney, we did a little pin trading. And I collected the ones I liked. Again, I don't even know what they're worth. I got literally a bag, must be like several hundred, you know, there might even be more because I didn't really count them. Yeah. And it's just, if I liked them, then I would trade with the kids, you know, whoever wanted it. Like, okay, here, you know, it was just fun for me. It wasn't something that I told. Yeah, you were like, I gotta have this one or that one. Yeah. So, uh, again, it's just fun and, and to enjoy, you know, the things. But as for the comic books, I, I got, oh my god. I know that when I move again, <laughs> I'm gonna have back strain, or I'm gonna have to hire. You know, he literally guys. texted me the other day. I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, how you doing, kid? I said, I'm alright, I'm alive, you know. So we've been out of work now for, shit, 19 days, something like that, because of the coronavirus. And, you know, everybody's checking in, because we've all worked together, and once you get to know somebody, you kind of become family or something like that. Yeah, you want to know how you are. Yeah, you're like, how you doing? How's the, how's the wife, everybody doing? And, um, I said, hey, man, let's try to record a podcast, because we were planning on doing this, like I said, months and months ago. And I was like, hey, I'll stop it on this day, we'll sit down and get the recorder going, and the GoPro's going, and it just never came to be, and then this should happen, and we're like, I guess we're self-quarantined for the next, you know, four or five months, whatever uh-huh. it may be. We got time. I mean, you don't even... <laughs> I mean, I went to Walmart the other day, and it was like nobody, like everybody was separated from each other. You couldn't even, like, I'm trying to find, like, paper towels for 3D printing, and the poor guy was helping that stupid lady's leg just to, hey, so when's the truck come in? And I went and I'm like, oh, my God, leave her alone. And she's like, guys, I don't know when stuff's coming in. It comes in in the morning. Good luck getting it. It's like. You forget. Everybody needs toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I still don't know why water, they're doing. You know, or maybe a shower, you know, rinse off a little bit. You got one of those things that can move around a bit. I mean, <laughs> wow. I, holy smoke. You need that much? Yeah, well, I love the ones that are on Facebook now that dogs have jumped into the pile and, like, ripped all the toilet paper <laughs> open. I'm just like, karma. Exactly. That's how I feel, you know. But, yeah, like, we uh, like he literally called in and said, hey, let's set up for a podcast. Let's get this done. And he goes, oh, man. He goes. Well, I wanted to see you in person because it would have been cool to take you around the house again with a camera or whatever. And I'm just like, eh, you know, it's. We can just, you know, show all the little. Uh, I mean, we have plenty of time stuff. to get all that. Take, I mean, I always run around later and do that once we're all self quarantined again and free to yeah. touch each other and breathe <laughs> each other's spit. Yeah, say hello and, you know, breathe next to each other without dying. <laughs> Are you six feet apart? No. 
We're uh-huh. five. Like, so, you, you know the rules. Step away. Yeah, so when we cough, everybody doesn't jump like <laughs> ten feet away. It literally has happened. I've literally... I don't know what's been going on with, like... Especially the theme park culture for us, it's been it's been horrible. Like, for a collector, a person trying to even try to find something. I don't know what it's going to do for anybody, because everybody's so terrified now. Well, you know, if... See, I want to call it the T-Virus because we had um, uh, people that were supposed to be watching this. And thanks to our current little Mr. You-Know-Who, got rid of that division. Yeah. We don't need that. And then now we needed it. We could have, you know, at least stopped. A, instead of it being as big as it is, mm-hmm. it might have been like little things here and there, maybe a little bit in New York, some in Florida. Because did you hear about that idiot? That I mean, okay, I don't want to say idiot. I'm going to be nice. I don't know why he did it, but he had the virus and he went to Universal and to Disney. Yeah. They're saying he didn't. Well, more more of it got leaked and somebody, Joe Rogan, I listen to a lot of his podcasting on Joe Rogan Experience, and he's pretty well informed. And he said the guy already had, he already, I guess he had cancer, he had other things going on, he, he just survived all that, he had other shit going on, and then he decided because of the remission and all that shit, he'd finally go on a trip. And that was his dream, to like go to fucking Florida, so... Joe Rogan's like, this is the real story. Like, for those who aren't really getting the whole shit, here's what it is. So apparently he was in remission. He had throat issues, this issue. But he was cleared to fly. And doctors were like, okay, man, you're in remission. Congratulations. Because he apparently had testicle cancer or some shit. Yeah. And uh, so he was just trying to have a good time. Didn't know he had corona. Because none of us, honestly, would know if we had it unless people got tested. Given how many guests we work with per day, you know. Not trying to scare yeah, anybody, but like we're we're dealing with on a fucking heavy day to like fifty three thousand on a slow day like ten thousand. That's still a lot of freaking people. You might not see, and then city walks a whole another thing, and then Universal. But apparently, he went to uh, Disney World and then Universal Orlando for like a couple of days, and then when he flew home, that's when all the symptoms started happening. Couldn't breathe, um, had pneumonia. Because that's what it pretty much is, this coronavirus. And the funny thing is, it's people are like, oh, it, it came from China. I'm like, this shit has been around for a fucking minute. It, this strain or, you know, yeah, so it has been around for a long time. It's just gotten stronger. You know? But yeah, I feel bad I, for him. I don't have the full story, but again, that's still me. That's, uh, you know, because we work. We have people that work there, and I don't want to see anybody get sick. No, you really don't. And it's surprising, like how crazy we don't get sick. And it's just like, wait, did we get? We didn't get sick. We get exposed to everything, and from every country in the world. That's what I was you telling know. my doctor at a physical like a year ago, and he was taking a blood blood work, and you know, he's like, your antibodies are really high. And I went, yeah. He goes, where do you work again? I said, Universal. And he goes. Aha! I said, "Am I in trouble?" He goes, "No, no, no. You're you're fine." He goes, oh, "That's actually a really good thing. Are you wearing gloves? Are you protecting?" I'm like, "Honestly, I'm just going in as is because I'm surrounded by everything, man. I'm breathing in pollution. So, I mean, I don't smoke cigarettes, you know. So that's, I guess, a positive. But <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, this this whole like coronavirus and then people wanting to not get near each other. Even the four uh, MegaCon has been canceled till June, apparently." Yeah, I heard about they that. They just canceled it. I've got a lot of 3D printing coming up for that, and everybody's like, well, I guess you have more time to get it done. I'm like, yeah, I guess I do, because I, I would have to rush and, you know, a few weeks out and get it done for you. But, you know, I, I don't know what it's going to do socially for collectors or people like that, or especially the theme parks, if people wanting to get near each other again to, like, ride rides. 
well, you got to remember the corporation is going to be fine <coughs> because the you know the government just put out that two trillion whatever. Yeah, I think we're all getting about twelve hundred. Yeah, you guys are going to. What I understand is they can put out all this money. They can give somebody you know five hundred thousand bucks. Yeah. You know, if you're if you got a social security number and you've been working, you can do that for somebody. That would well, basically it's care. our money. It's I keep telling them it's, it's our taxes. It's our taxes. It's our money, and yet they can't do that for people because you know people are gonna be spending money. They're gonna be wanting to buy that new car. They're gonna do whatever they have to do <clears throat> to you know to keep the economy going. Mm-hmm. But you want to give somebody you know what is it twelve hundred dollars. It's twelve hundred if you're. I guess you made under seventy five thousand. Yeah. I was just reading because a friend of mine posted it to Facebook. It said, "I think we're getting something." I said, "Well, if I do, it's going towards bills because that's where it needs to go." You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but again, that what does that do? It takes care of you for like maybe a month. Half yeah, a month? And we like I said, we're grateful for. I mean, I'm grateful for the company that I'm with. You know, because they don't have to be paying us at all. It's right to hire state, and I keep telling all my friends this is like first they didn't want to go to work, and then now they were like. Oh, they're not giving us time off. And then, oh, oh my God, they're giving us time off. Are they going to pass? It's like, they are not obligated to, legitimately, by law. They don't have to do crap. Yeah. But they are. And, you know, I mean, granted, they're getting a little bit of help from the government to do so. Yeah, but for me, I think that's because they knew yeah. that they might be throwing them some cash. Oh, everybody. I think every, everybody's posting all these. And, and this is just my... my my soapbox. All these managers now, and all these CEOs are—they're losing stock prices. Now they're all. I'm going to give my year's salary away for the next. You know, I think a uh, Texas Roadhouse posted, and I kind of I posted to somebody said, "Listen, they're insured up to their eyeballs. They're covered up to their eyeballs. They're taking a loss for someone who runs a business, small business, myself, and has to do books. Uh, you get a lot of tax breaks. So if you take a loss, you get a lot of money back. I said, yeah. you know, it." it it's the regular people that get hurt. It's not the corporation. No, it's not. Hurt. It's not the CEO. Yeah. Oh, he's giving us his salary. It's like he makes ninety-one thousand. So of course he's going to give you some of his money because he's going to get it back in loss. You know, somewhere down the road. I mean, trust me. He he's not stupid. He's not just going to be like, oh, here you go, take my cash, because he needs to get paid too. You know. So I think these CEOs need to stop trying to make themselves look good. Okay, but that's what they do. Yeah. They want to make themselves. Hey, I'm a hero. Yeah. Not it's just my it's my, my my soapbox opinion for this whole entire like. Well, my my only my only problem is that these politicians that sold off their their stocks. Yeah, oh, that, <clears> that's horrible. They made millions because millions. they knew ahead of time that this you know. But on the on TV, Trump's telling everybody, "Oh, keep buying stocks, keep spending money," and I'm like, "You're telling regular people to do that." But your own people around you are selling are, off, like yeah, they like. And, and I'm not saying it's just Republicans. I think there were like two Democrats too. I don't. Many, really care. Yeah, many people came you out know, of the woodworks. But they need to do what they did with um, Martha Stewart. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everybody's like, if she got if she got caught for the the hookup as her friend. They they called it a Cat Williams called it. She got a hookup, an insider tip to like, hey, you might want to sell your shit. Yeah. And they got the insider tip of like, you might want to sell your shit now. You know, it's like, you can't do that. It's stock market. They tell well, you. I just, I just want them to be made an example of. Oh, yeah. It is, they should. I, I've heard that they're supposed to be making rules about not being able to do that anymore, but I don't see that happening no. because they're they're governing themselves. Yeah. So they can do whatever the hell they feel like. It. Yeah. That's what I feel like. You know, all this stuff going on and then like all these cons. And I feel bad for the entertainment industry because I know people that are working for the entertainment industry, like, now that I'm part of this forum, and people are like, I'm losing work, and I'm like, I feel bad. 
you know, just insanity of like all these comic book writers and all these people losing, you know, just literally struggling their paycheck to paycheck or salary to salary. And you're just like, well, hope that 30,000 can last you, you know, hopefully you put money aside through your paychecks. That's what I always worry too. And that's my advice to a lot of these kids. I'm like, look, set money aside because the government doesn't care about you. No, you know, it's like put money away. Don't buy the things you want. Buy the things that you need. But if you look at it, say, do I really need this? Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you, you need a really a, a ten dollar cup of coffee? Every once in a while. Yeah, Go not ahead. today. But not every fucking day. No. Ten days you just wasted a hundred dollars on you know coffee cups. Cups. Yeah. Like, and- People, I mean, well, I mean, I'm not a big Starbucks person, but I see people go there and I'm like, uh, did you know this was going to happen? And they're like, no. But, and then people go home and they, they leave work and you're just like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I don't worry about it. I'm like, uh, you should. Again, I, they don't want them to do whatever that makes them happy, but mm-hmm. not every fucking day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like when like you said you kind of, you, you collected for this reason and the reason why you collected is for later on in life. You're like, yeah, it's kind of an investment. I can kind of get rid of it when I need to. And you're not trying to make billions of it. Just kind of break even of what you had and enjoy it yeah, when you again, could. Again, it's, it, to me, it's more of I want to make sure that they want, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to use it. They're, they're going to do something with it. I don't want them to just flip it around and make, you know, a hell of a lot of money because they have more connections than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all material things, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, one day to the next, you know, I'm gone. The government takes all this stuff or it gets passed on to somebody else that doesn't give a rat's ass. Like you said, the people that had the comic books, they didn't know what they were worth. No. Yet, you know, it was worth something to him, so maybe you need to look at it. I understand there's a lot of stuff to go through, but, you know, at least research a little bit. You've got phones now. We can do it. Yeah, and this thing with the video, I was watching a YouTube video of Metal, Metal Jesus. He does a lot of uh, gaming videos. And apparently there's a new app on the phone where he can actually catalog it and tells you like how much the game is actually worth, where you could possibly get it. And I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know they had all that. He's like, yeah, well. Yeah, I think you can scan it now. It automatically puts it into your library. Yeah, it puts it into your library. There's a lot of applications that do that now. And it's like, it's always that, like, the old episode from Twilight Zone of they they were they had gold, I guess these guys were trying to steal and they put themselves in hibernation sleep and um the guy was like, Oh I have, we have gold, we have all this gold now and you know the guy was like killed off all the people and he was the last dude alive and they're like in a year I think thirty thirty or whatever it was. The guy's like, Help me, help me and the guy stops his little floating car or whatever it was and he's, the guy's looking at him like I, there's nothing I can really do. It's like, what do they want, father? He's like, He tried paying me with gold, like that like that means anything now. I'm like Oh wow! So it is. What you, it's it's worth to you, and what it is worth to somebody else. That's again. It's just a lot of this stuff too. Is just you know, if if it's something worth something to you, that's great. But don't go into it wanting to you know make a profit off of it. Yeah. Did I show you the car? No, you didn't. Oh, sweet Jesus! Dig yeah. it out of this little coffin here. <laughs> Now this is an, an RC, um, little nitro gas powered cars and stuff. As so some some would call a freaking money pit. Yeah. Again, I have a box of the stuff that I try to get rid of. I already, you know, we already knew about that. Yeah. Um, and I realized that I I couldn't even get what I paid for it, even though if you went to the store to buy it, you know, uh, like the hoods and the covers. Hmm. They're running like thirty or forty dollars, and that's what I paid for them. And I wouldn't mind getting that. 
but somebody wants to give me a dollar for it or whatever. I'm like, what do you feel <laughs> like about you know going to the brick and mortar shops now and, and now having to go online? Like, is that like a dying age now, or people are just like uh, the brick and mortar? The problem is you want to see something, you won't be able to see how it works. Um, when you're online, it tells you all the, the specs, you know, and it's like. That's kind of how I feel about the, the Tesla too. I think I know it's a beautiful car, and I know it's fast because I see it on you know YouTube, you know, beating these freaking muscle cars, which is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to see it. I want to be able to feel it. I want to be able to know what it feels like. Cause I went to go to the one that was in the, the mall. They have a Tesla store there, and I got into it. And I'm like, holy crap, this thing is huge. Yeah, it was the Model X. They feel really, really comfortable. I've been in the Model X, and I haven't been. In, I've seen the Model Y finally has been released. For a few people. Yeah. And we'll be talking about Teslas in just a minute because. <laughs> yeah, because um, I got into it and I'm like, okay, I like the car, but it's really big. Yeah. You know? And I don't need that. I, it, for me, my wife, and maybe you know, possible offspring in the future, I don't need that big a car, you know, right now. So again, I'm kind of waiting a little bit. Uh, I, I do like the three, so I'm kind of gearing towards the performance. Um, <laughs> Only because they managed to get the mileage to be the same as the, the long range. Yeah. So, I don't I'm okay know. With that. See, with Tesla, it's just like it's. They finally introduced, I think, to Honda. There's a new Honda car truck that just came out from Honda. And it's got all these new, like, the whole dash. It's got all these monitors. And it looks like a freaking computer. In there, and you're like, I'm like, I like this. However, I'm like, I think I like the Tesla more. It's just more sleek. It's just more. Non-intrusive. A lot of, a lot of distractions. Honestly. Yeah, because I looked at the guys like he's inside the car, and it, it, then when you look down, it's got all this, you know, just regular car buttons for heaters, stuff like that. And Tesla just seems more, not luxurious, but just more thought out. You know, keep it simple. It's a car. Yeah. You, you don't need a movie theater. You don't need, you know, a full-on computer. I mean, if it was something you sit in and it's going to drive you to wherever you're going to go, you tell the car, "Hey, I want to go to, you know, McDonald's across the street." It'll take you there, mm. and that's fine if it can do that. But none of these cars can do that right now. The only car that I've done in, I got to take a ride in. This was probably at the Orlando Civic Center or wherever we were, convention center, and uh, was the Google car. And I got to tell everybody, that thing was a little terrifying because it's like a Beetle, and there's nobody in it but you, and a little touchscreen, and a go button. It's like this green or red button you push. And the guy tells us we get in, it's like two of us, and he's like, okay, get in. And now you're going to go on the map and click. The, and they already had a pre, pre, you know, set out. So it already knew, you know, the rotation. But it doesn't know, like, when people are walking, just people are driving, legitimately driving, you know, into the area. And everybody's like, what was that like? And I'm like, we did a 30-minute drive around the whole convention center. And, like, you're just kind of sitting there just hoping this thing does not hit anybody. It's accelerating. It's slowing down. But it's got so much 360 scanning and so many damn cameras that you can't see. Um, I was like, that was the only kind of automation I've ever felt. They're like, did you feel safe? I'm like, yeah, I felt safe that they knew what the hell they were doing because they wouldn't stick in a car without, you know, whatever. But this thing already knew its route, but it didn't see, didn't know the people were going to be coming out of the blue. Some guy tried cutting in front of it to take a photo and it stopped. It, you know, it stopped immediately. Um, yeah, but that's the problem. It's not the car itself yeah. that's going to put you in danger. It's the morons out there. And that's what that Google, I think Google car, the reason why it hasn't hit like with DOT is it's got more car actions because people are getting in front of it because they're so amazed by it. Somebody crashed because they're looking at it. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, it, did, it didn't avoid a truck. And it's like, it couldn't avoid the truck because the truck was steering into it. So it was going to hit it. Yeah. 
you know. And I don't know how Tesla, I mean, I've been doing a lot of research into Tesla and, and, uh, one video I watched yesterday, I guess a guy has the model, not the model S, but the model 3, I think, and he said the full amount of it right now is about $50,000 because of yeah, all the upgrades and autopilot yeah. and stuff like that. If you want the performance one, it's almost 60. Yeah. Say 60 plus. You're getting the middle one because you only got the three right now. Yeah. Suppose the cheap, the more economical one, which is like 35 plus. Yeah, I went on Tesla last night just to play around and because me and Ernesto have been talking about Teslas at, at work. And I was like, the minute you get a Tesla, I feel so bad you couldn't break the warranty in five. He goes, no, no, no. Well, no. okay, for me, it's like I like to see how things work. I've been like that forever, you know. <laughs> and I'll look at it and say, hey, what can I turn this into? Because really, those cars are not very pretty, you know. You you can build a, uh, you know, the little things that the, that the Cub Scouts used to race. Yeah. A little wood, wood, wooden soapbox derby, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you can build something nicer looking <laughs> than that. Now, again, I understand why he did that. It had to be more aerodynamic, and he's still trying to get as many miles out of it as possible. Understandable, but it's not pretty. You know? No, <laughs> you me, want. Like, you, I mean, he wants the Eleanor. We've always talked about going in sixty seconds. For those who don't oh, know, yeah. the Shelby. Um, you know that car is amazing. The Eleanor it was the uh, they call the unicorn uh, in the car. Yeah, if I could, if I could do that to that, I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, they'd have to be certain refinements. I'd have to, you know, again, once I get the car, then I'll try to play with it a little bit. Because when I bought, I bought, uh, and I've already told you this story, but my 2006 Mustang, uh, the first car I ever bought for myself. I set money aside, you know. I did try to buy a car, but they didn't want to give me the loan by myself. Mm. I'd like, well, sorry, have it back because I'm not going to have somebody else buying for me my things. Mm-hmm. I take responsible responsibility for my own things. So, um, and that at the time that was a 2000, um, 2000 Celica GT. It had the six speed. It was a fast little car. Um, but they didn't want to give it to me, so I just returned it to them. And then my next attempt to buy a new car, I had about the same amount of money. I had about six thousand dollars. The only caveat was. The funny part of the story was the body kit that they sell on Spirit Venice that makes it look like like Eleanor. Yeah, I I actually bought that before I bought the car. Oh my goodness! I had a tractor trailer give me all the parts except for the rims because I didn't really like. And the the car behind him, guys, is actually a car that he wanted to do some stuff to. I had my own rims that were um, special vehicle team SBTs. That's Ford's racing, which means that whatever Ford the Mustang could put out, mm. these are, they're going to be able to take. And I didn't know how these other rims were. They were nice, and they matched the movie thing, but I wanted my racing rims because I knew that no matter what I did, the rims would handle it. Yeah, you don't really know what material they used or if it's going to be alloy or... It be some, you know, some cheap thing or wherever. I don't know where the things from. The body panels I'm not worried about because it's something I could fix. Yeah. But they're sweet. I needed to be able to handle the stress because I, you can ask my wife, I drive like a maniac. Yeah, you were telling me about the time you were floating down, it was Miami, and you were, yep. the car started was, coming off the I ground. Remember, I was doing about 200, and I could feel the car coming off the ground. Now, That's when you need a front spoiler to keep it on the ground. Yeah. Everybody wonders why all the Formula One cars are, why do they have all those wings? It's to keep it on the ground. Yep, to keep the wheels on the ground. Um, with that, uh, there's another story about that. When I was going down there, um, somebody had lost a tire, and it was in the middle of the road. I was in the middle lane. Oh, the, the tire was in the middle. Okay, 
Okay, so mind you, traveling at that speed, when you see the tire, okay, you have little to no time to Not react. Not even a millisecond, yeah. Now, I got out of his way, and when I got to my, I have a family in Miami, <laughs> uncle, uh, when I got to Miami, I went to look to see if I hit it. Um, I did. Oh, crap. I actually, I actually hit the tire because there was a black tire mark all along my spoiler, and it clipped my back rim a little bit. Oof. I have pictures of it. I have to find them. But it was literally like somebody took a pinstripe along the went. and went right alongside of the car. Oh. It was black rubber from the tire that was in the middle of the road. That's how fast you were. Oh, my if God. If I had hit that, I would have destroyed my car. Oh, yeah. You would have been. Yeah, the car would have been. It, it, it would have went into the engine. It might have gone into the driver's compartment. And, again, that's one of those things that were, you know, kind of, I'm kind of lucky. Yeah. And I, mean, I'm, I don't show that off because I'll probably lose it for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, again, I, 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 I try to do no harm and I expect no harm to come to me. So good things happen. And luckily, I didn't have to, you know, re, you know, change my engine and rebuild my car or just replace it because they would have scrapped the car. Yeah. But, you know, those are like little little history notes in my life that, you know... You're just like, uh, I'm glad I can survive that one. Yeah, yeah and, and if you have any doubts that, like, I'm a, a big Spider-Man fan and stuff, oh, I'm going to show you the welding mask. I don't know if I showed you this or not, but... Oh, my God. Yeah, you did. So, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how much of a fan of Spider-Man that I am. What made you get into Spider-Man so much? Was that, like, the... Because for me, um, it's X-Men... I don't know. To me, I guess he was just a regular kid, and he just something happened to him, and he decided not immediately, but he decided to do good things with his power. So, you know, Superman was too more too. I mean, not that I don't like Superman because I do. Yeah. But to me, it was too. Who the hell can beat him up in the real world? Mm, yeah, I think you it was. Have a... invent, you have to invent these characters just to you know to kill him. They had a thing on Facebook, and it was who would win. I think some animator put this together, and it was Incredible Hulk for Superman. And somebody goes, who would win? And then the video would, it was like 20 minutes long, and they just kept going. Because the Man of Steel versus the Hulk, you're just like... And I was yeah, like the, the problem with that is that right now they revamped the Hulk, so he, now he's immortal. Yeah. And that's what he said, like the Hulk is going to keep going and going and going. You know, and Superman's going to get tired. He, you know, he's... Yeah, yeah, but I think, I think Superman can just sit there and let him beat the hell out of him yeah. until he comes down. Yeah. You know? But even if he turns to his banner and Superman kills him, he's still going to come back. So, again, it's a, it's an infinite loop. Yeah. You know, neither one is going to win, okay? <laughs> In the real world, we shouldn't be arguing about this. No. It's a comic book. <laughs> We're supposed to enjoy it. We're not supposed to overthink it, okay? <laughs> but these are the things that people bring up. So, like I, I said, mean, this is... Well, starting fights over this. Come on! Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen. I was at a Star Trek con years ago, a couple years ago, my first one ever. And I'm a Trek fan, and I like stuff. And I remember one guy came up, and he really just started digging into me. He goes, "Well, you don't understand this." And I said, "Dude, go get fucking laid. <laughs> Honestly, go get laid." I was like, "I, I like it like this, and I enjoy my series. Like, this is what I like." But he wanted to make me feel like I was very inadequate. You know, I don't know. It's like, if you're in love with something, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, he's got to, you know, enjoy it for his his personal things, not try to impose 
his ideas and shit onto other people. Yeah. And somebody else agreed with me. They're like, dude, well, why are you doing that? This is a place for us to be friends, not to, you know, fight. Yeah, walk around and enjoy. Yeah. And I was having a good time. I was meeting a lot of actors and people that were on the series, background actors, and so many people making stuff and showing their favorite episodes. And it was like, people were just like, oh, I didn't know you liked Trek. I'm like, oh, I've always liked Trek. I, you know, some things I like and some things I don't like. Here's the species I like. Here's what I like. You know? That's why I think the the cons. When I went to MegaCon finally last year, a friend of mine took me because he had a free day pass. And uh, a friend of mine who's in the comics, like that older gentleman, he goes, do you dress up at all? I said, I'm going to a con once dressed up. And it was a good time. And honestly, there's so many people there that are having a good time, that are in their 70s, 80s, who are just having a good time. It's like yeah. going to a concert. And he's like, uh, I can't see it. That's stupid. What I'm like, dude, you need to come out with us. Check this out. He came out for a day, and he's just like, is this what it's all about? And he was enjoying all the, all the ladies, you know. He was like, oh, my God. I'm like, well, you can't touch the ladies, but, yeah, this is what it's about. People having a good time, you know. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do it either way. <laughs> You know, you get all those guys that are, you know, they're so-and-so cosplayer and this, and I'm like, they get paid for that? It's like, yeah. They get paid for that. But, it's weird that, you know, we fall in love with things we like, and yeah, Spider-Man, I don't know, Spider-Man, I did like the Tobey Maguire ones, those are my, those were the first ones that I got introduced to, and everybody's like, oh, well, Tom Holland and, and Andrew Garfield, and I'm like, like I like Tom Holland. He's more of a realistic kind of version. The Miles Morales one I loved. I loved Into the Spider-Verse. Well, when Tobey Maguire came out, I was like, you know, he was as close as you could get to, like, you know. Yeah, I think that's what Marvel was trying to do. And and it worked pretty good. And then when they went with, um, I forgot the second one. Uh, Andrew but, Garfield. Yeah, with Andrew Garfield, he just seemed a little older. And I felt um, bad for him because he said even in the, the uh, things that he was like, Listen, man, I love I love this shit. It's it's sad for me to get fucking picked on at cons because I have a love for this shit. And he mentioned all the stuff on Nerdist, and he was he was like, it's sad to stare in the back with a fucking hat on because I'm trying to enjoy the con like everybody else as, as a fucking nerd or geek, and I can't because I'm being hated on because I did a movie that people didn't like. Just, See, but that's the thing. Why why are you picking on the actor? The the, 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 the people that make the movie say, hey, we want you to do it. And the movie isn't that great. Yeah, you have to. You mean you don't have? Attack, there's nothing you can do as a performer. Don't attack the actor. It's not the actor's fault. It's like, mind you, I don't like the Star Wars movies. Mm. Everybody likes it more. Party. I'm happy for you, but I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> now, it's not the actor's fault. I'm not going to see go see the actor and say, "Hey, you know, you're a fucking idiot. You know, you you just fucking ruined the movie. They didn't ruin the movie. Yeah. They, they didn't write it. And then when they let you know let the second guy do his stuff. I don't know where the hell he was going with that story. Yeah. Again, it's still not the actor's fault. It's. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I, I, funny thing is, I didn't, didn't like Star Wars as a kid, and I really couldn't get into it, couldn't really follow the story. And then when I came to Orlando in 2000, 2007, and I had a sprained ankle, I was working on two sprained ankles. It's because, you know, Universal works you a lot, you're working long hours. Shit happens. Yeah, the body, the body is like, alright, I can't do this anymore. And I, I keep in shape. I worked out, you know, four times a week, but the body's still, it's got to break somewhere. So I finally went to the doctors. They're like, okay, dude, you need to take a week off from work. I'm like, I can't do that. They're like, well, here's your doctor's note because you cannot be on your feet. So I literally spent a week, went to Blockbuster, when <laughs> Blockbuster was still open, down the road. Ended up renting, because I think they had their movie plan. I rented all the stupid Star Wars films. I know I call them stupid now, but I kind of enjoy them. I'm more of the X-Wings and fighter pilot stuff. Other than other stuff, I'm like, eh, okay. Um, That's something that I fell in love with, too, you know? It's like, 
um, what are they called? <clears throat> the Nissan that they made that looked like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like, that was really cool. Oh, I love it. I mean, like, I was talking <laughs> with somebody, and we were talking about Star Wars, and he goes, and they're like, oh, that was cool. But he was like, did you see the Armada? Did you see the ship? And we're like, this is what we loved about it. And this is what he's like, he's like, oh, I didn't really like the movie, but the, did you see that ship? It was so beautiful, and they had this and, this, and the part over here. And we're all, and we're talking about it, and the like, but you didn't like the lightsaber? Like, no, we love the lightsaber, but we like it like this and the curves and, you know, we looked at it as filmmakers, you know? Yeah. We didn't see it, you know, but I started watching, then I kind of understood all of them. I'm like, okay, this is what they're getting. I like the animated series. For those who have Disney Plus, like, I finally watched all the animated stuff. I think the last season of, uh, Clone Wars is finally out with Ahsoka. And then Rosario Dawson, off topic, uh, has been casted for The Mandalorian as Ahsoka Tano, which I'm I'm for her, man. She's a really great it, actress. It doesn't bother me at all. I think she's going to do um, really well, and she's got the mindset for it. I was like, all right, that's 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 a great choice. She was great in Daredevil, so I was like, she's going to be perfect for that role. But I, I feel you. Some people are like, it's like, oh, you need to love this. It's like, no, we should have different opinions of not liking it. You know, you know again. It, don't fight with people over your people not following your specific mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you, I'm just talking about them in general. Yeah. You well, go general there society in general, people need to learn how to just if somebody doesn't like something, let them be. Like, tell them why you, you ask. Like, why do you want to like it? And here's why. Okay, I understand why. What would agree to disagree? Okay, I understand why I like it. There's something that I like and dislike. I mean, Star Wars, I, I, like I said, I didn't know it until like 2007. Then I finally understood it and I was like, all right, I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging it, but what I dig more of the space battles. I dig more of the X-Wings and Luke's X-Wing and, uh, the more of the robots and some of the lightsaber. I enjoyed the engineering side of it. I was like, oh, this is so freaking badass in these parts. Uh, the story, mm, like Poe's little X-Wing, that, I fell in love with that. So. Yeah, again, the, the stories from like way back when people weren't so picky. Yeah, they use they use their imagination. Nowadays, they don't want to use their imagination. I need you to give me everything. You know, I need to feel every little bit of it. I'm like, okay, you gotta let something slide. You know, mm-hmm. um, I watched. I went to go see Solo because my wife wanted to see it. I'm Not like, that. okay, I didn't hate the movie, but it wasn't what I expected. Yeah, like um, you it, said, you could you could spot where the differences were from Ron Howard to the other directors. Yeah, I, I could feel like, okay, okay, this is going this direction, all of a sudden it's going someplace else. And that was a corporate thing. You know, the original directors were like, hey, we want to do this, this, and this. And if they would just let them finish, maybe it would have been better. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't have been. But when you have two different directors, and, oh, we got to reshoot all the stuff, and I guess the, the guy who played Han Solo was kind of new to acting, you could kind of tell, but it was okay. Again, I give, give a lot of leeway because I like the characters. Mm-hmm. I like Star Wars, and I like all the stuff that was going along with it. Yeah. But, you know, when you do that, and you, you know how a movie's supposed to go, you know how it's supposed to feel, and all of a sudden you're getting jerked around like left, right, sideways, it's like, okay, no, something's wrong. How do you Again, feel, like, with, you know, with, you know, Zack Snyder's, you know, um, you know... Uh, the, the, the Justice League? Yeah. I, I feel like that was that was also kind of disjointed. I, mean, they, they, I feel like they cut out a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, apparently really, he's supposed to be doing a director's version. A lot of people have been asking, asking for it. Yeah. But again, and I, it's up to the corporation to do that. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be getting what we want. Because he's, he's been wanting, because he's like, a lot of it's been left out that you guys don't even know. There's at least an hour of footage that I didn't even get to put in. I had to chop it all and shoot, and it's like, ugh. I mean, I'm looking forward. Wonder Woman did a great job. I, I enjoyed Justice League. Some people didn't. I, I saw it as a film. I saw it as what I like. Because like, Kevin Smith keeps saying, and many people who are like grew up with the genre, 
be fucking grateful we got this because years ago we didn't even expect to have Marvel or DC. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, I'm grateful. I mean, is it getting oversaturated a little bit? Yeah, it's like it's time. And then you get the Mandalorian, which is really fucking good spaghetti western, but... Again, they they went back to the roots of what they used to do. Mm-hmm. They're keeping the stories consistent. They're not all over the place. Mm-hmm. You don't got different directors doing different things. They do you feel they like had, the, the problem, like the corporations are just stepping in and letting not letting the creators create? I, I do feel like that's what's happening. I mean, before with the movie stuff, I think they just let people do whatever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think they had a big plan for the Star Wars ones, the new ones. Yeah. It was like, okay, let's just do what we always do. Let's pump this shit out so we can make some money sell a lot of toys and the people nowadays just don't, don't don't tolerate that and i don't blame them it's like we don't want garbage yeah this we, isn't the 60s yeah. anymore where somebody's like okay there's a movie that's put out a transformers toy or like hasbro or something like that and well again you gotta remember uh, the transformers weren't all gm cars yeah and not that i have a problem with one being being a uh, camaro yeah i'm okay with that but you make you make the villains Ford and, and you know GM are the uh, the good guys. Uh, how come all the Transformers came down from wherever they came down from, and they all decided to pick GM trucks yeah. and cars and stuff? No, that's the one. That's the one company that we could get sponsored from. You know, original G one, and not that I expect everything to be original. Um, I mean, the newer Bumblebee movie was great. Like that, that no, had, it was. It was actually that really was good. fun. Yeah, the only movie that I felt. Tried to follow the the cartoon very good, and they did a good job. It just didn't do well in the theaters. Yeah, but Speed Racer. Yeah, I, I tried getting into that. Oh, now yeah. so you didn't grow up with that. I I, well, I grew up that. on the we had Boomerang, so like I'm granted I was like I think ten or eleven when I started watching the Wacky Racers and Speed Racer. Yeah, but you know I go with that, and it was just something nice to watch and something to enjoy. And then when you see it in real life, it's oh my god, it's you know it's exactly the same. <laughs> The car's got the saw blades, which would be completely impossible in the real world. Yeah. Even the kid I knew that when he was going through the forest and cutting down these trees with those damn saw blades, those stumps are going to destroy the car. Yeah. I follow an engineer. I'm not an idiot. But you let that stuff go because you're just enjoying what you're seeing, you know? You just gotta have fun with it. So, again, that movie was, like, really close to it, and they, they did make it more realistic. Yeah. You know, you look at the cars, okay, that's possible, that's possible. You know, some of it, no, that's not possible. <laughs> it's kind of like expending your disbelief, and like you just said, you know, it's like watching a movie. It's like, okay, show your hole, you'll know you know it's fake. Yeah, it, none of these people really exist, so no. you're going to go over there and you're going to have fun and enjoy it. And I'm not saying that you don't deserve your money's worth, because now it's great. What is it, $10 for a bag of popcorn? <laughs> really? Just to get in. I mean, we saw a 40X. I took a, into a 40X the first time, and 40X is about almost $20 a ticket. Granted, it's worth it's worth the experience. It definitely changed you into the film. We saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in it. It was freaking amazing. And then somebody saw Star Wars with it, and it was really cool because it snows. When it snows, it gets cold. And it makes you feel like, oh, my God. Like It's not intrusive. It makes you feel more like within the film. It's like, oh, wow, this is neat. And how the hell they program it, I have no, don't know how long it takes in the program of the movie, but damn, it looked, it was very interesting. Like all the space battles and guardians made you feel like you were flying and made you feel like the yeah, camera it, was tilting to bring you here to this next scene, you know? 
it immerses you in it. And I was like, like this is freaking, because when it got cold in uh, Guardians, it started snow, like literally bubble snow. And it started like, is that like snow? And it turned up, it started getting colder and windy. Like when they're talking, the wind's blowing your hair back and his hair is blowing and you're like, oh shit, the smell started coming in. I'm like, I wonder what that smells like. And you're like, oh shit, that's what, that's why he's gagging a little bit. All right, okay, got it. You know, I think that's cool of it, but the creation, like for all these four, these directors, like they step away and they're like, I can't create anymore. And I feel bad for Zack Snyder. And it's like, cause he had a lot of shit, personal shit going on. And then they're like, your shit sucked. And he's like, oh, well, you know. Well, two, you got to remember that they'll write a story and then it looks like somebody else's. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't do what they want to do because, oh, look, somebody did this. You know, like um, the Ice Age. Yeah. Some some lady drew a character that was similar to the, the Scrat, the squirrel rat thing. Oh, really? And then she sued them for uh, the cartoon character being too close to hers. That's why people do things nowadays. It's like, oh, okay, I mean, I could write a story right now, and then you know, somebody said, hey, I wrote that story. And then somebody else says, hey, I already wrote it before you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Like, I've, I've learned about trademarks and, and copyrights. It's like, you make one little fucking divot. And the trademark is now gone, or the, the copyright is now gone. It's like, what? It's like, yeah, the patent's yeah. gone. Like, how can you think China can do all this? They can just take that screw and put this little zigzag here, and now your 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 patent is gone. Now, they yeah, can't copy it, what you have, but they can make a little deviation to it, and now they're safe. I'm like, just change it a little bit, and like, you, you know, you got it. So, uh, you know, I, the directors and stuff like that, I kind of understand it, but Again, when you're spending a lot of money to go there. Yeah, I get it, yeah. Well, not only that, it's a studio uh, scared to take a flop. You know, Universal's done that with Cats and a few of their own films that, you know, Dark Universal's looking really, really promising. And, you know, working at the Hornmaker show that I work now, everybody's like, why are they showing the film? I'm like, well, you know, Mummy wasn't actually a bad movie, and here's what it's, here's the, what it's based off of, and Tom Cruise wasn't bad in it. It just, you know, they should have started. A friend of mine finally saw it, and he goes, not bad, but I wish they started with Dracula first. Because it would have maybe gave more life or this. And I think because Mummy was more well-known than Dracula is. Yeah. That's probably why they went there. My problem is that I think they should have just kept famous people out of it. Yeah, and just get found unknowns. Good, get some really good actors, some unknowns, some, you know, not somebody with a big stick up their butt. Because you can remember with Suicide Squad, Will Smith wanted to be the, you know, the highlight. And they said, oh, we'll, we have to have Will Smith in the movie. So we gotta do what he wants because I'm sure I, I have a feeling that Joker had a bigger part in the movie because you know everybody loves the Joker. Yeah, I mean I like the Joker. I, the, the new one, probably was one Joaquin. of my probably one of my yeah I, I really enjoyed Joaquin's performance. And to me, that was like that's that's possible. Yeah, that, that is that is a real person, that and it was so world. it was so realistic though, like today's society of mental health and shit that would happen. Yeah, of like oh, how do I get my medication? Oh well, good luck. It's like, it's like right now, like we're dealing with the coronavirus. Pharmacies are open. I, my family's are pharmacy technicians and doctors, and I was like, "What's it like for people like mental health?" They're like, "It's rough because you have to write some prescriptions, but they have to pick them on certain days, and the stores to stay open for them to get it." And you know, it's yeah. been really well because we're dealing with the coronavirus, and they can't be next to anybody because of this. And I was like, "Oh wow!" And that was a real, like, real take on the the mindset of Joker because people were like, "What the fuck is Joaquin Phoenix doing as a Joker?" And then it was like, I mean, I'm not going to hate on Jared Little's form. It was it was a more emo style of like a. To me, he was more like, um, like it, what a young Joker would be like, more yeah. like a kid kind of one, kind of just yeah. getting into it, drugs, stuff like that. If you read the comic books, you, uh, and I think there was a, a part in one of the movies where 
not movies, but TV series where one of the, the Robins was turned into yeah, uh, um, a Joker. A, yeah, it was uh, done in Arkham Knight. Um, Dick, not Dick. Was it Dick Grayson? No, not Dick Grayson. Jason Todd. Jason Todd became the Arkham Knight. Um, uh, Tim Tim Drake. Tim Drake was the one, and that was in Batman Beyond. I know we're geeking right now. Oh, we, uh, as we Batman should. Beyond as we should. Was <laughs> was the one where um, I'm looking for my plug just in case. Oh yeah. Um, the Joker had captured him, and then he tortured him and turned him into like a Joker kid because for some reason Harley and the Joker couldn't have children. Yes. You know, so I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's a premise that could happen. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that you know, he looked a lot like him and he, he laughed like him, I thought it was a really good story. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was a movie or if it was in a No, they had, had yeah, that one was, it was a it might have been beyond, a movie. and they had a, they had a freaking, um, there's a little microchip behind his neck. Anybody could be the Joker. And they're like, how the hell did you do that? And they're like, well, everything the Joker was, we, we captured on this little memory stick, and now it's on a back of, you put it in a neural implant, it became like this little dot, and they tried destroying it, and the guy was like, and you saw the face, and it's like Joker could be anybody. You're like, oh shit. So it makes you wonder if, you know, uh, that, that dot might have been put into somebody else, or. Well, even with the Arkham series, with the Arkham Knight and uh, Arkham Origins and. It became with Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are my, my favorite two voice actors because they bring them to life. When you see Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy in person, Kevin's a real thin dude. He went to um, Juilliard and stuff like that. He's a really cool cat. I never got to meet him. I've talked to him on Twitter. He was very sweet to answer a question. Usually I don't think they're going to answer a question, but I asked him a, not a deep question, but I said, da -da, and he goes, yeah, we actually liked it. And this is what it was about. And he sent me an article. I was like, wow, I didn't expect you to send me an article. But I wasn't a dick fan. I was like, hey, I'm really interested in this. What was it like for you? And he said, well, it was this. And he didn't answer it. He just gave me an article to read to give me some insight on it, which I thought was cool. But those two are always been my favorite. Those are my voices that I, when I always read a comic, it's like, okay, that's cool. But in that series, they, like, he got infected by the Joker's blood, and anybody can be the Joker in Arkham Knight because he was going through hallucinations in Arkham Knight, which was a video game that came out. So the story's always been kind of like this, it's like, especially not in Rocksteady's games, it's always been really damn good with the Joker. He wasn't even supposed to be in Arkham. They, they kept that very quiet until the uh, first opening. You got in and you did a little sequence and all of a sudden, miss me? You're like, oh shit! Because the Joker's supposed to be dead, he's supposed to be gone, and you're just like, the body's well, burning. And... Technically he was. Yeah. It's all inside, you know, he put himself inside the Batman. But, you know, Batman's always conflicted. Yeah. He always will be. Um, no, I... I haven't played through the game. I wish I could, but um, you must. Uh, you must. Uh, I think go to YouTube and type in uh, Batman or video like movie and somebody they edited it all together and it looks really fucking cool. That's why I get to a lot of video games that I, I can't play. I'm like movie and then it's, it's like it's all there for me. Like in three hours, I can watch the whole film. I'm like oh, okay, it feels like a movie. Yeah, the, I mean, I played through um, Asylum and City. I played through both of them. Yeah. I didn't get 100% on City because I can't do some stupid whip thing oh, with the camera. Fuck, that, fuck <laughs> those Riddler oh, that challenges, man. I can't fight move. I got all the riddles, though. I got them all. I did that, that for Orkamore. Orkamore just was the only one that I said, okay, I'm going to buy a season pass. And it was like, I think 30 bucks. And I might not buy this because I wanted the whole. It was the first for the PS4. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a game that's going to take my life away. I'm going to play it for like the whole month. Thank God I wasn't taken at the time. I wasn't dating anybody. Now I have a girlfriend. I'm like. Okay, yeah, well, you, you know, <laughs> well, she she knew she was like, well, if the game comes out, you really want to play, play it. I'm like, well, I might not see you for a few days. <laughs> and there was a game I'm playing now, and she's like, how's the game coming along? 
And one night she was having a dream and she said, this, I was playing three different games and she goes, what about that game where you can rewind time? I'm like, okay, you mean Life is Strange with this game with this game? I don't know what the fuck that game is, but I want to play it. So I told them on Facebook, I want to, developers put that game together, I want to play it. So she was talking about three different games I was playing at the same time. And, you know, it, it, that was the one game that I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy the season pass, get all the Riddler trophies. And I, I did. I did. I went on YouTube and found them all. But it was cool because they had like a secret ending of like the best ending you could get. And I'm like, I want to get... And there were some fucking doozies of like... Because um, it put all the games together and then you had to find all the characters. And it was yeah, really... Depending how you played. Yeah, what ending yeah. you would get. And I got the best ending and everybody was like, you played into the hole and get all the fucking challenges. I'm like, I got the Arkham Knight challenge. And it was like, the ending of it was like, when you, I need your, need your name and what's the passcode? And he's like, you could hear the pain in his voice. When he says Martha, his mother voice, what's the passcode? Martha, and it activated the Arkham Knight protocol, which is, you know, the mansion blows up, and he no longer is the Batman. He's now something worse, you know. Yeah, they think he's, yeah he, he's dead. They think he's dead. Vicky Bale's in front of the, the mansion, and, you know, the mansion blows up, so nobody knows he's still alive at the ending. He's got, like, the... He flies off the building in flame and kicks the shit out of these guys, which you don't know. It's like, he's now something even worse. He's... He's like, you know, Arkham needs something more, or Gotham needs something more, something more darker, you know? I need to be something it can never be, and this, this guy is going to be ruthless, you know? So, mm-hmm. it was a great game. I mean, I really loved it, and it's still, I still got a few things I got to beat in stupid Riddler races, but those things are fucking rough. I said, eh, I'm good. I got my trophies. The, the trophies are, the, like, the first thing I did, and then I went after, you know, the telephone, the Zazz. Oh, yeah. The then you know, I did a lot Calendar of- Man one, and I think it was Arkham, Arkham City. Fuck that! They told you how to do it, and they're like, "Okay, you have to go to your internal clock on the on the PlayStation and change it." I'm like, "Yeah, for every month you had." To- I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I'm like, "I would not." I mean, Hideo Kojima for like I think Metal Gear Solid three. If you wanted to beat the guy, he's called like the sniper. He would actually, if you wanted to beat him instead of cheating, you would turn the clock a little head, and he would die. He would die in the game. And then you could change the clock back, and I'm like, "That's how I beat him." I'm like, "I was like, oh, but that's how you would do it." But- yeah, it's kind of a cheat code kind of thing. I mean, you gotta. No, no, I'm okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I don't fault nobody for nothing because I was, I was. Again, there was I, one I game you were telling hard. me you had a hard ass time, and you said, "Fuck yeah, it." Yeah, I, 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 I was the. I, I love the horror survival stuff, and I had the Code Veronica for my Dreamcast, and it was like I was stuck on this one thing. I had no idea. Where, I mean, I'm looking for this stupid dragonfly everywhere I could. And you know, after a certain point, you can't go any further. Yeah. It's like, no way they would put it past there or let me go past there without. And it's usually fucking hidden in the plainest sight that you've overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, I was like, okay, I got to find, you know, some kind of guide. Because we didn't have the, you know, we had the books, you know, the game, Gamer Monthly and um, some other ones. So I find one that had the code Veronica. And I'm like, okay, I'm here. Let me go where it is. And then it's telling me. Oh, it's on top of the bookshelf. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know that? Yeah, you'll never know. Yeah, it's like, oh no, you'll know. It's like, no, I really, I you really don't push, know. You have to push the ladder to the side. That was and yeah. They climb up the ladder, and it was on top of the bookshelf. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, after that, I I didn't read the manual anymore because I, at that time. Well, most games don't come with manuals anymore. Yeah, I mean not manual, but like the the, the, the cheat kind of thing because I was stuck. I was literally stuck. It was like days, and I couldn't figure this shit out. So yeah. I said, "Okay, let me find out what this one is, and then I'll just continue from there." So that's the only game that I feel like I have my save and stuff, where they give you the cheat codes for Doom, where you're like immortal, and 
you bought all the ammo. I thought that was yeah. Kind of fun. For Contra, it was the Konami code that we never knew as kids, and then I finally figured it out. When I was, yeah, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, and it gave you more life to beat the game. And everybody was like, "That's the only way you could beat Contra." So I tried it on our console at work. We have a ghetto console at work, and I tried it, and it didn't work. So I was like, "Oh, I guess the game doesn't want it." Um, what's another one? Um, it's not really a cheat code. You actually have to go through the whole game and beat it. Um, Resident Evil 4. Oh. And at the end of it, I got to keep the bazooka. I was just shooting, you know, birds. You were just cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I used the, the, the grenade launcher for everything. I would open a door, shoot the grenade launcher, and go back out the door. <laughs> I'd shoot the explosion and walk back in, and there was nobody there, you know? Yeah. What's the one console that you've always, like, you've always loved? Um... I've got the Sega CDS, which is a culmination of the CD, the Genesis, um, together, but I also had the 32X mounted on it. So, um, I have all three of them in one little tiny console. And that's been my favorite. I mean, um, I originally bought the regular Genesis, not the, the, the original OG, but the, the black one. And then I bought the CD connector to it. And then, I, um, you know, my cousins kind of, kind of visit us from, uh, from Miami. And I said, here, go ahead and take it. So I gave him the system and I went go looking for another one. Yeah. And this is where, again, the luck comes into play. I walked into this pawn shop just looking for games and there was a CDX. Oh, wow. And I go, does this thing work? Can you probably had no idea. Because if it works, I'm going to buy it. I don't care what price I want it. Just give it to me, okay? I just want to make sure it works. And it works fine and I've had it ever since. It's never given me any problems. That's the system that I've like enjoyed the most. And it had the six button controller, not that three button. We had to press start and hit B for you know the extra to unlock. Yeah, all the Mortal Kombat. That's that's a, I, I could never get all that. those Mortal Kombat. You know the, the fatalities and stuff like that. And now it's all like you have to know the joystick and you have to know. Oh, everything's so much more difficult. I'm like, I like the fighting games, but when you have to do like twenty different button pushes, I can't do that. You know. I don't have the, the mental capacity. Well, you ended up buying one of the one of the one up arcades, yeah? Oh yeah, I, I, I picked up a rampage and I picked up uh, the Street Fighter edition, which I mean, if you want to see them, I took one still in the box. The other one I took out. I actually built the rampage, which I'm having fun with. I like Defender. Um, I love Joust, and I didn't think I was gonna like Rampage, but I actually enjoy the Rampage. You're digging it, yeah. Let me see. Let me go get up and. My little school, and I'll turn, I'll turn the damn it's thing It's going to be a party at Ernesto's pretty soon. Yeah, um, I'm going to build the other one, but I want to get the, the thing that's uh, the, the pie. Okay, yeah. Cause, well, they have those. Somebody had, uh, on the one of the forums, they were showing how to get all the stuff on the pie. You could just buy it for $1.99. It has pretty much everything. Yeah, but then you got to download stuff, and I don't really know. Yeah. Go for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm not really big into coding. Piece. And yeah, there's a couple of sites that walk you through every step of the way and what to download and how to do it and how to put the pie together. And... Oh, I don't have it plugged in, but there's a, there's a rampage. Oh, that's so cute. And then a little stool and stuff like that. And then, you know, all the rifle, little chunks of that. And the huge ass TV. <laughs> well, you know, again, it was, it's, it's too much, but. We have it, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, it works fine. It's just a, one of the, not one of them, but like 
half the screen. The yeah, he literally off. woke up one morning and he goes, so hey, man, I, we keep in touch uh, pretty often. And he goes, well, this is what I woke up to. <laughs> I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and I went, yeah, half a TV. I said, oh, man, like, uh, you know, what's the deal? And he goes, well, big enough. I went, oh, jeez, 4K. He went, big enough. I went, that's fucking big enough. Yeah. I mean, I had a 100-inch projector, and everybody's like, once I finally got rid of that, we moved to the new house. So there's a room I'm in my bedroom, and it's not very big, but it now houses the 3D printers and a flat screen and all this kind of crap. So everybody's like, why do yeah, you have a 100 focus on certain things, okay? Yeah. Don't everybody's do like, why do you, uh, why'd you have a 100-inch screen? I was like, because I like movies, and video games look pretty awesome. And they're like, I'm kind of glad I got rid of the projector. I mean, 4K projectors now are not that expensive, but still, it's like... Yeah, but I don't have to worry about like putting it somewhere and laser, you know, shouldn't do laser. Well, you know, I had one of those, those Sony big screen TV things. I mean, it was like as big as this, but it was like literally looks like a two refrigerators next to each other. Oh, jeez. And I, I loved it because when I used my light gun, I had the light gun. Uh, it got it's something dead, living dead. Was it House of the Dead or Living Dead? Like House of the Dead. That's what it was. House of the Dead. I bought that game for my Dreamcast, and I got the light gun. Oh my god, it was so much fun on that big TV. Because <laughs> when, you're, when you're shooting at a little TV, you miss a lot. Duck Hunt was my favorite. This was like the Nintendo NES days. And it was like Nintendo. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of fun. We did, we, you know, my, my parents would be sitting in the back. We'd all, you know, okay, my turn. We all hand the gun over to each other. And how many could you? And it got faster and faster and faster. And then you would just cheat and run up to the screen. And, you know, but. Yeah, once you go to a bigger screen with a lot, like a light gun, or we have to go to uh, Player One Gamer Bar. Uh, we need to do that. It's like three bucks to get in if you're a theme park employee. There's just so much, so many things to play in there. I had a ball for like two nights, and I was like, "Wait, they have chairs? You can sit and play PlayStation, or you can go play these segments." Or you can... I was like, "God, what don't they have?" And everybody's like, "Well, you can have a beer and you can play games." And there was so much to play, and we played House of the Dead. And which holding the real guns, you know. You forget how heavy those damn things are, the plastic guns are, of the light guns. Yeah. You're like, damn. Well, yeah, those, you know, are, those I miss. All my systems, you know I have the, I've got the Atari 2600, I've got the Intellivision. Yeah, that, that was like pretty much I've my mom's the, first console. <laughs> the only one I don't have is the ColecoVision. I don't know what happened to it, either burned out or, and I never got around to getting another one, but I know a couple of places that happened. Yeah, most people are now, or you can, they're making replicas too. Yeah, but I'd rather just have the original because I actually have the original parts. Yeah. So it's just nice to be able to you know, plug in the card and say, hey, look, original, <laughs> not plug and then decide what you want. Not that it's bad because I do like that. My, all, all my movies, I've got DVDs and DVDs and Blu-rays, so many damn movies. You and I see DVDs? Yeah, and <laughs> I spent so much time putting them on, on my hard drive. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, hard drives now are, you know, it's like I was going through mine the other day because I do a lot of podcasting and editing, and I was like, okay, I need to move these off-site in case a fire happens. I have them all taken care of. And you just forget how much freaking data you got. You're like, okay, that's 10 gigabytes here, 5 gigabytes here. Jesus Christ, kid. No, it literally took me, I was going from one, I had a, a four a four terabyte hard drive, and I went to uh, six and I said, okay, let me just download. Yeah, I think <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm thinking about about 10, 10, uh, 10 terabytes. Yeah, and that's, the, that's the thing. Um, and then finally, I, I started getting, not that I didn't have enough space on the 6, but I said, okay, let me get the 10. And then I went to do that. But that took me like a week. Oh, yeah. Just, it's plugged in 
transferring all this yeah, data. Yeah, I mean, like last night it took me about two hours to get, I think, about 25 gigabytes to think one. I was like, Jesus Christ, Ollie, you have too much. And I collect television series. You know, I, I like Smallville and uh, the Game of Thrones and all this other stuff. And all I got of them that all caught up. Right I'm now. glad things are going digital now. I mean, I didn't think. You know, as a game or two, you know, everything would become digital. Now I'm like, I'm, I like physical. Don't get me, I like the smell of it, but it's like having it there and ready to go wherever, wherever I'm at. I'm like, this is kind of nice. Well, that's what I did with my Switch. You know, but I carry that around with me. And every game except for one, uh, I paid full price for. The rest of them were like $5 or less. Have you finally and, fallen to the Animal Crossing? <laughs> no, that I haven't. Um, I was tempted to buy the, the, the Switch that was the Animal Crossing because I thought it was you know, adorable and stuff, but um, I really I never got into the game. I had the GameCube. I mean, literally every system that ever existed. I still have my 5200. Oh, wow. Um, it's just... I, I, I got a controller for it finally, and it, it just it crap out, you know, crapped out. So now I don't have controllers for my 5200, but I still have all my games. Mm. Um, I don't know if you remember the N-Gage. I do. That was a cell phone that played, literally played, um, what's it called? Tomb Raider. And it looked like the PlayStation version. I was, that's the reason I bought it. Yeah. But I have, I, have I know like a lot of companies like Samsung, Nokia were trying to do kind of like the PlayStation phone. Yeah. Uh, I, that's what they, I think with the Vita, they were trying to make it, um, a phone too. Yeah. I think it was like the, uh, the, the Japan version. It's a good idea, but with the cell phones nowadays, it's, it's kind of the piece of purpose, yeah. you know. You have a gaming console with a game. That's why, again, I got the Switch. I, I can trick it anywhere I want, and it's the mini one, so, you know. Yeah, and they're still going for a good price. I went to Amazon and eBay because I was like, all right. Well, there's a shortage now, so now everybody's gouging the hell out of the ones that they have. I mean, I've got my wife's Switches. My wife's Switch, the original one with the little... Uh, Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons. But I like this one because I don't have to worry about it. When I used to use her system, the damn Joy-Cons would come off. And that's because, you know, when I'm playing, I'm not really considering where my hands are at the moment. I'm just, you know, and then I end up with a stupid button that releases the game. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, sure. throw my, oh, crap, you know. So, I mean, it's great with the TV and all, but I yeah. like having the thing with me, so. Yeah, well, we can go to work or just, you know, if you're down for a little bit and, so, you know, waiting for the doctor, bang, you can play it. Exactly, and it's not like, you know, it's the thing doesn't save the game or whatever. Um, I am waiting for, I mean, I have Resident Evil for almost every system. I have it for the GameCube, I have it for the Wii, I have it for my 360, I have it for PlayStation. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, and I told you about the chainsaw, of course. Yeah, so um, that the, I didn't get to see. Somebody else had it on this channel, and I could see the chainsaw thing. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, well, the next time you hear it, remind me, and you can actually see it physically, you know? Oh, wow. It's, a, it's, it's still in this little case, it's really, you know, it's a collectible. It's not really something you can really play with. No, you yeah, can. that's what I saw. That it, it, you these can, buttons it's just, on it, but... it's just too much of a hassle to play, so, with it, with that control. Yeah. But it's a nice little toy. I like the blood on it, and it's got its own little case. It's, it's a nice little thing. Um, but again, I have that one game for every system, and I want to get it from my Switch, but I'm not going to pay $29. No, not if you already own it. But you know, if, if I can give them a receipt for every one, I, all the systems that I bought for, they should give it to me for free. All right. Like I already bought it four or five times. Why I gotta pay thirty bucks for it again? You know. Right. I think I'm gonna take a quick pause and hit the best one. I'll be right back with more questions. I don't know if you gotta go pee too or whatever. Uh, no, I'm good, but I think I might make myself something. Okay, I'll be right back.
Hey, putting the pause. Pausing. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do next to me. <laughs> Just put it down the ground. I'm not reaching down for it. Go ahead and get it, man. It's, you know, and I already on. took a couple steps. We're uh, back recording. I had to go take a pee. Ernesto went to go get some White Castle. I can't tell you what's in the cup. For legal reasons. <laughs> it's medicinal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so like the uh, we were just discussing, we were just chatting about some stuff, and everybody was uh, asking and asking when the hell is he going to be on the podcast, and I was like, soon, soon, I'm sure, and finally, like you said, we really wish I could be there so we could walk around and check out the house, stuff like that, but that will happen hopefully in the next, because you still got a lot of shit you guys would love to see, so hopefully we can do a, a part two of uh, Ernesto's collection, but we'll see how that goes. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about, because we were talking about video games and, you know, the shit you've had and the consoles you loved, um, some Disney stuff. Like, you worked for Disney for so long. What was the one thing when you worked there, like, that you loved? Was it, like, Disney Quest or something like that? Or? Um, that was my favorite park to work for. It was... You were indoors, and definitely, you literally worked every attraction there. So it depended on where, you know, they sent you. It's like, oh, you're going to work on a, this floor, this floor, this floor. And, I mean, I had a really good time. Um, the other parks, in Epcot, I had a lot of people that, you know, uh, they wanted to get rid of me. Mainly mm-hmm. because there was this one event that happened. And from there on, I was kind of like, it was like a red mark on me. But... Um, working at Mission Space, they hand out these little tickets, these little launch tickets that's intense or less intense. Yeah, it's the green or orange, I believe. Correct, orange team or green team. And you know what those mean. The green team means that the centrifuge doesn't spin, so you're not going to feel that G-force on your body. And the orange one is where the centrifuge is going to spin, and you're going to feel that force on your body. Yeah, it feels, it feels pretty wild. Dig a Bark bags underneath the seat. When I first wrote it, I was like, I was being a dumbass. I was like, I've never done it before. My mom's friend was an Imagineer. And I said, uh, he goes, oh, they, they really spin you on that thing. It, like, it, they can make it go faster. I'm like, oh, shit. Because I thought no, I was fast. like, uh, I was like, oh, my God, I was feeling lightheaded. When you get off the ride, you're like, you're you're dizzy. And the lady closed the door. And I was like, do I need to hit the button? She's, and she's fucking slamming the door. And she goes, like, I guess that's a no. <laughs> and the guy's like, you don't need to hit him. You can just let it do all. It goes automatically. But he's like, just hang on, dude, because it really spins. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. No. It's, I mean, I've got so many photos of people throwing up on the consoles. I don't oh. even touch it anymore. <laughs> That was like, I used to torment the ladies that used to work there. Um, they work in different divisions now. But he used to show them photos. Hey, look at this. It was sushi. To still see the little, oh, the little, oh, little oh, lines in the fish. <laughs> it was still fresh. You can wash it off and eat it again. Oh my god, Ernesto. I used, to, I used to torment the ladies there with that. Um, every Halloween I used to put in my, um, my sky blue contacts. Um, just for Halloween. Um, I actually had a guest come back the next day and say, where's your contact? I'm like, well, Halloween's over, you know? Yeah. I didn't really think it affected anybody, but it actually did, which made me feel good. But it also didn't make me, you know, one of the, the nice the people that they cared about at the company because, they said, oh, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, You're not supposed harm? to have fun, yeah. I think that's... What harm does that do? Yeah. You're supposed to be giving somebody a really great vacation and uh, good experience. I'm making, them, I'm making them smile. I'm making them happy. I'm That's the point. It's like, you want to give me come on vacation. You want to have fun. You want to have, go away with a giggle. Yeah. So to get back to the story of the reason that they kind of like kind of blacklisted me was um, on those launch tickets, I guess handed me one covered in blood. Oh. Now they took it away from me, but 
luckily I had my phone and I took a picture of it. I, I got to find it somewhere, but the, the, the launch ticket had blood on it. So for the next six months to, I think, a year, I had to go to health services over there, and they took blood out of me to make sure I wasn't infected with some kind of you know, disease. Blood-borne pathogen, yeah. But that sucked. So uh, from that day on, I wanted to wear gloves. I said, oh, you can only wear these gloves. And these gloves were like, you know, yarn gloves. It's like wearing a sponge on your hand. Yeah, because it collects it everything. Right through that in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I said, fuck that. I went to the motorcycle shop and I found gloves that matched my uniform. And um, I actually wore them at, 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 um, at Fallon when we were, when it was super cold. But they're blue and white and they match the uniform and um, they're scotch guarded. So, you know, you can pour, you can put your hands in, in pig's blood and it's not going to seep through the gloves. Yeah. Um, and then from that point on, I said, oh no, you can't wear gloves. I'm like, I'm sorry, if you can't protect me better. I'm going to be wearing these gloves. So every chance they got, they tried to fire me. They tried to fire me for the gloves. They couldn't fire me for the gloves because I was protecting myself. And, you know, oh, you can't wear them. I said, well, that's fine. Every time I was in a situation where I needed to touch something, like, you know, when we handle our, our tickets out of Fallon, mm-hmm. I put the gloves on. But everywhere else, I would take the gloves off. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, touching blood. So, again, from that day on, that's where, you know, I became it kind of, Yeah, I kind of... They finally, you know, after like the third time, they try to get rid of me because they get rid of me for a little while, but then I would fight it, mm-hmm. and then I get my job back. Um, after the third time, they're like, "Okay, well, we can't move the management, so where would you like to go?" And it's not that I want. Look, I told me anyway. I don't care. So they put me in um in Fantasyland. Now over there was great. The problem is that when I was there, um, I felt like it was a punishment. The people, the management there was great. They left me alone. They knew I did my job. They left me, you know, hey, good job. Thank you. Have a good day, you know? Mm-hmm. And I commend the, the Fantasyland management at that time because I don't know how they are now. You know, they, they move teams like left, right, and side. The coordinators get, over there are just very strict. You get some kind of new a-hole that thinks he's smarter than everybody and it just ruins everything. Mm-hmm. But the team that was there when I was there, they were awesome people. You know, they treated me with respect, and I treated them with respect. Um, but the Epcot people, I guess, you know, say, hey, just watch them. I had one manager get on my case because my hair was too long. And my hair was above the collar. Yeah. You know? So um, he says, tomorrow you better have your hair cut. I'm like, sure, whatever. That night, I had a friend of mine who knew how to braid hair because they just approved the hair braiding, you know, <laughs> and it, mind you, it wasn't specifically designed for me. Yeah. Okay. But I did it anyways. Oh, you little. And he's on his little segue. He sees me. He turns towards me. He starts coming towards me. And then when he realized my hair was braided, he turned around and left. <laughs> there was nothing he could do. But again, why? Just leave me the hell alone. Yeah, I'll my do my job. Too, yeah. You know, if it was like down to my butt. And it was, it looked like, you know, unkempt. I could understand that, but it wasn't. Yeah. So, again, it didn't make me, uh, I, I would find new and inventive ways to irritate them. Only because, again, like I said, once you attack me, I have to return. Yeah, favor, I think, yeah. You know? Treat me so with respect, I, I'll treat you with respect, kind of. So, you know, I would find new ways. And again, finally, I ended up in, in Fantasyland and I stayed there for a while. Um, but I decided I want to do something different. I said, okay, well, let me go to all the parks. I went to every single one of them. I went to 
the, the Animal Kingdom. Those would be. I went to all of them. That you know, was the Blizzard Beach is like a water park. Mm. I really didn't want to work in a water park, but um, all the you know the main ones. And I didn't want to work in Hollywood Studios, which was at the time MGM, yeah. Disney MGM. And because uh, there's not no attraction there that I really wanted to do. And then I said, you know what? There's a place called Disney Quest. And I took my wife. We went there. And I'm like, you know what? I like this. I was watching the the, the team members, or the, the cast members, um, <laughs> and the uniform was like okay, normal. It was a pair of black pants with a blue shirt, which you've seen it because I have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. I just, but um. I figured I could, you know, let me try it out and see if I liked it. And I enjoyed it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, the rides were really good. And the, the coordinators there, they're like, you know, because when people open up the, the attraction, it takes them forever to do it. But when I did it, I was like, boom, boom, boom. I was literally doing two attractions at the same time. And you can do it. And I would have the whole top floor opened up before anybody. Yeah. Every time I would come into work, says, you know where you're doing, you know where you're going. So I was already at the top floor, and I was doing what I had to do. I did my job. You should properly. see Ernesto walk now. He just, <laughs> anger, anger steps. Just. You know, uh, again, I, I did what I had to do, you know. Um, the attraction I loved the most was Spaceship Earth. Um, really? You know, kind of like, like I am with the, the, the smokers. Yeah. In Spaceship Earth. When somebody jumps out of the cart, there are sensors all over the floors and on the vehicles, and it tells you where somebody jumped out. So um, a lot of the team members there were like older, and they couldn't run as fast. They couldn't do you know what I could do at the time, and I was at the top. I was already at the top by the time you know the the second person because we have two people go two different directions. One goes up to the exit, and one goes up to the entrance, and then we meet at the top. If we find anybody, because we got to check all the doors, the exit, and every other place to make sure nobody's roaming around. Because that thing doesn't stop. That's a meat grinder. Yeah, they modified it so you can't really fall in anymore. But when I was working there, it was you could fall in. Yeah, that thing's not going to stop because it's not going to see you in the track itself. Yeah, it senses you outside the car and maybe you know slows down getting, getting out of it. But if you fall directly into those tracks. Your 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 hamburger. Yeah, but that was like my favorite attraction. My favorite part was, of course, Disney Quest. And you know, I've got the pins, and I've got you know, I still got like buttons from it, and I've got different little knickknacks. They used to have uh, belt buckles with a, a Disney Quest symbol on it. And mind you, every uniform I ever kept was after they fired me. You know, <laughs> you're not, you're getting, not, getting, you're not getting that bad. You're not getting them back. I used to be able to take them home, so I took them home and had fun with that. Um, but every time they would get rid of me, I would keep, you know, I keep a costume. Um, the only costume I, I don't have is the, the Fantasyland one and the, the test track. But, you know, the other tracks I worked, I used to work Body Wars, I used to work, um, again, Mission Space, and, uh, of course, Disney Quest. And I worked at ESPN when they were in transition from Disney's Wild World of Sports. Mm. To ESPN, so I actually got <laughs> got an outfit from the Disney World of Sports, and oh, wow. I've got ES- ESPN. A lot of that outfit. stuff is like you don't even know what it looks like anymore because it's gone. It's like you're kind of yeah. 
Well, they, they either destroyed or they uh, donated the homeless, but I don't really know what they did at the time. I want to hope they don't. They know donated a lot of that stuff because those jackets, you know, keep, can keep people warm. Yeah, but I hope. Yeah, yeah I hope they. You know, wardrobing wise, I heard what they do is like you know with our T two shirts, they just kind of they burned them. They burned all of them. And I was like, it, we would have gladly have bought them. We would have gladly have paid the money to have one. I think they just don't want you to pop up on it, which I think they should have, you know, if you wanted it, pay for this shirt. Yeah, I offered, yeah. when we closed out T2, I, I offered to, I talked to three different managers, our wardrobe manager said, how much to buy the shirt? And they went, oh, you can't buy it. I said, what do you mean I can't buy it? I said, just let me buy it. I'll pay 100 to whatever you want for it. Give me a receipt. I'm not going to sell it. It's my shirt. It's got my own sweat in it. You know, why do you yeah. want it? Because I worked there for eight, eight, eight years. I want it, you yeah. know. It's just, I've been here for eight years. It's kind of like a memento of like all the fucking years I've done, you know. Exactly. It's a memory of, you know, the thing you had done at the time. Yeah, it's like I've done all these years here and it's like this has been a part of my life. Let me have a piece of history, you know. It means nothing to you, you know. And they're like, I remember the next day I was talking with one of our wardrobe guys and they, they ended up shredding all the shirts. So they burned them all. I won't say who has them. I won't say that I have one, but. You know, no, you don't have to. See. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I do know a few people that have a lot of the older costumes from Disney. I know somebody who's got quite a few old ones that are like they're in their collection because they worked there forever. And I was like, and they have one from Disneyland. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I used to work there for six years, and this is what I had. And you look at it, and you're like, wow, shit, shit's changed. They're like, yeah, like they don't make this like this anymore. And just the memories they were going down, I was like, this is why you have it, because of all the memories. You know, they had all these books of memories that they had. And they're like, yeah, I got to do this and this. And so I can see why, you know, it's it's sad when you can't keep something, a memento, like even want to buy it. And like you said, you know, eBay and stuff. Oh, you're going to sell it on eBay. It's like, no, I'm going to keep it for myself because the memories that I've had. you got to remember that it just takes one person to screw it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I understand if they would have charged you for it, because that way at least... You gave them some money for it. And yeah, you paid for that. Yeah, you paid for them to purchase it. And yeah. You can't really profit too much from it because no. you expended some money. For oh it. yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, yeah. So, and I think they were telling me it's going to be like one hundred thirty dollars. I'm like, I'll pay that. And they're like, mm, no, they burned them all. I know somebody who has one of the future uh, jackets back there because they work here, worked here for so long until they closed, and then he he quit Universal and he's still he still got it. He's got that. And he's got a confrontation one from Kong, and I'm like. Oh, wow. He's like, yeah, this is what we used to wear at Kong. And he's like, these will not be going anywhere. They'll be headed out of the grandchildren because these meant so much to me. They changed my life. So I was like, hang on to them. If you love them that much. You yeah, know. And, and again, if anything, you, you pass them down to your grandkids and they can pay their college or if they want to keep it, they can keep yeah. it. Because it's he's, just something that's... I mean, he loved, he loves Future. When Future finally closed it, that was like his, it didn't happen to cough and pretend to leave. And he was like... Future closed. I looked at all the venues I wanted to go to, and I was like, mm, maybe you know, at the time, earthquake, now disaster, now Fast and Furious. Uh, but he was like, yeah, I thought about that, but I was like, nah, not for me. But you know, it's it's amazing what the venues like venues do to us. You know, it's, nobody will believe our stories even at the theme parks. Like nobody will believe we could write a book and nobody would believe us. They would call our bullshit. They're like the bullshit. Like nope, that really happened. Like what you just said with the glove thing. No, that really happens. They tell us. We keep it coy, but it's like, no, you guys can't wear this. What did you love? What was the biggest thing at Disney Quest? Did you love what, what ride? Did you like the roller coaster sequence? To... Well, I'll say the one memory I have, because I like them all. Um, Cyberspace Mountain is really fun to work at. You know, you're, you're pretty much imprisoning somebody in a little tube. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and, and then you get him out and take them out. Well, mm. I enjoyed that. Plus, that's where my flashlight came from. That was... um. 
cyberspace. For those who don't know, he's got a huge mag light that he always smacks around in his hand. He goes, I like it because it's bright. I could angle it at the person that I need to buckle their seatbelt. And I'm like, okay, it works. works as a pointer. You know, it's like, hey, <laughs> you, you, I need you. Please buckle your seatbelt right to left, right to left, please. We're not going to start until you do. But yeah, but that flashlight when I was working there, um, as a joke, I put it up in one of the the girders that was in where the the ride was. Yeah. I wanted to see how long it was going to stay there. Okay, and this is, I don't know how many years ago, it's been a while now, but when it, when um, Disney Quest was closing, I went over there, and I still knew the coordinators, and I go, can, I, can you do me a quick, can I do one thing really quick, do you mind if I go? We didn't have, they weren't having a lot of guests over there. So I went back to where I left the flashlight, and it was still there. No. So it must have been there for like four or five years, because like uh, after my mom passed, uh, it was three years before I even started working at Universal. Mm. And I've been there for three years. So I would say it's been there for maybe seven years. Um, well, no, it, it, three or four, somewhere around there. But anyways, I went to go look for it, and there it was. And I go, um, you mind if I keep this? He goes, what's that? It's, 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 I told her, it's the flashlight I had when I was working here. Oh, what the? It's <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was, I thought, you know, when the, I thought for sure when the techs walked in and turned on the lights, they would take it. You would see it. Yeah. You would see it. You'd return it, or you would take it because it was a good flashlight. It was not a you know piece of crap. Cheapo depot, yeah. And um, I said, do "You mind if I get you those? Go ahead. You know we're closing anyway, so it doesn't matter." So you know now I have it with me at, at Fallon, and just as a, a reminder, I I engraved the the Disney Quest symbol on the back where the button is where you put the batteries. Yeah. So if you look at the flashlight, you'll see the Disney Quest symbol. On the back of my uh, oh my, my god, flashlight. I didn't even know it. I didn't even know this story. Yeah, I think so, you told me, but I didn't even remember it. Again, there's a lot of uh, so many things that I've experienced and done, and you know, again, I didn't purposely go out to hurt nobody or do nothing, but you know, leave me alone, you get left alone. True, that's all you ask. Yeah, that's all you ask. Just you know, if you want me to go do something, hey, can you do this for me? Sure, no problem. Yeah, another thing you that's don't what... have to say, please. Yeah, because I know it's part of my job. I'll go and do it. I, don't mm-hmm. care. I know what he what, what people act like. A, a-hole. Mm-hmm. I think it's when they have power authority and they're just bored. And they're like, let me what, let me see what I can do with this person. It's like, most of us yeah. just stand there and look at you and go, what the hell do you think you are? No, there was one manager that threatened me in front of the guests. Oh, if you don't, there's something. I forgot the whole thing. It's been a long time. And I didn't say nothing in front of the guests because I wasn't going to do that. I, huh? I, I was, it wasn't part of my... Uh, I wasn't going to inflict my angry on the guest, my anger on the guests. So... Um, later on, I went to the manager's office where she was, and she was with, like, the head honcho, and I started yelling at her so much. I go, the next time you ever threaten me in front of the guests, I'm going to knock you off that segue. I'm going to show you who you really are in the world. Because, you know, in, in Disney, they're a manager, but out in the real world, mm-hmm. you know, they're a statistic. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're just so, a number. And I was, I was livid. I mean, I, I yelled so loud. And this, this is like... You know, those mobile home kind of things they have in the back? Yeah. And two of them together. And oh, yeah. I was, I was yelling. Everything you heard me say, I was yelling out loud. And then when I left, I could see every other, like, sub-manager looking out their door, seeing who it was. And I waved to them. And then from that day, <laughs> I don't think anybody except for, like, the main managers started giving me shit. And then when new managers came in, that's when, like I said, with the hair and everything else, yeah. they give me shit about that, too. So it's like, okay, I can start over again. Yeah. I don't have a problem. You know, I'll show you. 
everything I need to show you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is between the theme parks. Like, you know, the company that we work for, Universal, like, it seems more, you're not a number there. And I keep telling people that you've been with many companies and people have many Disney podcasts and speak about it openly. You know, you're, you're more of a person. They know you're by name. It's like they treat you at least with some dignity, you know. And yeah, Universal isn't that bad, but the problem is that they're trying to be like Disney. So I think soon enough they will be, yeah, you know, just like them, unless they start passing some laws. If you're wondering what that was, I hooked up the uh, camera. That's what I figured. Yeah, it was like it was like a, I got a, yeah, he's got a camera house. That's, so, no, I thought that was like I figured that's not a computer. I was like I figured that's, that's a white scar. I was like, why would you have a background thing on there? I was looking at it. I was like. <laughs> I was like, knowing or no, that's, that's the front of my house. Yeah, that, that's big. Yeah, that is a big help. Yeah, that's a really big help. Well, you know, when we I hear it, look really quick because if I try to open the shade, I don't see nothing. We did that for, light. yeah, nighttime really helps when you get, you know, garbage man's coming out. You're like, oh shit, or somebody's in the car. It's got the night vision and everything, so I can do that. Yeah. Too. But again, it's just, it's an unnecessary precaution because this neighborhood's not that bad. No. But, you know. Never know. Yeah, never know. We, you know, we live where we live and, uh, being in the 55 and older community, which is like, we live in like an end of nobody. Like, we have a house here next to us, but we're like in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's great. Even, even the alligators are damned. Yeah, damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've had some break-ins recently, and I, can, I guess they were breaking at the other houses, and they're like, can you believe it? I'm like, we're not safe anywhere. People will drive out at their board just to break into your car. So, exactly. So, you know, again, better. that's why I have a dash cam on my car. Yeah, I keep telling the girl, my lady, she needs one. I keep telling her, I was like, we need to get you a dash can and a rear cam. I was like, they're not that much. Let's spend a hundred, you know, and just get you because it would save you on insurance. And, she, and she's like, mm-hmm. even if you get a cheap one, they got one that's just front facing. Yeah. I, on occasions, it's not always, but on occasions, I found them at Ross for like ten or twenty bucks. Yeah, I saw a couple of Amazon. They're not too expensive, but Amazon right now, I just got my uh, my supplies from them. Because of the coronavirus, they're only shipping out what they can because it's like they're working on getting other stuff out. That's of not really essential. It's, you know, yeah, it's it took about almost a week now for it to get out, and I was like, it just got here. I got my resins and my, my filaments, and I got some clients waiting for a few things, but they're all been very reasonable. And I'm just like, oh, why is this taking forever? Even if you're a prime member, it's taking forever from what I've been told. I got friends who run woodwork, wood shops, and stuff like that, and they're like, man, it's taking forever. They've had to go to Home Depot and stuff. We used to have people sitting side by side throwing these packages, and now it's they're ten feet apart. Yeah, so where they would fit three or four people, there's only two. Yeah, so that's why everything slowed down a lot. Well, some of that, I, it's like oh, it's, uh, they told everybody through email, like it's all not essential. So, like if it's not medical, like you're not getting it. It's like oh shit. So I told myself like last night, I'm like I need to start finding other suppliers just in case you know this because this we we didn't expect this, and like I said, this is going to take a hit to you know the theme parks. It already has, but, you know. Again, if they would have stopped it before, it got worse. Mm-hmm. And he's saying we have tests for everybody, but they don't. Now they're, uh, just recently, they're doing a drive-by test at the convention center. And you have to be 65 and you have to have symptoms. Okay, so this whole time that I have the disease, don't know it, and, and could be passing it on to a hundred other people. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't test myself? You don't even know. He said we had tests enough for everybody. No, that's not true. No, don't lie to people. That's what making this. That's yeah, making this, 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 worse. this whole media thing, and that's why I'm very, uh, I'm very iffy on Facebook. Don't believe what you read on Facebook. You know, like, I do a lot of my research like openly, and I go to YouTube or Yahoo, or and I go to five or ten different sources before I probably make it make a decision of like, okay, I'll post this. You know. Because a lot of my friends will post a lot of 3D printing stuff, and they're like, oh, yeah, da-da. I'm like, oh, that actually happened like six years ago. Da-da-da. This is the company that did it. And they're like, 
how do you know? I'm like, because I've actually read the articles and here's the actual statement. They're still working on, like, that's actually R&D from, like, 2009, and they've been working on this for years, and the company's now out of business, and they're like... That's the thing. One day they're there, and one day they're not. So that's why, you know, again, going back to the car and stuff, I would love to redesign, like, the front end of the, of the Tesla yeah. once I get the chance. Uh, I'm not in a major rush, but it'd be nice. Um, I have a lot of ideas in my head, which I, there's things that I want to do, but... I want to get a nice 3D scanner. I want to make sure it's going to be, you know. So from what support. I've been seeing so far from the guy that's when I'm now partnered with, um, the the peels looking pretty good. He's he scanned a uh, front end of a uh, Porsche again, and he's using all the dots. And I said, "Why all the dots?" And he goes, "That gives better tracking points." But the cars look amazing. They just got done um, CNCing the um, transmission cover, and I was like, "Holy sh! That big?" And he goes, "That big." And he's only charging, like, I'm not trying to plug him right now, but, yeah, he only charges about $100 an hour, which is really good. He's like, yeah, man, I'm calling you because you, you shared my stuff, and I used to be an engineer, and this is why I'm doing this. And I'm like, oh, wow. So, yeah, he's like, done. I mean, I used to peel scanner. And he said the most expensive part of it was not only the scanner, because the scanner was just sitting somewhere, um, was getting the workstation that he had to buy the computer and stuff. That was the most expensive part, because mm-hmm. he does it all there, so... He's based in Miami, but he can be anywhere you need him to be. Just give a call. I'm like, wow. So I've been plugging him for the last two days, helping him. Get, he's got his number. He's getting his numbers up. So that's still not a bad scanner. But for 6000 I'm just like, it works. But I can see what you want. You want something kind of the laser scan style. And... Yeah. Again, uh, it's not a major rush. So I want to see who survives the longest. It's like the computer companies nowadays. Uh, Compact doesn't Compact, exist, HP, Dell, Acer. HP bought Compact. Yeah. I don't know if HP still exists anymore. I just know Dell. HP Apple. does. Yeah. HP is very, it's it's very weird. Have people like all these off brands and then the Google Chromebooks and then I'm recording this on a MacBook Pro, which is a 2012. It's like 2012. And I'm like, well, you can upgrade them to like, to last. This has got like a freaking terabyte of, uh, you know, a hard drive split into two partitions for Windows and Mac and then, you know, 16 gigs of RAM with an i5 and it runs like a damn champion. They're like Jesus. They give you yeah, just, it's I just want reliable right now. I mean, I don't mind if it gets outdated. I just want to be able to keep doing what I want to for do. a while. Yeah, at least you know? at least ten years. You want like five to ten years is what you want, and that's the hard part with computers and and just technology. Like I was telling somebody else the other day, like three Hollywood three D printer do I get? And I'm like, honestly, they're moving up like. Like that. I can't even tell you which one to even. There was a company called Airwolf. There's a company, and most companies are being bought out by the other companies and, and brought into a brand. And, and uh, one, the one company I dealt with first was XYZ Printing, and now they're, they're still making printers. They're still doing the. God, are they garbage? They're now garbage. Like, they got a big contract with some manufacturing, and that's when they went. They forgot about the customer that made them, and they went. Well, yeah. too, is that a big company buys us. Okay, how can we make this as cheap as possible? Mm-hmm. Because, like, the gears that were in there that move things around used to be made out of metal. Yeah. And they lasted a long time. I said, okay, well, let's go to plastic, and they last a week. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, should, you, my my last plastic. draw was that motherboard went, that motherboard uh, blew up again. It didn't blow up, but one of the fuses busted, and it was like a known, a known issue. They went and soldered a new one on for me, gave me a whole new board. Got it back in a day later, did the same thing. I called them back. I was like, listen, this is BS. Like, you either got to get me a new board again. And they're like, well, we can, you can send it back out to us and pay again. I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. Like, there should be a warranty for your work. And that's when I was like, I'm done. Put that shit on, um, uh, surprisingly, I put it up on Facebook and people were hitting me up for parts. 
I said, either I sell, I sell it for parts, take it all apart and sell it for parts, because people can't buy the parts for this printer at all, because they don't sell them. <laughs> or, you know, I put it on Craigslist, and I was just about to take it apart the next day, and some guy called me out of the blue from uh, Titusville and ended up buying it for $100. He's like, oh, no, I'm not worried. It, it doesn't work. I already, got a, I already got a motherboard, my own motherboard that I made, and I'm going to make it work. I'm like, okay. So he hasn't called me back since. I'm guessing it works fine. <laughs> You know, so yeah, he can do it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, he's like, he already had a plan for it. He's like, no, nah, man, I've already looked at the board. I've already looked at all the plugs because this is what I do for a living. So I never had a 3D printer. And I already got the board to make it work and program it. So I'm like, go for it, brother. He's like, I just like the body of it. They do the same thing with cars and even the stuff we buy, like TVs and stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't make it last. No, it's and you can't buy the parts separate. You know, like again, like my TV, the lights just like cost me three dollars. Yeah, but. They don't want to sell me the light strips. They want to sell me a whole new TV. So I was like, okay, I can fix it. It'll take me about maybe half an hour to an hour to take it apart and put it back together again. Oh, yeah. And all I do is change the damn light strips because half of my TV, that's what I went wrong with the light strips. It still works. I can watch TV if I want to, you know, look at it with one eye. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if I put the light strips in it, which would cost me $3 and whatever my own personal labor is, if I sent it out to somebody, I can understand spending, you know, 50 bucks to do it because it's a lot of work. I've seen yeah, you got to pull, you got to take off all the adhesive. It's not easy to take apart no. together again. It's a, it's a bitch. But I can do it and I just need the parts. Can I buy them? No, because we want you to buy a whole new TV. Exactly. No, I don't want to spend three, four hundred dollars for a fucking... Mind you, when I bought this one like three or four years ago, it was like 500 plus, 580. But now you can get it for like 350. Uh, it's a 55. Uh, it's an LG. Not bad. It's a nice TV. Um, it lasted me a long time, no big problems, and then all of a sudden, I feel like we had a power surge in the house. Yeah. And I think that's what messed up the TV, not the TV itself. I'm sure it could have lasted a little bit longer. Yeah. Just, you know. I thought I keep telling people who have, you know, uh, home businesses or whatever, I need to buy another, um, not a surge protector, but I need to buy another uh, battery backup system. Because those things have come in handy for this house. Because we lose power. Like, you fart and the power goes out. It's just the way it is. The thing is, I got power strips and the surges on it with the fuses and everything. Yeah. But somehow it still bypasses it. Yeah. So quick that it doesn't have time to the fuse to burn before it, it shorts the key. Yeah. Yeah, it's so freaking like, insane. You know, I'm trying to find a good one. I've had battery backups. They work really great. At least helps you shut your system down. Like, I had my printer, like, it was literally still running when I got home, and it had, like, over, had an hour of battery on it, and I was like, oh, thank God. It's like, everything else just turned off and left the printer on. I'm like, oh, thank Jesus. Because it was almost finished at our 40-hour print. I'm like, finish. Well, for what you do, for what you do, you need to have freaking Tesla batteries in the back of your house, okay? You know, I, we're going to get talking about Tesla in just a second. Yeah, like, <laughs> that shit, I looked more into that. Because we, Ernesto's been talking about Tesla's like crazy. And when the solar panels came out, because I've been doing a lot of research, some guy finally talked about all of them, and he says that you need actually two power banks. He's like, you can make it work, but it's a lot of work to make them work. You know, it's a lot to make it really and function. All the, all the new technology and all that other, you know, has to go along with it. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, trying to be self-sufficient and... Uh, Mind you, when we lost during the last hurricane, which was a while ago, um, we lost power. This whole neighborhood lost power. Yeah. But I have a generator in the back of my house. You know, I fill that tank and it lasts two days. Yeah. Because I, I don't let it run at night. At night, we just, you know, stick through whatever we can. You know, we suffer through the heat and everything else. But 
that generator was perfect. We had TV. We could watch the news. We'd see where the hurricane was. I had neighbors come over and say, come on, sit down. If you want to watch the news, you know, that's fine. I didn't let anybody plug in because that attacked as my generator. Because it's not a generator for everybody. It's just a generator for, like, my refrigerator and my TV. Yeah, to keep you at least your essentials going. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it's for. It's not for, you know, everything else. Now, I was considering one of those diesel ones you put in the back of your house. And, yeah, you know, it runs off natural gas or something. We were looking at that yeah. house, yeah. But I was also thinking, okay, Tesla can make my whole roof a solar panel. And I put those battery packs on the side. And, you know, the sun charges my damn battery. Yeah. I have to put gas. I have to go to the gas station. Yeah. Do all this nonsense. Now, mind you, I've got three like, metal, real metal, not this plastic crap you buy at Walmart. <laughs> Gas can, you know, that you could put in the back of Jeeps. Yeah. Okay. And I, I could pull them up and I'm ready, you know, oh, the hurricane's coming. Okay, those things are already full. And if I don't use it for the generator, it goes in my car. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, I keep telling people, I'm like, now's the best time to buy gas. Everybody's like, I'm like, what would you do? I'm like, if I had some gas cans, I'd be filling them up for fucking every day. But here's the thing, you know, you have them, get, um, my advice would be to get some decent ones. You don't have to have them filled. Just leave them there. Yeah. And the second you hear, hey, oh my god, something's fill every one of them up, and it doesn't matter if you use it or not, at least you got enough for your generator to go to a leak, you know, depending on how your generator is. Uh, don't buy a Harbor Freight generator, buy, you know, a good Yeah, one. buy a Honda. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, I've been looking at a lot something. of them lately, and there's a lot of really good ones it, you can take I, camping and, yeah. Uh, I know it sucks to buy a fancy one, but, you know, it, what? in the long run, it's going to save your ass. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, a good thing. You know, because you buy Harbor Payton, they're not going to, you might be able to return it, but if they don't have power, they're not going to return shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very cautious of my Harbor. I mean, I like Harbor Freight. I got a lot of stuff in there, but you got to be very careful what you buy. Again, if I'm using it for like, if, like I'm going to paint the hood of my car and I know I'm never going to use it again, then I go to Harbor Freight and I buy a nice paint gun. And mind you, I take care of my stuff, so I clean it and I do everything I need to do. So uh, it would last me a little bit longer, but they're not made to last. So if I needed some temporary, which I have needed, I go to Harbor Freight and I pick it up. Yeah. You know? Um, I had the jack stand I bought from there. It cost me a hundred bucks, and normally like three hundred for a three ton. Yeah. And I'm like you know what? That's too good of a sale to, to not buy. Yeah. And um, I might go anybody the cheap one. I you know there's like yeah, there's tears. Yeah. There's garbage. There's middle. And, and then there's, there's good. Yeah. And the good one was cheap. It was like a uh, like a fire sale. Like there was it was water damage or something like that. Yeah. But the jack, you know. It's waterproof, so it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, the boxes are damaged. I, I've got a few things from Harvard that were really good priced. I'm like, wow, it's really good. The box looked like crap, but the jack was still good. Yeah, that's what I always, I always I look for Amazon's box. broken stuff, and I'm like, oh, the box is broken, or it's missing a part. Okay, I can find the part to 3D print the part. Yeah. So, again, it was a good price. I picked it up, and, you know, I'll change some tires. I'll rotate them if I have to. If I have to get underneath the, cha- the car to do all changes, you know, it... Both of my cars, I don't need a jack for that. I can slip underneath it. You know, my wife's SUV and my my SUV, I can pretty much just roll underneath the car yeah. and change the oil. It's not hard to do. Now, for the Celica, that's close to impossible. You can get the filter from the top, but to get underneath it is a... It's a yeah, those cars you need a... Yeah, you need jack. Those things are hugging the ground. Yeah. So, that's what I need the jack for. And how often do I do it? You don't have to change a gas. I mean, your oil every two thousand miles. It can go to five. It can probably even go to six. Mm. As long as you check it and there's no metal in it yeah. and dirt, you're fine. 
Yeah. You know, no water, dirt, or metal, you're golden. Yeah. Okay. Um, they just tell you that because they want you to keep selling you more oil that you don't fucking need. Yeah. Well, but you see, I grew up, you know, my dad being an engineer, so I know all this crap. Some yeah. people don't know how to change it. It's sad. I remember one time we were in the parking lot and this poor girl didn't know how to fucking put a battery in. Didn't even know she had a, her tire was, and she's waiting for fucking her dad or AAA to show, show up, and we're like, three of us, like, stopped, and we turn Albert out, and we're like, I'm like, somebody's like, get the tire, and she's like, I don't think I have a tire, and it's like, one guy was like, what do you think they hide the tire? I'm like, honestly, they either hide it here, this comes out, or they hide it underneath. And he goes, what do you mean they hide it under here? I was like, they probably do, and she goes, I don't think I have a tire. Brand new Nissan truck. I pull the thing up, I go, oh, this looks, they have a little flap, and I went, this looks kind of, granted it was well hidden, I'm going to give them engineers that it's well hidden. I popped it, I pulled it a little bit, and I went, she goes, I don't think it's supposed to, and I pulled up, and it had a little seal, like it was supposed to pop, like water seal. Is there enough tires there? There's a fucking pump system. I'm like, oh, wow, this car's got yeah, everything. They give you the jack, they give you everything there. I mean, I was like, you don't need anybody. I'm like, this even has a good fucking socket wrench, special wrench. She's like, I didn't even know it was there. I'm like, I'm like well, there it is. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't put it there. That's why they give you an owner's manual with the car. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I was trying to figure out like my girlfriend's Bluetooth to work on her. She didn't know her phone had Bluetooth or her car had Bluetooth. You know, it looks it's very well hidden inside the car. And I'm like, oh, your car has Bluetooth. She's like, at least when you first started dating. And I'm like, let me see if I can get it working. Well, I, had to, I had to go on YouTube because you know Toyota's not really fun to find manual and stuff. Luckily, somebody on there had a really good tutorial on how to set it up, and I did it with under two minutes and got it working. Now she can't live without it. She had the car for a year and a half. She's like, I didn't know it had Bluetooth. I'm like, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You now you can drive hands free. You can make a phone call, and you can actually obey the law. <laughs> it's like why have a phone on your lap when you can have Bluetooth to do it for you? But um, yeah, it's freaking insane with people not knowing how to fix cars. And like I said, I was looking at Tesla stuff the other day, and people were talking about maintenance. I think the biggest thing that they were saying was the drivetrains. I think that was the only thing. One guy complained he had drivetrain issues, but they took care of everything in one. But he's like, other than that, he loves his, loves his car. Like he's. Had the car for six years. He's like, I will not get rid of it. And mm-hmm. then the battery degradation, I guess it, it dies quite a bit because of the years. Well, the charging and recharging. Yeah. Depending on how you have it, it degrades over time. Yeah. So, like, in, anything. Like, because I'm not sure, but in four years, you've got like 80% instead of, I mean, like 90% instead of 100. But you know what? If you're still getting almost whatever the mileage was for the car, because some of them have 200 miles, some of them have 300 now. So, for me, I it's more the mileage, but I still like the car to be fast because it's the way that I am. Yeah. So, I'd like to be able to travel to at least Miami, you know, and maybe use a supercharger down there and come back home. You I could definitely do that. that. Yeah, that's not a problem. I do that anyways when I go with the gas car because when I get down there, I full tank of gas. And, you know, it's empty by the time I get there. I fill it up and I come back home. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Now, to go to New York to do something else, Plus, I, I think that's what scares talking. everybody about, you know, Teslas and just electric cars in general. They're scared of that, like, what if moment. What the fuck if I can't find power? What if power it's goes out? The range, the range anxiety. Yeah. But there's so many superchargers all over the place. And even if you had to pay for it, what are you paying? Ten bucks? Not even. Yeah. And then one guy, one guy was, I, I rabbit hole the other day. I should have FaceTimed him. We could get a rabbit hole. And it, I was watching so many Tesla videos for fun because I was bored and I was waiting for the thing to print. And he averaged, he averaged, I mean, they think like $22 a month at his home power bill. I was like, and I think what he said, it came down, he saved about, I think $200. I 
a year. I'm like, every time you pull it, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah. He's like, he's like, think about this. He's like, you know, we went out and bought the Tesla and I think he's, he's least, I think he's leasing it. He said, leasing it or no, he's, he bought it for 32 used and then, um, 32,000. And I guess they, they said, Oh, trade it in for, and he's like, okay, that's a depreciation of like 18,000. Like, so he was kind of going all the rules, but he won't, he won't get rid of the car, but he's like, you got to really do the, um, you know, stuff and, and think about it. But like the car in general, people are just terrified because like you said, range anxiety and then like how much it costs and you got to add this feature and that feature. And then it's like, it's just like a normal car when you think about it. People need to get over that. They need to really get over that anxiety. But it's a fear. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's good for the, I mean, my only fear with the car is, um, the maintenance. And I looked at a lot of that and it's getting better from what I've been reading. And Rich, I watched Rich Rebuilds and a lot of those. And a lot of them are saying they now have EV garages that can help out with Tesla stuff. And a lot of Tesla engineers are now working for the EV garages who are, you know, third party garages. So they, they all know the freaking Teslas. So they're like, Come do it here. You know, we can put a new tire in your car. That sucks when I heard you get a flat and a lot of them don't want to even touch your, like, Tire Kingdom or, you know, Walmart doesn't even want to touch your car. Because, because it's got the sensors and it's got the yeah the ride flat, which is just foam inside the tire. Yeah. You know, you take the tire off, you take the foam out, put it in the, the new tire, and put the tire back on. But, like I said, it's the fear of the unknown kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, when I saw the Honda the other day, I forget what the name of the truck is, but it had like four different monitors, has all cameras now. Uh, I it liked it looked sleek as hell. It looked like a very futuristic kind of thing, not overly futuristic. I just didn't like the dash because it's, it's all it's all digital, and it just looked blocky to me. It didn't look like the Tesla where it's like one screen here and just clean. It looks like a car, you know. It looks sleek. It looks good. It looks refined instead of like it's like there's a camera here for this, and then you can actually play on a computer on this. Like it's using Windows 10. It's like. And then all down here is all your regular, you know, buttons for this. It's like, no, no, just keep it clean. The only thing I would like about is a nice Ford or Tesla that had the windscreen, like the heads up. Yeah. Just on the windscreen. And then even, like, either project your rear view mirrors on the windshield. Yeah. Or, you know, have two little screens where, oh, this is my right side, this is my left side. Yeah. Because you know, it's already got the camera. Yeah. What you got to do is be able to see them. You know? Yeah, I know that's, the what this, that's what this Honda does. Apparently, I forget what the name of the truck is, but yeah, it has all the cameras. And it looks cool as hell. The guy was like, it really shows everything, but it, it's got a nice camera. Like one thing people were saying, I guess this is a newer Tesla video I was watching. Um, the guy wishes it had the overhead camera display where you could actually turn that on your your thing so you could see kind of a, above the car. That would be pretty neat because you can actually see stuff ahead of you while you're driving. You look, oh shit, that's where I am. That's what I can see where I'm close to that guy's bumper. Or, you know. Isn't it like Waymo or something that's got something mounted on the car? Yeah. Like the eye pace. The problem is it makes the car look like, you know. It looks like a video game. Or, you know, an ice cream truck. Yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, I like the prices of the car. I think, you know, like we were talking about the other day, you know, I think Elon's doing God's work, but it's like, his mind is in so many different places. And like you said, he's got so much little time on the earth that he's trying to get it all done in the time he can. And, uh, it's just wild. Oh, no worries. I was like, I was like, did he die? Yeah. <laughs> did, did Disney hear about us and with all the Disney clothes and. 
Well, they can come to my house, try to take it from me. Yeah, over the hell and high yeah. water. Got I think after that, after that many years, <laughs> it's like it's fucking old. Well, I mean, I mean yeah, back to the Disney stuff, man. Freaking, um, you know, everybody breaking. I don't know if you saw the videos of them going into Volcano Bay. They snuck over the gate. They did exactly what I thought they were going to do. After my years of being with Universal, I'm like, someone's going to park back here with a truck and jump over the gate. And sure enough, they did. You know. They ran up and went on the slides, and then the guy went to the Yeti and then walked up to the Yeti and took the photos and got his camera, and you don't know who he is, obviously, but I'm like, that had to be either an employee that worked there, because there's no way you would be able to get in it. Um, I'm sure people can also plan, you know, they go to the park and say, hey, we can do this, we can get in here, blah, blah, blah. They spoke the place out, you know. Yeah. Um, no matter what you do, you're going to have people, you know, doing what they're not supposed to be doing, because mm-hmm. that's the way of the world. They want to show off. Yeah, um, I just think they should have like, you know, like Resident Evil traps. <laughs> oh my God! Like Ghostbuster traps. Yeah. Final destination. Exactly. You know, put a bear trap here and there. You know, I'll make that part of the, the check-in list in the morning. Okay, set the traps off. We'll put you some. Know, uh, we'll put some paperwork here that has all the new ride designs. And if they get it, good luck. That'd be kind of cool. But I was like, I think my last episode I was talking about the, the newborn show and everybody else was very coy about what we saw and keeping it, making people get excited to see it. And like that stuff, I don't even know why the hell they kept that so damn quiet, but people were trying to sneak into the building. I don't know when it was, they were trying to go back to behind and trying to sneak in. And I'm like, guys, it, it's the same thing as Terminator. Like, they're not doing much. It's just a stage. I, I had a feeling they were going to do the same thing, but it's a nice show. They added some new little things here and there, which yeah, I like satisfying. Yeah, I mean, as like I said, the pre-show sucks, the queue sucks. It's very uh, for those, like I said, if you want to listen to the last episode, you know, it's. I wish they did more with the pre-show, but apparently this that was the second um, second uh, building of it because a friend of mine who commissioned the building um, said <clears throat> said that they engineering's watched they watched the first version fusion. They were like, nope. Readjust it so they couldn't let data redo the whole thing. I'm like, oh shit, that's not good. So if it's that bad, holy shit. The main show is amazing. I get that about a nine. Uh, I yeah. really, I really enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was really good. <laughs> and like I said, there's some really cool and elements I, in there that I was like, oh wow, that's, that's, that got me. Okay. But I heard closer is better. Everybody's like, it feels like it's more immersing, uh, because you don't see all the stuff coming at you. So. But I don't know why people are just, people are so anal about just wanting to know everything. You went to the new, the new park. They have to know every tip in detail, and it's like, be happy like we all are. It's happening. Like, I'm ready for Nintendo, obviously, but, you know, we'll see when that happens. Yeah, again, that's on my bucket list. I'm going to be part of the new park. I, I, I don't know what I want to do, but, you know. Well, I mean, you've, you've done it all. You went to, you know, you've been with Disney, you've now went with Universal for freaking eons, and you probably never thought that would even happen or be with Disney as long as you had. I hadn't planned on it. You know, I enjoyed where I was. I enjoyed what I was doing. Um, it's just the people. Yeah. Some of the people were just garbage, so. Yeah, I think that's every job. It's, it's yeah. sad, but yeah, it's like every job you go to, you're like, shit. How's everybody dicks? That's normal life, meaning like, right now, Ernesto's the smoke sniper, so, like, you'll see him around Universal, you'll you see a guy dressed like him, he'll, uh, extinguish it's his It's funny, I was walking through the park, right? And I walked past Fallon, and I didn't see anybody smoking, right? But I, I walked to Terminator, they're literally smoking in front of the team members. And I was in at near fast and they're smoking right in the where the, the fountain is. 
I'm like, is nobody telling these freaking people no. not to do this garbage? I think they don't. They don't feel like they're getting paid enough anymore. And I'm like, honestly, at this point, and not the Ash Universal. No, I, Universal. I kind of agree. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but I don't want to breathe it. I don't no. want to get you know lung cancer because you're a fucking a hole. Shit, I had it. I mean, I had it one time that a couple was smoking in front of me, and I, was, I asked them, I was like, "Hey, man, need to blow it under your shirt and do what you got to do." I understand you got to get that quick nick hit. One of the my leads came up to me, and this was years ago. He said, "Ali, you need to go over there and tell them to put it out." And I had to walk up to them. I was, "Guys, I got to ask you politely put that cigarette." And they go, "Are you freaking kidding me?" I said, "Guys, I wouldn't tell you. I don't really give a fuck what you do. To be honest, I'm getting paid nothing. Um, but my bosses are fucking right there." And I'm asking you nicely. If you can sneak around the corner, that's fine. There's a smoking spot right there. If you can't go that far, just fucking put it out. You know? Well, what the hell, man? I'm like, listen, guys. Do you think I want to come up to you? You know? Do you think I want to ask? Do you think I want to smell your shit? No. And, you know, this new vaping thing, it's just like, oh, it's so fucking gross. And it lingers in the air more than cigarettes do. It just floats. You're like, it's not really going anywhere. (laughs) Can't really you know. Again, it's still something that I don't have to be breathing in. And it, mind you, it's not me a selfish thing, but it's also like there's these little kids around that don't need to be. <laughs> yeah, there's people that are very asthmatic too. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the lit cigarettes too. I'm like, okay, that's a lit cigarette. You're holding it at your side. Some stupid kid that's not paying attention because kids don't pay attention. Get burned. They'll walk right into you, or their face will hit your hand, and that cigarette will go right in their face. So it's not just me. I, I mind you, I get some satisfaction out of doing it because you know, I, I gotta make it fun yeah. you know but I also have the right to do it you're not supposed to be doing that you right know? so do it we make spots for you special spot Just yeah that nobody likes to go spot. to I mean, I'm shocked that Disney was able to uh, somewhat abolish it I've caught it in front of the park which they're allowed to do in front of before they enter the park but people try to sneak it in there that last hit like, but again, you gotta remember, Disney doesn't care if they lose the smokers. Because they've got other people that still want to come in. Oh yeah, magic. They have a steady amount of people no matter oh, what. Yeah. And oh, you're a smoker. Oh, I'm not coming to Disney Park no more. Okay, I don't care. I don't care. I've got I've got a shit. I've got a tour group of three thousand coming in, in just a second. Got twenty other people that want your spot. Get the fuck out. Yeah. They're gonna so, fill your spot you know, up in two seconds. I think it's great, but they need to enforce it. When somebody is doing something in the park, to you know, kick their ass out. Yeah, I think that's one thing. Working for the theme parks, it's kind of hard. To keep, people do get kicked out, and I won't go into detail with that because it's a lot of security risk. But and like, you don't get kicked out. I'm like, oh yeah, people have gotten. They cannot enter the park anymore. I saw one guy get pulled out of the park one time, and he cannot visit any Universal Park, any Disney theme park ever in his life. He's banned for life. He tried. I have a few friends that work for security that said they spotted them. And he was already putting handcuffs and taking off property again. I'm like, really? Like, yeah, he keeps thinking he's, he's funny, but like, we got him on high definition cameras. Like, he thinks he's smart. You know, he's allowed to go to City Walk, and I think that's about it. City Walk Theater, and that's about it. He cannot be anywhere in the park. Yeah, right? like, he can't go to Hollywood. He can't go to anyone. And Disney's been banned for life, too. I won't mention the guy's name, but yeah, like, he's a YouTuber. And I was like, you've met him? And they're like, yeah, I've talked to him. He's a real arrogant asshole. He thinks he's, you know. Again, it's these, you know, these people are people special. And it's like, no, there's rules for a reason. Somebody might get hurt. And it's like with the seatbelt. So we need you to put the seatbelt on. Why? 
because this is a ride. Because the engineers who fucking hurt, made it you know? decided to put those on there because they were like, oh shit. Yeah, I got yeah. that ass when I was working at a Men in Black Wiser lap bar, and I was like, you're about to see. The guy's like, this, it doesn't throw you around. I said, I'm going to make this thing spin about seven, eight times more than it should, so. When you shoot somebody's tailpipe, you're spinning consistently and not stopping. I brought it with Ernesto, we just kept shooting tailpipes all day. So, <laughs> fun fucking ride. <clears throat> what else was? What other one I want to have? We had to talk about video games. Um, oh yeah, more about the Tesla. Um, so what version do you want to get? Have you decided? Um, here's the thing. <laughs> if I had Lotto, I would probably get the Roaster. That's without a doubt. It's still um, on the waiting list, but we'll see. Yeah, that that's like, it's a 600 mile car. That's yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah. And, you know, 0 to 60 in one point, what? 1.9 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that That's wasn't it. an audio issue. That was our next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me, me wording the holy crap. Holy crap. Um, but given my, my financials and I... You know, once, once like seeing how much, you know, the, the, just the Model 3 is like $50,000 with like everything freaking put into it. It's like... The one yeah. guy I was listening to, and he said, "You need you need to be able to pay this car off within three years. If you can't do that, don't even think about it." He's like, "I'm not trying to be an ass." He deals with a lot of money. He's like, "This is the one thing I'm telling you, folks." He's like, "I'm financially okay. I know how to budget well." He's like, "I'm a penny pincher, but if you can't pay the car off within three years, don't fucking try. Maybe yeah. lease it. Maybe that's about it." And I don't even think they allow you to lease it anymore. No, you can lease it, but you can't buy it after the lease. Yeah. Because he wants to set up his robo taxis. Yeah. So after you use it, if you don't damage it and destroy it, he gets the car back and then he puts it in his fleet. Because he's definitely going to be, we're not even going to need cars soon. You know, then he's not going to build, he's going to save money by not building his cars without steering wheels. Yeah. Because you're literally not going to need them. Now, mind you, I like it because I enjoy driving. I enjoy, you know, the control. It's like on my Mustang, I had, uh, a manual transmission. You know why I had a manual transmission? Because I like controlling the motor. I like controlling the transmission. You like that feeling, yeah. Exactly. It's like, I knew what the tires were going to do. I knew when they were going to do it. You know, it's a little bit more control. With an automatic, you push the pedal down and you wait. And then you got to wait for the damn transmission to do it. You don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't like that. So, it's, you know, it's just being able to control the car. Not that I wouldn't every once in a while, hey, I want to relax. Hit the button. Think, okay, drive me there. I'm gonna sit back and you know drink my. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. I felt bad for the, the recent one. It was on you. Um, I think it was like a year ago, two years ago. The guy was a computer engineer. He worked for Tesla or something like that, or a game, some game company or some shit. And his car couldn't swerve past the guy, but he wasn't paying attention. He was playing his fucking game or something like that, and he ended up dying. And that made recent news. Everybody's like, "Well, you know, it says Tesla says this," and it's like, "Well, people need to be smart with the fucking." Art. The, the automatic driver, it's a level two, it's not, you know, it's not self-driving driving, you know, you need to fucking keep an eye on the road. Well, there was an Apple guy, I think. That's, what, that's what it was, yeah. The cement, the cement. Yeah, hit the barrier. Yeah. He had a car, but, the car came into him and hit him, yeah. But the problem is, is that the car probably didn't even know that the, the barrier was there because um, it had already been hit. So the, the water containers that are supposed to cushion the the crash weren't there. Yeah. He hit the cement head on. But if the dumbass was paying attention like he should have been And it was fucking warning him to grab the wheel, grab the wheel. He would have seen, hey, my car is not going left or right. 
let me move it to the right or to the left, whatever direction I'm supposed to be going. Yeah. So it's his own damn fault, if not the car's fault. Yeah, we. Now, I've, I've done the I've done the, the autopilot, and everybody's like, "What's it like?" And I'm like, "It's a little terrifying, but." You do have to take control of it. It's not fucking foolproof. It takes corners really well, and it can keep up. What it's really good for is, like, we tested it. was in rush hour because you're fucking creeping, and you're waiting, and you're waiting. And it, it keeps up. It it, tell, it goes, and it stops. It keeps up. And then it tells you, like, hey, you might want to grab on. I can see all the cars. I know what I'm doing. But once they get to the open road, I'm going to keep an eye on the, the road and the track system. And I was looking at the open pilot. That's a new uh, – you can put it in any car that has uh, driving assist. It's a little fucking can, cell phone camera you put up in a thing and you, it tracks it and you get to adjust it. And it works really good. Some guy with a Tesla dude and the other dude, they were friends and they both were testing, they were behind each other testing it and it works really well. He's a Tesla, there's a couple things and then the, the autopilot, it's learning, you know, on its thing. I was like, that's crazy. That shit's already existing. It's open source, but that's crazy. You don't have to really touch a wheel anymore. You know, it's going to happen. But everything takes time to grow. Yeah. And mind you, we, sh- we should have had all this stuff already. When did the guy, the guy invent the lithium-ion battery? We should have had electric cars back then. Shit, man. Lithium-ion, I heard about that in fucking it, the early 90s. The GM EV1, what to do? They collected all the cars and they crushed them. You know why? Because they didn't want electric cars to keep going. Yeah, that was like when... Uh, yeah. GM could be so far ahead, ahead, ahead of even Tesla. Yeah. Well, but he had to do it because somebody had to, you know, the, 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 the fucking the balls to stick, fi- you know? Yeah, the balls to finally be like, hey, let's fucking do this. I mean, I, yeah. when the documentary came out about electric cars, the EVs, and everybody was like, do you think when they tried somebody, it close claims somebody tried burning, it was a, someone tried burning down the factory or fucking lighting, they, something happened. It was definitely espionage or everybody confirmed, like, no, it was really somebody who fucking tried burning in the factory because they lost a lot of inventory and stuff. Like, the sabotage. Be- it might have been the, like, the company like, itself. They're like, do you believe that? They're like, uh, yeah. I was like, fucking, now that Tesla's kind of out there and doing its thing, you can't stop it. T4 grabbing them left and right. And I've seen more Teslas on the road now than I've ever seen in my life. You know, so I gotta ride. another reason why I want to change the way it looks. <laughs> yeah. I could, I feel so bad when Ernesto goes to the lot. He's getting his sign off. He's measuring everything. His wife's there. They're all excited. He calls me oh, up. Before he, before he goes off the truck, I'm going to have the bolts loose from the pump pump so I can take it off. He's like, no, leave it there for a second. You won't even get it out of the lot. Your poor wife will be like, well, let's go get some boa tea. Or let's go do this. It's fucking already apart and you're like measuring. Yeah, I'm, already, I'm scanning the bumper. I'm changing the design and I'm going to put the new one in like two days later. I don't know why that hasn't become a feature. That you're able to maybe sculpt. You know how, like, you do in Test Track where you can hand the sculptor and, you know, and then you're paying well, a little bit extra. But. Originally, when the, the, what is, it was GM and then it became Chevy uh, sponsored. Yeah. They used to have a skateboard. They had an electric skateboard on display. Whatever happened, and it's been there for like 10 years. That fucking electric skateboard. You know, when you exit the ride, yeah. you see all the vehicles, you know, you can buy. Talk to GM. But when you walk off the ride originally, after you see the little, you know, factory bullshit machinery, there was a, a skateboard that you can plant any body on. You know? Oh, wow. And yeah. Like, That's brilliant. Yeah. You can design your own car and just put it on the skateboard, which is something we should be doing right now. Now, I understand why Tesla does what it does because 
it's a bitch. They were trying to do the replaceable battery thing, and it's like, that just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, um, I watched that, and they could do it under a few minutes, but they, they even said with that, that was a little bit, you know, it's not far-fetched, it's just very time-consuming, and you need to have a technician there, and and then it's like, okay, well, you can go to this dealer and have them drop it real quick, and then you can change the battery out. Then, you, you know, when it's stuck and something happens down the road, it disconnects or something, it hasn't been put in correctly. But now they're coming out with a million-mile battery, and I think that's great. You don't have to, you know, yeah, of course, you still have to charge it every, you know, 300 miles. But if it lasts a million miles, I'm not going to last a million miles. No. <laughs> That's what I was wondering about the degradation. And, you know, everybody's like, well, the battery degradation. Well, it's like a fucking lithium ion lasts for only a couple of years. And then you got to switch it up because you've been using it. You Like a video game, you know, controller. If it's a new, you know, the PS5 and now the Xbox S or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Series X. Series X, you know, uh, and seeing that the other day, and it's like, well, it's more powerful than the PS4, but it's got this. I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to fucking harness all the power. Most developers don't. And it's like one or two developers, like Kojima Productions, who's, you know, he was they the might first. They know what to do with it, but not everybody else does. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, we're going to be the only game to fucking unlock the full potential of this, this graphics card or this RAM that we're going to be using for a certain level to, you know, blow your fucking mind. And if we're like, oh, fanboy, fanboy, and it's like, no, I'm not really a fanboy. It's like Tesla, Tesla. They're like I will, I'll say Apple. I, people like their Android phones. I'll say that they're all like Apple because they they wait for people to fuck up and then they go, okay, we'll take that. Okay, well then that's now we now know what they fucked up on. And Apple's kind of the same way of like, okay, Android blow fucking phones up, but we know we know now not to use that battery. We can use this this camera. You know, See, my problem is is that all these other companies when GM started doing it, they had the Chevy Volt and they wanted like. 50,000 miles for that thing. But it was a gas engine and a battery, and the battery only lasted 30 miles. Yeah. But really, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, you know, I want something that's going to be. And the reason why the tests are doing so well is because Elon put a lot of work into it. He refined it. He tried to give everybody what they wanted. <laughs> he listened to them. Hey, every time somebody tweets something, hey, hey, I'm going to try to do it, or I'm going to do it, or in next month it's going to be there. Okay. Yeah. These other automotive companies says, hey, we just want a flashing light on it. No, fuck you. You know, buy your own. Yeah. That's yeah, not dude. how you do business. No. It's like you really need to listen to the, your fucking buyers because they're the ones that get all the, do the R&D for you. I mean, you've got all the R&D you can do once you finally get it to the road. It's like, okay, it's been DOT approved. It's been EPA approved. All right. So well, we'll The thing is they want somebody else to design it and then they just copy it. Yeah. It's like, no, how are you supposed to, you're supposed to innovate. You're supposed to be inventing this crap. Things that we don't know we need, you've got to give it to yeah, us. Yeah, so like the crash, of, crash avoidance systems, and like they're showing what, like, you know, the, the cars can do now is like because of Tesla, and a lot of them have driving assistant now. Like I said, the, um, the driving camera thing now, that like the open source driving assistant thing. People are like, well, if your car has that now, like the driving assistant, it actually can run off the system, the Pi. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking insane. And it does, it drives the car. I'm like, wow. It's like, I think it's only like a thousand dollars for the whole system, and the guy was using it. And he's been using it for a couple of years, and it's been learning and learning. It learns from the from the cloud, and people are teaching it, and it's fucking insane. What is it? it's learning, and I'm like, this, this should this, this shit should be in any every car in the next couple of years. Yeah, but that that's what the Teslas are doing now. Ever since they've been on the road, they've been learning. Mm. So yeah. he's like, you know, he's already five six years ahead. And by the time they catch up, he's still going to be five six years ahead. Yeah, and they were saying something about um, yesterday, like how much you know he. Tesla really doesn't have to, it answers to shareholders, but yet at the same time, 
it doesn't have all the overhead of all the GM and all the, you know, the old fucking loans that they've taken out and all this. Like, if they go, they have to look at the cars and Tesla doesn't have to look toward, they're looking at, like, we already have money in stock and, and futuristic because they were saying, I watched this guy's video, he runs really good, I'll, I'll put a link down below in the description, but, um, they were saying all the factories now, because, like, now they can actually work in China, they can work here because they have factories already there, they don't have to stop in the U.S. And I'm like, well, they wanted to only work in the U.S., but then they went, you know what, fuck it, we can't, can't beat them, join them, but it's smarter to work in others, because they could build on this, they could build a battery for us, and then we can combine it, and boom, there we go. But they're still doing the same thing, they're relying on different things from different places. Yeah, and that's, you know, yeah, with this virus thing going, it, it proves it, like, Amazon, you know, it's like, you're not essential, like, you run a business, you're not essential to get your, your equipment that you need. You know, so you need to start finding other suppliers and shit. Like, it was rough. Here's the thing. All these companies had suppliers in China, but they don't have any suppliers in America. You know why? Because all those companies had to take crap because the Chinese, you know, they use use slave labor. Yeah, it's really cheap fucking labor. And they pay them 10 cents an hour. And it's like, okay, you can't compete with that, which I understand. But you still need to have some kind of, you know, even if it's dormant or you just use it every once in a while, we need a factory here. That does certain things so mm-hmm. that if it happens, hey, full capacity. And that's the thing. It's, it's, you know, people are fucking China this, China that. I'm like, do you realize how much stuff is made in China? And they're like, no, not really. I'm like, um, I'm, I run my own little small business and I have talked to a lot of China suppliers that call me directly on LinkedIn who are like, they make a lot of small fucking gadgets and fit into your devices that you don't even know you need. Yeah, just tell them everything you're wearing, everything you're you're I was everything. like, you might not want to be like, we need to get out of China. It's like China and India and Mexico and Brazil are the biggest manufacturing companies countries in the world. It's like yeah, they just, a lot of the cars they just assemble here because they get parts from Mexico. Yeah, and it's like I was looking at one part. It's made in Brazil, and Brazil is the only place that makes it is because they have the resources to do so. And I'm like, whoa! Because like, they have to transport it here. It's already there, so let's just build a factory that built these specific yeah, things. Yeah, like, it's like looking at like, this medical device. We were 3D printing recently for, like, some ventilators and shit. And somebody goes, what do you mean it's made in, made in Brazil? I'm like, that part is made in Brazil. Like, that's what they're known for. Like, this is their med- they're the highest medical whatever. You don't even think they are, but they are. Oh, no, that's not true. I'm like, you want to bet? And I pulled the guy's shit up on, like, LinkedIn. And, like, yeah. It's like, people need to realize, like... And it's like, oh, well, Tesla's, you know, they're... Prices are too high. It's like, no, that's pretty reasonable for what the car is. You know? I don't even yeah, know. I'm, I'm surprised they were able to keep it as low as they can. You know, I'm shocked too because, like, doing all the research that I've been, like, 50,000 is, like, the highest, I guess, point you can go. What the guy was saying, because he's got almost all the features, like, the, the, you know, the autopilot and all that stuff. And he's like, that's the highest, but, like, the minimum, I think, is, like, I think 20, 28,000 to 32,000 is where you're, where you're looking at. What are they selling the Corvette for? Like half a million? Five hundred thousand? Yeah. I think. Now, with five hundred thousand, you can buy four roadsters, and that car's still gonna be faster and better than the Corvette. <laughs> they may not have the style, but that thing's gonna kick it fast. I don't know when they're gonna deliver on it, though. I think you know. I think he bit off more than he could chew, but at the same time, but he's been doing that for the longest time. You know why he said the Y is coming out at the end of the year instead of at the beginning? Because mm-hmm. he wanted to say at the beginning, and it came out in the middle. <laughs> you know, then they brought that up yesterday. I was watching a YouTube channel, and he kind of brought that up with the why they're why why Tesla's now all over the world. Now they're building certain factories in China and here and here in safety areas, so they could start keep building the battery systems and shit for Samsung. Because Samsung had to go down for a bit too. I didn't know they were building the batteries for the car. I know Samsung or one of those companies are building um, the LP batteries. And Panasonic. Are Panasonic the is building, yeah. 
And they had to go down for a bit because, like, they can't make the batteries. I'm like, oh, shit. So the Model Y is being delivered finally, and it looks really fucking cool. I saw you, like, four or five videos. I was like, oh, Ernesto, what about the Model Y? And you're like, oh, yeah, I did saw a video the other day. And they're pretty freaking nice. Do no, it's, it's, it's exactly like the Model P, just bigger. Even people you are know, loving it. They're, the like, they're like, they love the Model Y more than they love the Model 3. I'm like, wow. It's an SUV. The thing is, the, the, three, the Model 3 is a, a sedan. Yeah. And people are getting away from sedans because they have families. They don't want the kids sitting in the backseat. But the, the Model Y is more of an SUV kind of thing. Yeah. It's got a hell of a lot more space than the 3 does. Yeah, it has so a lot of storage. Has a lot of fucking storage, and I'm like, wow, it's a lot of. So the guy was like, I think the guy that I watched this video, he's like a real YouTuber thing, and he was like, he's like six feet, and he was like, well, you know, I'm a little, I'm not too, too snug, and I'm not too, I'm just right, and he said this. The only thing he complained about was like, I think the the trunk didn't go high enough, which he wishes, but he's like, I I can work with that. He's like, other than that, I'm falling in love with it. I'm already in love with it. He was like hugging it. He's like, this car has a lot of room. It's good for road trips, and again, he's doing what you know people want. Yeah. The funny thing is that if you look at the, the the Model S and the Model X, those were like the fancy pants kind of. You know, yeah. The, the Model That's X. I got to ride. I got to ride in the Model S. And... An SUV kind of Model S. Yeah. Whereas the Y is the SUV Model Three. So he didn't change that much, you know. Yeah, I don't and know what I'm thinking the about. The, I mean, the Cybertruck. I'm liking. I'm liking that that weird looking Cybertruck. When it first came out, I thought it was awesome. I really did. I said, this is just. It just, it, I was surprised, you know? Yeah, it doesn't look like anything, but it's not, it wasn't supposed to. No. He told everybody, yeah. it's not going to be what you expect. No. So when I'm watching these people, rend, you know, do their renders, I'm like, you're drawing a car with a truck body. Yeah. That's just not going to look like that. And people you know, have, I think Simone Gatto had made, like her, she made a uh, Tesla truck out of a Tesla, I think Model 3, and it looks cool as shit. But I'm just oh, like I have seen that he, they they cut off their they cut the back and yeah they made it they welded it and yeah, it looks cool as shit it's it's a fun it was her own her own little thing with all these guys that make shit and I'm like that's cool you know? see that's you know kind of why I want to do my own thing rather than have it look like everybody else's yeah I don't you know I just feel bad when you get that shit off the line I just <laughs> fucking you're already underneath it unbolting it's like sir sir it's like I didn't get you know to what if I can find more spaces to tuck some more batteries in there or you know, put a bigger motor in it, I'll do it. <laughs> I could see you adding more solar panels. I mean, it, it's a glass roof. I wouldn't mind if the sun came through it, but if I could put the solar cells in there and then sit in the parking lot and, you know, save me like three or four bucks worth of, you know, <laughs> instead of having to spend ten bucks on spending five to recharge the damn thing, why not? You know, I'm sure it was something that he wanted to do, but it wouldn't make, the car would have been more expensive. Yeah. You understand, he's trying to make the car as cheap as possible to still make a profit. And if you put everything in that car that everybody wants, because I know I, if I would have designed it for myself, there would have been a lot more things I would have added to it. Yeah. But again, instead of it being a fifty thousand dollar car, it would be a hundred thousand dollar car because of all this shit you got to do. Because mm -hmm. the solar cells don't, you know, you don't current connect directly to the battery and charge them. That's not how it works. Yeah. It goes through uh, a lot of little different shit that it goes through. Yeah. Um, Power inverter and all that shit. I'm sure it can be done. But I have to kind of wait till I get my own. <laughs> that poor connection you know, car. He's not going to do it. Until it becomes like super, hey, solar panel costs, you know, a penny to make, then he'll make a solar. The, 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 the cyber truck is supposed to have solar, um, solar panels on it. Yeah. And I think it's that part that comes down. Yeah, be, the back part. Yeah, it's all supposed to have solar. I think that's brilliant. You know, and, and all you got to do is put like little slats that have solar cells in them. 
I like that it had a freaking plug in it too, so you could go camping and plug yep, something in the back. You know, pull up both your fucking air bed or whatever you needed, and and there you go. I think that's. I mean, I do like the uh, the power regeneration or for the braking. I thought that was really neat that they have that in their cars now. So yeah, that works in the city kind of situation, but it wouldn't work in like uh, on the highway. Yeah, some guy was he lives in uh, the guy that I follow on YouTube lives in Tennessee. Where he lets all like mountainous areas, and he's telling his wife, he's like, "Don't hit the brakes as hard. It's gonna, it's gonna already regenerate a brake. It's gonna break yeah. for you." So he just got so glide with it, and she's like, she's used to grinding her brakes, and he's like, "That's one thing you brought up in the, in the maintenance thing is like how often you have to fix, and not very often if you know how to brake properly with the car, it breaks for you. It's breaking itself." Well, you know, if you're driving down the road and you see the red light, don't gun it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you racing to a red light? Let go of the brake. Let the car slow itself down. I don't down. understand why people do that either. Like people like to cut in front of you. It's like you're not going to beat me to the light. I, I usually laugh at them. I you know I pull up right next to them because they're like they pulled into my lane, thinking I'm not going to pull up next to them and laugh at them. <laughs> but I do. I'll pull I up can see you now. Hey, good like, job. If the if the windows open, I go, hey, you beat me to the red light. Good job, you fucking asshole. Oh. So you know, <laughs> get up your own YouTube channel. No, uh, yeah, it's too much work. <laughs> Not at all. You just turn on your fucking camera on your phone, you're all set. Like, Arno, what did Ernesto do today? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Let's, let's see what his dash cam did. What his dash cam caught today? Oh, my You know, I'd be surprised I caught a Tesla, like, last week, and I was like, oh, i got to send that to Ernesto. And Dana's like, why are you freaking out? I'm like, it's a fucking Tesla. It's a Model 3. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, you know the electric cars? She's like, Oh, the, the cars that run off batteries. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly the car. What's so important about it? I'm like, it's not using gas. That's what's important about it. The reason you have asthma is because of all the, the car. All the fucking out, smog. Right? That. shit has come out of the cars. Yeah. I bet you I bet you $100 that if every car in the United States went to battery and there's no carbon emissions, you'd have half the asthma problems you'd have. You know, that, and that's the thing with this coronavirus. People were fucking, they were showing satellite from NASA and they were showing all the smog that went away. When China had to go, oh, that, yeah, they showed the China all the fucking small red blob, and now it's this tiny little yellow. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, we do fucking generate," and I'm saying we as a people because we do generate a lot of pollution. Yep, uh, uh, we're we're not United States is not by any means fucking not guilty. We are so guilty of our smog, but yeah, China is known. We prioritize the gasoline over everything else. Mm-hmm. We're just we as, have the ability. We are we just as guilty. Matters. I mean, everybody's like, what do you see us doing in the near future? I'm like, well, solar panels, yes. I would love to have solar panels in the house to at least cut down on our power usage, stuff like that. Like, power's, what, 13 cents, or, you know, an hour? You know, everybody's like, how do you know that? I'm like, I use power switches to track it, you know? Because I keep getting yelled about the 3D printers costing so much. I'm like, they cost nothing. They cost nothing to fucking run. <laughs> you know? I, I fucking do a power check. It's like 13 cents an hour, you know, to run. If that, you know, it, it tracks it. And they're like, well, it costs, I'm like, it costs nothing. Power is so cheap now, it's, I don't know, I think it's what he's trying to get around too, the superchargers. I think the hardest part is to try to get the correct fucking plug. So I think that's what people are saying now, it's parts are becoming, the charger parts are becoming obsolete to where you go out to the superchargers. You can't get them on eBay, you can't get them on Amazon, it's like you have to go to Tesla directly, you know. And um, Rich Rebuilds, I guess he rebuilt a car recently. And because he rebuilt it and he got it reactivated or whatever, apparently they deactivated his fucking supercharging privileges. I was like, oof. He's like, yeah, it really sucks. And he's, cause he, but here's the thing. Now that he's done that, he's going to start buying other cars. 
yeah. other electric cars. That's what they were saying, yeah. And then he's gonna um he's gonna be advertising for them when all he had to do was just leave the damn supercharging on the car. Now do I understand why he did it? Um, I do, but if you go and you go to Tesla and I think you pay to certify it and they look at it and say everything's good, let them keep the damn supercharging. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck they took it off. Like he was explaining, he he he, he says that the end of the video they were kids were acting and stuff like that. But he was like, to be honest, here's what I'm really telling you. And he's like, it won't supercharge. He's like, I gotta wait. At blah, blah, blah. And his friends were acting, and but he was proving a point. Like he's like, you built the car, trying to get it certified. Here's what it would really cost. And then they deactivated. I'm like, that's not cool for someone who's trying to rebuild a Tesla from the ground up. And he he chose him rebuilding it. Like it took him months to rebuild it. And then you're like, let me take off a feature. Like, because, number one, you didn't do it. Like, that's not correct. Like, let me pay. He's like, I would gladly pay, you know, $900 for the supercharger to be back on. Because it, now I can't go to these events I want to go to with my EV, you know. And my wife's got the other car. And I can't. It's going to take me an hour to charge here, an hour to charge there. You know, I was like, that's got to suck. You know, you got to go find a plug somewhere. So I think that's where Tesla's got its own little gray area that they want to use, too. But it's... Here's the thing. He's he's trying to get as much money as he can to keep the company, you know, Afloat, yeah. profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's got to do this stupid shit. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to. He wants to get all these cars out there. There's a reason for him doing this <laughs> to, you know, get more EVs out there. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, he'd still be with gas cars. Oh, yeah. we This, this whole Tesla revolution or this whole, sorry, EV re- re- revolution that's... When I first saw it, it was in the early 90s, I first saw my first electric car, and it was from like a Honda, it was a really, really weird car, it was, you know, it was like this futuristic with the wheels covered up with the little thing, and like, oh, it's all, it's all battery power, but it doesn't go that fast, and it can't go up hills, and like, now you look at a fucking EV, you're like, that thing could beat your fucking car off the line in two seconds, and then you still go to fucking Vegas. But you gotta remember, too, is that when they built these EVs before Tesla, they didn't want you to buy them. No. So they made them crappy on purpose. Yep. Okay? They put a go-kart engine in there. Oh, yeah. go-kart Richard engine. They put a 12-volt acid battery that only lasts, you know, two or seconds. three charges. Yeah. It's because they don't want you to buy them. That's why all these EVs look like garbage cans. Okay? Now, mind you, I'm not a fan of the, the body style, but it's still nicer than the, the trash they put out. There's a, a BMW EV, and it looks like a freaking refrigerator, you know. Next yeah, I don't know. Why, I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know why they're trying to go for the futuristic look. I really like. But they're trying to deter you. Is what it is. They don't want you to buy it. They want to deter you from buying it and stick to their gas cars, so they can screw you for oil changes and you know water pumps and you know blinker fluid that doesn't exist. They want to charge you for that. Yeah, <laughs> blinker fluid. Oh my god, I love that. I love that meme. Oh my god. I want to no, it, it's a it's a joke that kids when they they think they know about cars. And yeah. Somebody else says, "Yeah, I know about cars too," and they go, "Okay, well, where do you put the blinker fluid?" And if the kid doesn't answer right away, it's because he doesn't know enough about cars. Yeah. So it's kind of like a slight on somebody. Yeah. Which but if I... it's, dude, that doesn't exist. And I did <laughs> because this has happened to me. I you know I work on cars with my wife, and they're like, "Oh, you don't know nothing about cars. Where do you put the blinker fluid? There's no blinker fluid. There's transmission fluid. There's motor oil. There's this. There's, there's this. And fluid. That, yeah." They shut up and they left me alone. Yeah. Because I grew up with cars. I was telling you somebody how to bleed the brakes, and they went, "What the fuck does bleeding the brakes mean?" I said, "You got to bleed the fluid through. You got to clear it out." And they went, "How do you know that?" I said, "Well, I'm not very smart, but like fucking, you're using a bike. You got to bleed your fluid through. You got to get a pump to the line." They're like, "You got to take the air bubbles out." I of said, it "You can't let that. You know, it's like 3D printing. Like what I do. Like somebody was quizzing me the yesterday for 3D printing, and they're like, "Well, you don't, you don't know your shit." And I was like, "Maybe I don't." 
And I was dead too. Like, maybe I don't. But here's what I would recommend. If it, if I'm a dumbass, I'm a dumbass. I called myself out. But one guy goes, well, you're not a dumbass. You know more than most people. But, you know, I was like, you can, well, now you can learn from fucking YouTube. Thank God. There's a lot of mechanics that will show you the basics. But everybody should know how to fix a car in basic terms. How to check your tire. Being able to change a tire. That's one thing I when I felt bad for that good. girl. When I, that girl, I felt so bad. I'm like, you don't have to change your tire. And we, so it took three of us to help her fix her tire. And we're like, you can call off AAA because we got it. I mean, they can take you to a garage and get you a new tire. But like your dad's on the way, but we can help you fix it real quick. And the poor thing did not know, didn't know how to put the jack underneath, where to put it under. I was like, oh my lord. She's like, well, this is my second or third car. I said, second or third car? I haven't even my first. You know? And uh, I don't know. I don't know why people don't know how to do the basic things. They're just forgetting. The problem is that we're we're a part of a society now that everybody wants things done for them. Mm-hmm. That's why they get the AAA. That's why they get you know. I mean, I'll admit AAA is very good on certain things. We've had to use it quite a few times. When we were stranded because the fucking battery died. We were in the middle of nowhere. It's like, fuck. Call AAA. And no, the guy, I understand that. Yeah, That's and the guy, the guy comes rolling out and thinking that we're idiots, and he goes, "What happens? The fucking battery died." He goes, you didn't short? He's like, no, dude, it's fucking cold outside. The battery just goes, and the battery was, you know, old, so it was dead. But I love when those guys pull up, they think you're dumbasses. I'm like, no, dude, it literally died. It, it's an old battery. We didn't know it was going to go. It just went, you know? No, it happened to me. I told you that I got stuck Yeah, the this. fucking, it, uh, at work. It was at Universal and Sand Lake. Luckily, I moved the car to a spot where the cars can get around me, so I wasn't blocking anybody, but I warned people, hey, go this way, go this way. And I tried to get it started because I figured it was just because the weather was cold. And I had my wife come over, and she jumped the car, and I started back up, and I started to move, and I'm like, oh, I was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I made a U-turn. I, I, I got the car as far as I could into a gas station. <laughs> I was still in, still in the block in the, the entranceway, but at least I wasn't on the road. Yeah. And I mean, when I when the battery first died, I called Universal because I was coming into work, and I go, okay, I'm gonna be late. I remember that, yeah. Because I figured once I charge the battery, it'll you know give it a little bit of a jump. Where it'll take me to work because I figured it was cold and it wasn't, you know, happy. Florida is fucking weird with this. I, you know, living here now, living from New York, upstate New York, and Ernesto from from New Jersey, you know, it's like we're used to like batteries fucking dying, keeping them warm and warming your car up and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because you got to warm up all the fluid and stuff and the oil. And you start a car fucking cold, she's gonna, she's gonna crack somewhere, the engine's gonna crack or the belt's gonna snap, you know, that's just the way cars are. But here, man, like it gets cold and like a battery dying is like fucking unheard of and you're like, it does get cold here, and it's really weird. Like, our, we dropped to 38 degrees. You're like, how the fuck? Yeah, I get sometimes my, it's my fault too because I get complacent. I, I try to remind myself, hey, it's getting cold. Check the tires, check the battery, mm-hmm. check everything else because this is going to be a problem. And, you know, in Florida, one day is, you know, freaking 98 degrees. Hot, and then the next morning, it's like you can see frost on your windshield. Yeah, that's like 30 to 40 degrees. You're like, how the hell did this happen? So again, I get I've gotten complaints, so I don't blame people a lot of times. But still, learning the basics, you know, changing oil is not that hard. It really isn't. No, my brother did his first oil change uh, two years ago, and he was pretty shocked how easy it was. I'm like, no, it's pretty easy. It's just a fucking pain in the ass getting the oil can and make sure it's recycled properly and taking it to the fucking recycling. That's why you take it to Walmart because they have it all there to recycle for you, and you're not gonna worry about. Plus, it. a lot of times when you go to these places, they charge you forty. Forty-five dollars. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. Uh, it might even be fifty. Yeah, it's like when you go buy the oil. When you buy the oil, it's almost that that amount of money. I do. I like changing oil because I like to check the oil to see if it's check the oil, check the filters. Yeah. That way, I can see if I need to double check something else. Yeah. 
when they check your car, they just change the oil and take you out. They don't yeah, they don't take your, you know, you no. go for tire and lube. And like my, my buddy does, well, you know, Walmart tire and lube. And he tells people, he's like, I don't, this is all we do. We don't do, you know, the lady was telling him about something. She had a line burst. And he goes, listen, we don't do the lines. We're not set up for that shit. We'll get you hooked up so you can go to the next place to get it done. We're legally not required. We can't do that. But he warned yeah. her, he said, listen, she's like, I'm leaking oil. He's like, well, I guess she kept saying she needed an oil change. And he goes, you just said an oil change. He found that there was a leak, and she was like, well, can't you fix it? And he's like, we're not, I'm like, we're, we're not a garage. Like, we're not an equipped garage to do this. Like, you have a leak in your line. We can fucking goo it so it stays closed so you can get to the next garage. That's about yeah. it. You're going to blow oil down the goddamn road. No, I used to work for a company that um, did that kind of stuff way, 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 way back when I got, like, out of high school. It was like a temporary job. And um, this lady comes up to me and says, um, I got oil all over my driveway, and they said it was because of a poor oil change. My mechanic says because it was a poor oil change. I'm like, okay, let me check your oil. I'll take it out, and oil was full. And I started looking at all the other stuff that we had done. We, you know, we, we filled all the fluids. We checked the spark plugs. <laughs> we checked all the other things that we need to check. And I noticed that her power steering, because it was filled when it was um, when the job was done, yeah. was completely empty. Oh, so I look at I look at the back of the power steering pump, and oil is le- the the fluid is leaking out. I go, lady, you need another mechanic because that's not motor oil that was power steering fluid. And I brought her over to the engine. I go, look, see that it's leaking out on this paperwork. It says we filled it. That thing should still be filled if it wasn't leaking. So it's not an oil change. It's your dumbass mechanic that doesn't know how to fix your fucking car. And I told her to get the fuck out. <laughs> My boss wasn't happy about that. But, again, I didn't care back then either. Yeah. So, you know. You were young. I hate being yelled at. Don't yell at me. Yeah. I mean, my fault. No, and I was like you said, you like to treat people how you like to be treated. You know, give customers a good customer service where you can. And that's the thing. It's like, it's hard to find a fucking decent mechanic nowadays, too. Somebody who's not going to gouge you. Again, I, I don't like doing it because I, I, I showed you all the battle scars. Oh, yeah, my dad's the same way. My dad's like um, I, I don't mind giving somebody advice. I say, hey, look, this is what, the, from the symptoms you're giving me, it's this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. Okay? I would change this first because it's the cheapest. And even if it isn't, at least you got a brand new one and it'll last you another four or five years, mm-hmm. which you would have had to replace that in about a year. This other part, it might be at that too. But find somebody that's just going to change those two things. Say, this is just what I want. What are you going to charge me for it? Mm-hmm. Because they'll charge you to look at the car and say, oh, you need this, 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 and this. My computer says, my computer says this, you need this. No, you don't need all that. <laughs> you don't need any of that fucking shit. Just do this. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, and I do like the fucking uh, computer readers that they have now. They, they are helpful. They are really helpful to find the codes. We've used them. My girlfriend had to have one put it in her car. We found a lot of fucking faults. And luckily, the mechanic that she found at her next to her job is really reasonable and honest. And he was like, listen, he's like, this is a $600 part. You really don't fucking need it. You can go a little longer without it. But when you have the time, it's time to get that fixed. A little sensor that tells this sensor that you're safe. But don't worry about it for now. But when you have the time, let's fix it. Yeah. He's like, it's not going to kill you. But I wouldn't recommend, you know, leaving it too long. But or just set some money aside every week. As we told her, yeah. He, well, and hers is a... It's, a, time, buy the it's right in the... It's right... He was telling me right where it was, and he goes, I'll tell you where it is. Here's how you send it. You send her. But he goes, she's fine. She'll be okay. It's $600. If you don't get the money, put some money away. It's something I would take care of, but not right now. Your car's going to run fine. It's She's running fine. You know, and those are mechanics I respect and I love, you know. Because, dude, you, fucking, you want somebody to come back to you. You don't want somebody to... Oh, this guy was horrible. I don't want to fucking go, you know. And then your shop's losing business. Your employees are losing business. 
Yeah. I, I can never understand it with mechanics or technicians that fucking break apart and leave it and then, hey, I don't, I unhooked their fucking spark plug. Why? A lot of times they'll disconnect one plug. Yeah. I've had that, I, I worked at a computer shop and I, I, yeah, I learned, I worked at a computer shop and somebody goes, hey man, just got my computer back from Best Buy. I won't say what Best Buy it was. Uh, and they unhooked a few fucking things and unhooked, stole his RAM. Like I checked it. We took a photo before it went in because I, I didn't have all the parts to fix something. And he went in and they charged him an X amount of dollars and it stole the RAM. They stole the actual RAM that he had in there. I went, the fuck RAM is this? I went to go pull it out. I said, this is a cheap ass RAM. He goes, where's your news? I had to go back. We had to prove to them that they stole the RAM, found the RAM in a, in a box somewhere. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why they were trying. And then a few cable was actually snipped with a pair of tweezers. They pulled it and snipped it. I was like, why the fuck? Because they wanted them to go out and buy a whole new... Of course. Yeah, and I was like, why would you fucking do this? And I just felt so bad for the guy. I'm like, dude, luckily, you know, the company said, all right, we made the computer. said, all right, we'll get him, get him a new one. We're sorry for that. And the guy, I won't say what Best Buy it was or who it was, but yeah, because that was fucked up. I just can't respect people that do that. This on his work. It's just ridiculous. And I feel that way like, for Tesla people, because we're like, well, Tesla's taking them forever to, you know, maintenance. I think it's like, yeah, but it is, but they're working on getting it they're starting from scratch. Yeah, and that's the thing. When people complain, oh, I can't get the parts, I can't do this. Like, you understand this is a brand new company. This is a company that's been around since the 1940s. Yeah. It's like 2000. And they're not, they're not GM, they're not Mercedes, they're, they're not Volkswagen. They're doing it by themselves. Yeah. And all these other companies that hate them, <laughs> it's not going to be easy. I mean, I think that's one thing I'm hoping Tesla does. And if you, it looks like they are, they're getting, they're certifying, uh, mechanic shops to work on the cars finally they're finally letting a few people work on it they're finally sending them the part is the hardest part from what i'm hearing is just getting the parts it's taking fucking forever and that's why rich rich rebuilds if you guys go on history he's now got an ev shop it's not a very big shop he's got like three guys that work on cars and they've had cars shipping in all the time apparently like these guys work for tesla and they're like yeah man we got like parts and shit but it's, it's that's the hardest part is finding fucking parts because it's like they gotta build the part and then bring it you know all the stuff's going to build the cars yeah you know they weren't ready to maintenance. Make a yeah, part, a part yeah, they weren't shop. ready for a Model One to a Model Two to be, you know, eight years old. They were ready for you to have another car by then. But that's the way life is. People, like I said, the car that I saw yesterday on, on YouTube, these guys been driving it for six years. It's like a Model Two with, I think a Model Two or Model Three with like little to no features. It doesn't have autopilot, but he's like, he's like, well, you won't get rid of it because he fucking loves it. He's like, I take this car on so many road trips and I love it, you know. I will yeah, never go back to gas. One, even the cheap one is still really good. Yeah. It's just for me, it's going to be the distance, mm-hmm. you know? And if I'm going to pay for the distance, I might as well pay for the power too. Yeah. You know, because right now the, 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 the mid range and the high end, um, because the high end one had lower mileage, mm-hmm. um, the, the mid range was like 300, I think. And then the, the, the performance one was like 280. 284. That's fucking um, but you, when you think about that, when you look at the monitor, you're like, that's not a lot of mileage. But when you look at it carefully, you're like, that's a lot of fucking miles. That's still I can, I can a distance. On. But what I liked about it is that with the modifications to the software, the performance one matches the mileage on the, the mid-range one. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's a no-brainer right there because I love power and I love the range. That's a beautiful car. Now, the price, uh, you know. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah. You know, it's still a lot of money, you know? Yeah. I want to worry about retirement. I don't want to worry about a brand new Tesla, okay? 
even though I probably can get more than half of the money for the car if I ever sell it, because those things rarely lose a lot of value. Yeah, and that's the thing like the guy was saying, it only degraded by 18000 Yeah, so it, there's still a, a lot of value in the car no matter what. I mean, even when it's crashed, they're getting like $10,000 for the car. Yeah, I think Rich Brevilles, he got his for like it was underwater. And he rebuilt it. I think it was like, I think he said 8000 he bought it for or something like that. And he's, he has gotten burned. So if you go on his channel, he's, he's, he'll tell you, he's gotten fucking burned on a few cars. Like, he's gotten burned on, not the lower. But that's but, you take, you know. That's yeah, it's like if you're rebuilding a car from, like, just the ground up, not knowing what the fuck you're doing. But, you know, you know what the hell you're doing. You're still going to lose. Like, he lost a lot of fucking money on that one car. He's like, well, I guess I'm just going to be sitting on this one for, for a while, but it runs. It works. So, I mean, I commend him for what he's doing. I think it's great. Yeah. But, again, it's a gamble. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, we'll see where Tesla goes in the future with SpaceX. I mean, I think, like, and now he's got the internet thing, satellites going up, and so much fun. Yeah, he wants to make internet available for everybody on the planet, yeah. not just, you know. Yeah, it's like, you know, Bill Gates runs his own thing, but Bill Gates hasn't been doing any of this shit either. It's like, people, it's like, Bill Gates is like, well, now he's no longer part of Microsoft. It's like, well, Bill Gates has got the most men in the fucking world, but he doesn't know what Elon's. Elon's, like you said, he's on borrowed fucking time. He's on borrowed fucking time. He's he's seeing the future somewhere in his brain, and he's just trying to get it done fucking in yeah, the time frame. Remember, if, if he were to, if something happened to him, they would kill everything. Yeah. I, I'm hoping, and yeah, I'm pretty sure he's, his, his brothers are dealing with a lot of stuff with him, so I'm guessing he's got people set yeah, in order. His brothers were running the solar, and then he had to jump in and help. Yeah. Like, so now he's doing solar, SpaceX, Tesla... Uh, the fucking uh, communication, yeah. Yeah, so it's like okay, he's doing all four, and he's got his brothers helping him. But if you know, it's like what people say: cut the head off of the snake, and then the rest will die. That's oh, what I oh think. God, you know? yeah. I mean, if, if he's so high, high, um, I don't have the word goes. High strong, like, or... not high strong, but he's so high profile. Yeah, he's so high profile that somebody can't just go up to him and you know bump him off. The way they used to. No, know? not anymore. <laughs> no, now he's the guy that used to that build a, a car that ran on water. Yeah, remember him? Nope. Nobody remembers him. <laughs> they they took the car. They they got rid of him. He's probably part of some cement uh, flooring in some house somewhere. Okay. Well, it's like that one guy car. who built the car. I think it was on Modern Marvels or one thing. Like he was pedaling it, and it was like the first. I think fucking battery powered car but it was a cold day in like London and it fucking it just kept dying people had to like and it had no windshield and people were like this car was supposed to be fucking great and it just it shut the bed and then the poor guy fucking died because he died years after but he made a lot of other things too but I was like now you know you gotta feel somewhere you know so again you know if something happens to him all these companies are gonna come in and just tear everything apart yeah uh, I'm hoping yeah. he has fucking he has uh, like plans for that in case that does ever happen. People take over. But, but look at all the things that one person is doing. Yeah, it, okay. he's got a lot of engineers that are fucking very smart. He's hiring the correct engineers that are a lot of the engineers from what I, I met a Tesla fucking uh, engineer. He only worked there for like a year. I'm like, what did you do? And he's like, you think he worked on AI or something like uh, driving AI? But he was like, yeah. I'm like, how was it? He was like, it was rough. He's like, it's just very rough. And I now he works for SpaceX. And I met him in Publix, and I'm like, he's like, yeah, I used to work for Tesla. I now work for SpaceX. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, what was Tesla like? And he was like, did you meet him? He's like, I've never met Elon personally. But the reason why I left Tesla is because of the, some stress breach, you know. 
But now he works in SpaceX and he has more fun doing that. So they're building like the fucking computers to, you know, take the rockets off and go into drop shit off to the ISS. And, you know, it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, but you got to remember, for space, you're just going straight up. Yeah. Cars, not only going straight or curves and stuff like that. You gotta deal with all the other retards on the road. Yeah, you're dealing with fucking human human drivers, not AI drivers. So, you know, having a car try to think, hey, this idiot is coming up on me really fast. He's probably gonna cut me off. What do I do? Do I speed up and block him so he doesn't cut me off and cause an accident? Or do I slow down and just let him keep going? Right. And probably the car's gonna slow down and just let him go and kill himself. But, you know, the sad thing is that that person's gonna end up killing somebody else. Mm. that's what a car, you know, a car has to think like a human being. Whereas the rocket, like, okay, go up, go to space, and this is where you're going to hover for a while. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy. Don't get me wrong. I'm oh, not at all. None of that shit is easy. But you know what? There's a lot fewer variables in in a rocket than there is in trying to get a car. To, you know. Yeah, that's the hard thing. The hardest part with the self-driving thing. Everybody's like, we need self-driving cars. I'm like, well, somebody's mentioned they something about disability drivers who can't drive. And they're like, when you got to test the Google car, what was it like? And I'm like... Honestly, like, it was neat. I didn't feel terrified. Like, it felt a little terrified because there's no steering wheel. There's no, there's a fucking stop button to say stopping or whatever. You know, it's like a little, like an iPad kind of device. And, um, you know, they, they told us, they're like, listen, it's going to do its thing. It will, you, you know, we got a radio with you. So it was weird when a guy cut, like, literally cut, like, jumped in front of the car and the car goes, you know, fucking stops. It already figured it out. Hey, that's a person. What the fuck's he doing? And it has to figure out stupid things like that. But, you know, somebody's like, do, do you believe in the AI thing and the AI driver? I'm like, well, it would save people a lot of time and gas. I said, in the future, probably we'll have it. You know, that's his goal is to have all these fucking Teslas talking to each other to have safe driving, to get people to work faster, to stop congestion. I mean, it's like, could you have met, like he said it in an interview, like, could you imagine going to work and not having to touch the wheel? You know, to be there, you know, in under 45 minutes because there's no traffic. The cars are literally flowing at same rate of speed uh, to do its thing. <laughs> like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, plus you won't have people slowing down just to watch, you know, <laughs> hey, look, there's a reindeer, or look, there's an accident, yeah. or look, there's a squirrel. Okay, squirrels yeah. all over the place. I mean, I, I, do love the thing slow with, down. I do love the thing with the Tesla police car fucking died <laughs> during a police chase, but it was so taken out of context. It's like, okay, he was part of the thing, he started it, but... It died because he was in fucking supercharged mode, like super race mode, you know. He's got to use so much goddamn power. And then he, they're like, another cop car had to take, but the cop car was already behind it. Now the cop cars were already involved in the damn chase. It, like the article, like, it was like, it was funny. They stopped, pulled the guy over, and the guy took off with Tesla's, keeping up with, kept up with it for a long fucking time. But then, then it's, then it just went and died because all the other cop cars had to take over and get the guy. I was like, that's not a bad thing. It, you know, Probably gas is here to stay. I'm like, no, it's not. Sadly, no, it's not. I hope it, you know, we'll see in the future. But, you know. I think it's going to be another 15 or 20 years. Yeah. It's moving so fucking fast. It's moving so fast. I mean, it seems like the Model 1 was just here yesterday and now it's already on the Model Y. You know, it's just like, holy yep. shit. It's like the theme parks. Like, you, you you work for Disney and, you know, it's like, okay, we're now going to Universal. It's like, okay, we're now doing another new ride. And people do these new rides and attractions, and they're like, it's been there, done that. What's the next new thing? You know? And the park's like, we just put this in, like, last week. Yeah, we've already seen that. You know, make it have 3D, but spin us around, and you go to IAPA, and all those, for people that don't know who IAPA is, it's one of the biggest attraction 
uh, cons, and they get to see all the new devices and shit that they want to build, and they get ideas from that, and then they hire the company to build it. But, um, but yeah, it's like it's fucking weird. That, you know, we're just evolving so fucking fast that we can't even keep up. The thing is, I don't, I don't think we're evolving so fast. We've been delayed a lot. True. Okay. We could be already having settlements on Mars. We could be traveling out of our solar system by now if they would have gone to batteries, if they would have focused, our government would have focused on not screwing people for money so mm. they can have the better Yeah, I gotta say, yeah, that's the fucking greed thing is, is something that I don't agree with, and it's like, we could be doing so much without greed. Look at the, the okay, um, just as an example, and it's gonna be a little off topic, but Go ahead. Uh, Bloomberg, he spent $500 million on trying to become president. Now, if you gave everybody in this country a million dollars, you still have money left over, and all these people who would, you know, maybe some of them just don't deserve it or they'll spend it on stupid stuff. Yeah. But that's a million dollars that somebody can do something, buy a house and take care of it. Yeah, be out, of, be out of debt, literally, and then I'll start, yeah. They can do the things they want to do, but they piss it away on a fucking, and trying to become a president. Okay, and not that I blame him for wanting to be, but that's a lot of money. Yeah, now, all, these, is, yeah. all these rich, all these rich people have more than that mm-hmm. to spend. And it's not that I think you should give away your money, but what the hell are you going to do with all of it? That money, could, that money could go into fixing so many problems on this earth, and yet they don't want to. And yet this one guy is doing space, doing cars, doing satellites, doing... You and know, he doesn't seem fucking greedy with it either. It's like, I'm not blaming Bill Gates or a lot of billionaires doing their thing, but, you know, like Elon's, like, fucking stepping up. Every time there's, like, a disaster, I'm donating my solar panels, or I'm donating a fucking Tesla to this company, or I'm donating some of our engineers to this, you know. Our engineers but it's just... not... Prop, prop is not the priority. It's moving man forward. And, again, like I said, we could already be, you know, Star Trek, but the, the fairy tale that is Star Trek right now we could probably be there right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Beaming up and down no, from the you're, planet. Yeah, you're not fucking wrong. We could be there mm-hmm. if the money that these fucking greedy sons of bitches want, you know, can't spend at all, mm-hmm. you know, buy the things you want, pay more power to you, you earned it. Mm-hmm. But shit, that money could be going into developing this country. I mean, all these other foreign countries that think, oh, we got missiles, we're going to kill them. We could be off the planet. Go ahead and kill yourself. We're yeah. living on a spaceship. You know, not that I want to do the Wally thing because I, that's uh, well. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be some fat dude running around with a car watching TV and getting you know <laughs> the machine giving me my drink. Hold up, I can't reach my straw. And the fucking robot friends the straw to reach my mouth. Oh, no, I'm not so. gonna be that lazy, but you know we could be out there right now. Yeah. Well, look how long it fucking took us to get to Mars, and now that like that's becoming. More we're still not there yet. Yeah, what's well, becoming more of a reality? We, we have robots there, but we ain't there yet. No. <laughs> I remember when that was a big fucking thing in 1997 to 1988. Well, when we went to the moon, that the next step was Mars. Yeah, and that still that's hasn't. What, that's what their plan was. Hey, we hit the moon. Now let's go for Mars. That's what they wanted to do. What happened? Nothing. Now. Were we still Stone Age monkeys back then? Yes, we yeah. were. I mean, our fucking smartphone, right? my watch, is you know smarter than the fucking space shuttle. Yeah, exactly. Which is sad. But if all this extra money that you know these people are never going to spend, their, their kids are going to die before this money gets spent, were to put into you know progressing the world, 
we'd be in other, so we'd be talking with other alien civilizations. And don't tell me they, you know, I, I'm not saying you believe this, but oh, no. do it just because we're on this speck of dirt in this grand universe. You can't tell me there is another life. Oh no, I, I, yeah, I'll go. I'll get into that in a second. I'm not that stupid. Okay? I'll get to that in a second. I have seen fucking UFOs. I will definitely get into that because that shit exists. Everybody's like, "What do you believe?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I believe." They they don't want to believe it because they're afraid. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're gonna come in, you know, give me a, an anal probe. It's like, well, if they gave it to you, you probably deserve it. <laughs> fucking retard. They need to put you in a zoo, okay? Oh. Because, you know, you're that backwater, you don't believe in snow. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna take a quick break again, and then I'll be back in a sec. Yay! Yeah, they don't deserve that. I'll pause real quick. And pause. Alright, we're recording again. Oh man, yeah, I, that whole you know we could we could have been there years ago. Like I said, 1997, fucking was okay. We put a satellite up there, and now we're on Mars, and now we're doing this, and and you're right, like it took fucking forever. For now, we're getting the Falcon Nine, the Falcon Heavy, the Falcon this. You know, NASA. It took a fucking hit like, when we went there, uh, to Kennedy Space Center, and uh. It was, I don't know if you and your wife ever been up there. It's really, it's no, really we awesome. No, went, we went to see the Falcon Heavy launch. Did you? Okay, so you guys, yep. just seeing how that freaking comes out and the sonic booms are insanity. I, I just love seeing the rockets come back down and land. I mean, I felt, I felt bad when they first started because, like I said, we're talking about failure and, you know, Tesla doing its thing. And when it landed on the barge, you could literally go into the 360 camera and, like, rotate it. And... Freaking it fell over, and everybody's like, Oh, you know, it, it's a fucking Tesla loss. You know, it, it's SpaceX is, you know, and this and this. And it took time for them to grow the growing pains of like, we never made a rocket land. Okay. No one's ever That's made it. Step of, remember, you're landing it on a boat. Yeah. With fucking waves. <laughs> with cal cal it's calculating the fucking balance, you know. Because they would, they would not let, they would not let them land it on, on, uh, lands. That's. I think that's why they had. They had the. Well, they had the barges once in a while. But I guess well, that's before what, they before they perfected it, because that's where they were, you know, testing all the stuff. Hey, if you can land on a boat, then you can land on the, you know. Yeah, and when it finally fucking did, like well, the one fell over because it fucking, I like, guess, the wave or it came down sideways. And it, um, I remember one of them, the one of the landing gears didn't come down. Yeah, and it fell and over. The other one, it, it literally fell when the wave turned. It was sliding off the boat. Yeah. So yeah, you know, here's the thing. How are you going to learn if you don't do? Yeah, and it's like, everybody's like, well, NASA had growing pains too, man, the shuttles and Apollo and all that shit, and they're like, well, this is a new private company, and then, like, Elon's not allowed to do it. It's like, dude. The problem is, we live in a world where people like to complain. True. You know, they go to McDonald's and they get their freaking McFlurry, and it didn't reach the line. Hey, it's not on the line! Okay, my, my theory with that is, I, do, I never, <laughs> since I've been with my girlfriend, I've always, my friend, Trent, uh, who you've met, and, um, I always, he's got, got me into no ice. So I always go to the restaurant and say no ice. And they're like, why is that? I'm like, it just waters down the product. I don't mind paying a little bit extra cents for the whole product. And I know now, like I was watching, I was seeing one of the cups one day, they handed it to me and it said, fill ice up to here. And I went, so that gives you not even a cup of like the real product. And they're like, yep, we don't want to, we're saving a few cents. I'm like, just give me that. It's literally water with a little bit of flavoring in it. Yeah. It's not even a lot. 
and they charge you so much money. That's where they make their money. They charge you five bucks for a, a, a cup of soda, and you're getting like it's like the popcorn. You're getting, you're getting a dab, yeah, and you're just like two what cents the? worth of popcorn, and you're spending ten bucks for the damn bucket. Yeah, and, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? So it's just their way, different ways of how they make money. I mean, like you were saying, like you know, movie theaters have gotten more you know expensive now, and it's just like ugh. I mean, most people now are, you know, watching movies at home because it's more comfortable. And they're like, one of my friends is a huge movie buff. He's like, even I'm starting to watch movies at home because it's more comfortable for me. I had to well, watch. to me, it's like, um, we've all gone to a few movies. And the Spider-Man one was one because I had, you know. You had, oh, man, it, was, it, it was great. Oh, it was great, yeah. Fan, so I had to go see it. I didn't go right when everybody and their mother went because I just don't like being crowded. Yeah. Um, but we went, and I loved every second of it. It was very comic book. The theming was really good. And yeah. the way they did you know, the old cutscenes, and I love all the characters. I mean, you know, the, the spider pig? Yeah. Okay. I have the original comic books when the character first came out. Oh, I didn't even know it was a real thing. I thought it was like a freaking Simpsons kind of No, it was, it was um, Marvel came out with um, their own, uh, like a series for kids. It was called Star Comics. They came out with Thundercats. It was uh, uh, Wally the Wizard. There was a couple of other ones, Heathcliff, and um, there was Spider-Pig. And I actually got, because I'm, again, I'm a Spider-Fan, I picked the Spider-Pig, and it was, you know, it was a weird little twist, because it was a spider bitten by a radioactive pig. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pig, you know, the spider became the pig, and then Aunt May was in the house, and I get, I don't know what the hell happened, I gotta bring, I gotta dig the books up again just to see what happened to the original pig, but that spider that became a, a radioactive pig <laughs> um, was I guess somewhat adopted by Aunt May. I don't know if that was her name, but I liked it. It was a, you know a very gimmicky kind of thing. And then after a while, all those Star Comics died, but they still existed in the real world. And I guess Marvel wanted to bring the character back. Yeah. Now he's got his own comic book series again. But he came out way back in uh, I want to say eighty something. Yeah, you know and. To see him on the screen, I thought that was cool. I'm I mean, he's a goofy-ass character, yeah. but it was, you know, it's like seeing Looney Tunes or Bugs Bunny on in a Marvel, you know, Marvel movie, which I thought was really great. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where I was going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, again, Spider-Man was a good movie, and I want to go see it. But you're spending 40, 50 bucks to go to a movie theater you know, depending on what you do, because, you know, popcorn and the two tickets is going to run you about 40. Maybe and more. Parking, maybe if you can get parking somewhere. Yeah, if you're paying for parking and stuff like that. When you can just wait for the damn Blu-ray, DVD, and the digital copy to come out, and it costs you a little bit less than that. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have it on my phone and have it on my Blu-ray and watch it on my TV and watch it as many times as oh, I God. want. Yeah. Instead of once and overpaying for popcorn, mm-hmm. I can watch it. As many times as I like want. Like your fucking so Jiffy Pop. Yeah, so when I see my, you know, when I see the movies, I'm like, okay, do I want to wait for the play or do I want to go to the theater? Do I wait? That's my decision, you know? So Spider-Man was something I had to go to. Joker was one I had to go to. That one, yeah. Seeing Joaquin, like you said, in person, it was just, oh, he, I didn't think he would do it well, but he did justice. He did real some justice. I was afraid of what they were going to do with it, but I'm glad they went with it like real world yeah when i broke it down everybody was like what you think and i'm like my boss was the only one i won't mention his name because i don't want to embarrass him okay. but he walked up to me he goes uh did you see the joker i said yeah i said i absolutely loved it. he goes 
I, I hate it. It was too long. I went, too long? It was just right. <laughs> Everybody turned to him and goes, they go, dude, he goes, Again, he's just looking for something to complain about. I mean, we, he's just like, it was... He's yeah, just I mean, like, if he's got a small bladder, I can understand. Yeah. But then, you know... Like <laughs> Speaking of small bladder, I was <laughs> I was sitting in the movie. I reclined because I was sitting over at the new Cinemark over at Universal uh, City Walk. And they had this new freaking thing. If you work for the company, you have to go downstairs in the stupid cafeteria and grab the little half-price ticket just to prove that you work there. The ticket's half-price. So I was already having to go. Usually, my my pee time is like pee before the movie and don't drink anything because I know when I'm, I don't want to get up. I don't want to ruin. Listen, yeah. I don't see how people can go drink a huge cup of water and they're peeing. Hey, what happened, uh, dude? I can't explain it. You need to see it. You know, and then you're ruining it for somebody. You're going to the movie theater. And you go, what the hell are you doing? You know, there's no pause button on that. Button. No. And, like, I've done, like, four Infinity. I call them the Infinity Pisses because I've sat through Infinity Infinity the last one fucking four times. And through a 40X. And a 40X moves as you're fucking, you know, it doesn't stop. Your chair doesn't stop, you know. If you, you, it, it holds for a second, but you have to get up and sit on it. And it fucking moves. And it's reclining. And it's doing its thing. And everybody's like, and I'm sitting there. And I had to pee halfway through the movie. But I didn't want to get up. I scared this, this, I was about two seats over from this couple, because that's the seat I picked. And, uh, I'm reclined, and I'm fucking doing the wiggle, I'm like, oh boy, gotta be. But don't want to get up. And then she gets up to go to the used bathroom. I'm scaring, I think I was scaring her, because I was kind of giggling. I was like, yeah. <laughs> fucking doing the, You're doing the dance in the seat. Do, doing the Joker laugh at the same time. <laughs> and I felt so bad, I apologized to both of them. I said, I'm so sorry, I had to pee so bad. I didn't want to get up. He, he's like, me too. I didn't want to get up either, but she she needed to get up. And I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry if I scared you. I didn't mean it." And she goes, "No, I figured you you and my boyfriend were both doing the pee wiggle." So it was such a. It was only like maybe ten of us in the theater, but it was so good. And just the direction they they took it, I was just like, "All right, he he did it." Yeah, that that was like the one movie that I would see. Um, the one movie I'm going to tell you to recommend to you uh, is Onward. It comes out on Disney Plus on I think on uh, April third. They've announced it. Definitely, you and the wife need to watch it. It's fucking amazing. It's really good. I watched it on the... Uh, I had to see a bootleg copy because I couldn't wait that long. You can get it on Voodoo now or pay for the full price. So, like, it gives you all the copies and all that kind of crap. But I didn't want to wait that long. I wanted to see it now because we're all quarantined. Um, we're all quarantined. And stuff, so it's on uh, April 3rd and then Onward is the name of it. Really fucking good. It's the one where the brothers like try to get their dad back alive. Yeah. Yeah, That's, it, uh, the newest Pixar. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. Really, really good. Chris Pratt did an amazing job. I mean, I had to go on a freaking bootleg site that I knew of and watch it there, but I was like, all right, it's fine. But yeah, I definitely watch it on flat screen or something because it was really, really good. I'll, do, I'll definitely watch it again when it, when it finally comes out full release. And I'm just tired of all these fucking um, Hulu, Netflix, all that shit. You gotta have so many goddamn channels now to watch something you like. Well, they want to make their money. I mean, so. I'm now caught up on Picard now, and I'm just like, oh my god, thank god. But now they're giving them, they're giving that away for for a month for free. So I'm like, they better not fucking charge me for next month. <laughs> like that's rude. We're gonna get the service away for free. Sucker born every day. Bro. I'm telling you. No, I don't mind. I don't mind paying the six bucks a month. I mean, actually, it's a good serious name. That's not really a lot, but still. Yeah, it know, adds up. Give it away for free, then that's just not right. No. But I think, isn't there one where you can you can have the, the thing, but with commercials? Yeah, I think I have you the have one. With, screen? Yeah, I have the one. I have the one that's commercials. Yeah. Okay, because I know you pay for one, and it doesn't give you commercials. And you pay, 
don't pay for them, but it gives you kind of. It's funny because I I did the CVS. They wanted me to do a survey, so I did a quick survey. Not that they give you any, ever give you any. They're like, oh, you know, we put you forward draw. No, they just get your information so they can sell this China and then they can make you more money. Yeah, it's like here's some more stuff. It's like I don't want more stuff. It's like I need your email address for for what? Uh, I just want to send you some. No, 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 I'm good. I just uh, I've unsubscribed to all my email stuff. I used to get somebody from Universal. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna give you a whole bunch of stuff you don't need. Pretty much. There's Hulu for this. I mean, I watch Hulu. I'm now watching freaking Rugrats every night because it was on Hulu. I was like, let me go back to my old 90s stuff and I'm enjoying yeah, it. Well, I watched them all when they came out, so I, I wouldn't be seeing anything. It's funny because I don't remember some of the episodes. I was like, oh my god, this is way from the blast from the past. But oh my god, yeah, I can't. I just can't. Uh, movies are fun for me. Like Star Wars, like the last one I saw in the theater, it's just now getting more expensive. And then you got to pick your own seat now, which is like, I don't mind doing that, but it's like you got to be there on time to pick your seat, you know, which is they're more relaxable, you know, reclinable, but they're more comfortable, but that's still fucking expensive. Like you said, getting there, paying for parking, and then, uh, and then having to sit through somebody kicking your seat, you know, well, now they can't do it anymore because there's a, or somebody making noise. Yeah. Some kid, I remember I got it from one movie, Dana used to work for uh, AMC at the time at City Walk. Thank God I used to get in the movies for free because her friends would be like, hey, just come on in, go pick what movie you want to go see, go wait for her. And uh, Fast and the Furious was one of the, like, the last one I saw for free, and I had to sit up in the front row. She's like, this is where you want. So I sat up in the front because it was like the only good seat to sit in, really. And man, fucking so much noise, crying, screaming. I'm like, if I had to pay for this fucking movie, I would be walking out of here, kicking, screaming, punching my fucking crutches against the wall because you walk in there and somebody's crying with a kid, you're like, oh, shut up. Well, you know, and it's like in the theme park, too. Why would you bring a baby to a theme park? I don't... Yeah. And that's the thing... That he's not going to see nothing. And not that you're paying for it, but other people are going to be irritated by your kid playing like, you know... And the like thing is, people thing. change their baby. I was working a few months ago, and the lady was changing... The, we work. We work at Fallon together, and uh, there's one person we call the kiosk area where you get your damn ticket, and then you, it's like a Disney Fast Pass kind of deal. And a lady's pulling her kid out as, you know, somebody's getting their damn ticket, changing her baby in a stroller. And I go, ma'am, you, you can go to the bathroom. And that's disgusting. Like, it's gross. She goes, how is this disgusting? I'm like, we have HD cameras right above me. They, we can see you on the on some flat screens upstairs. You're being recorded, number one. There could, there's a, could be a pedophile or somebody who gets off on that kind of shit, you know, yeah. with, a, with a camera taking photos of your kid's ding-dong or genitalia. You know, and I said, I said you don't know what people think around here she goes so she felt so offended by me like i was like gross he just said it was gross i'm like no it really is and i don't know if your child has a bacteria or you know and now with coronavirus being aware of this people are going to be anything around you know you know it's that's biohazard you know i think now people are going to be changing their tune uh for now on you know it's funny people are not washing their damn hands let's see what happens you know yeah you see the kid the, the kid um that said Hey, if I get the coronavirus, I get the coronavirus. He just recently apologized. You know, he was on uh, the news saying, it's a spring breaker. And he goes, well, what do you think about this? He said, well, you know, I'm here. I'm going to have a party. Nothing oh, yeah, yeah. He was, he, he was drunk, okay. man. That guy was I toasted. Get it. I get it. Yeah, again, but still. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the one. It's like that one guy, I guess he was walking through Walmart, and he was like, am I sort and I, I thought the video was bullshit, and luckily I, I figured it, I'm pretty good finding BS stuff, and it was a phone recording of a phone, so somebody was recording off like, a phone on a table, for, yeah, and I'm like, that doesn't seem right, why would you do that? And, uh, 
Because that just looks sketchy as shit. The guy was like, yeah, my throat's scratchy, but I don't give a fuck if you guys got it. Like, he ended up getting arrested. He didn't have coronavirus. They were just saying he was trying to incite panic. And then the other guy apparently licked something at Walmart. Yeah. And he has corona. So I'm like, this is, people are just bonkers. Again, people want to make a story so they can get the views, so they can get that money. Yeah. You know, they don't care. They don't care about people's safety. I don't, don't know care. about the views on freaking YouTube, man. It's like they take all the damn money anyway, all your revenue back. So you're better off well, just... They give you a little bit. They're making most of it. Yeah, that's what most most creators that I know that are like, they're like, I used to make this, but now I'm making this. and It's not making ends meet anymore. I'm like, well, you've got other avenues. Put it on your own channel. You know, go put it on your own website or build your own website and put it on there. Which I, I do, I put it on all three. I put it on Facebook and this one. Like, like if you listen to it, you listen to it. You know, I Again, like, I think that YouTube is so they can get the exposure. Yeah. If they create a website and it's got to be word of mouth. Hey, just go to this www.whatever and then you'll see whatever you want to see. But mm-hmm. then he's got to be on that all the time, like you know, 24 7 content. Otherwise, how are you going to make any yeah. money? And I've only met like two YouTube creators that work 24 7 on their videos. I'm like, you got to be exhausted. Or like, I never have done too much work in my life. People are like, they think it's free money. It's not. It's a lot of advertising work. You're consistently yep. making videos, and somebody said, "Why don't you podcast often?" And I said, "It's a lot of stuff to think about, you know, per week." And I want to make decent content or whatever black black content. So that's like quality, you know, quality over quantity. You know, it's not going anywhere. I'm like, I never thought I'd be up to as many episodes as I am now, but um, it's freaking insane. Like when you uh, when you left, left, you know, when you finally got let go from Disney, do you kind of want to go back, or have you ever like kind of? Think about um, that shit. Or? I did, but they had a blacklist in Okay, so you you so I couldn't go back. You're like gaming. Um, yeah. Yeah, I found out why, but the problem is, is that it, it, they 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 let me go because of they said uh, physical violence, and I was never physically violent with anybody. No, I don't I see was, you doing that. I was with the company seven years. I was never physically violent. No. But the the team member that attacked me was. Yeah. And I guess they. You know, just to pose the position, yeah. make me look like the villain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to fight this. I, you know, I should just to kind of clear my name. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't go back, I don't care. But just so that it doesn't look like I was that because I know I didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. But uh, again, I was, again, with the passing along, I didn't really feel like doing nothing. I didn't feel like fighting. I just said, you know, when she was sick, I'm like, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay on my mom until, you know, whatever happens, yeah. happens. And then when I got back, I was like, okay, uh, you know, even after she had passed, I, I took like, a, you know, a couple of years to a bereavement, yeah. put my, my shit back together. Um, I mean, luckily I had my wife and I we had money set aside, but um, I just didn't feel like fighting it. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, you know, it's not worth the aggravation. I said, well, what else can I do that's similar? And Universal was like, okay, let me try Universal. And I came here, and everything's just different. You know, um, some of it's good, some of it's bad. Yeah, it's like night and day from what I keep hearing. Yeah. And over there, everything's you know, very military precise, and you do what you got to do. And there's no way for people to kind of screw off. You know, because, like, when you get a break, some people take a 45, and they should be taking a 15. Yeah. You know? So, um, but I didn't really can't do that because they'll say, hey, where did you go? Because you got out at this time. Why aren't you back? You know? True. And they have that ability. Whereas at Universal, 
somebody swipes their badge, they, they go get their lunch, they sit down in the freaking <laughs> break room, they eat their, <laughs> eat their food, mm-hmm. then they swipe out, and they go into the, 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 the lead's office and, you know, bullshit for half an hour. Oh, I forgot where I was. How did you forget where you were? Oh, I was doing a magical moment for somebody. I know that's a Disney term, but, you know, whatever the hell they want to say, you know, guest service, whatever bullshit. And then somebody there suffering like Ed, you know, who's got, you know, personal problems. (laughs) I've already, I already told, I I love the guy, don't get me wrong. Go to Walmart, put on a blue vest. Hi. Welcome to Walmart. Fine. Yeah, pretty much. You know, steal stuff. I'm not going to chase you because I don't care. Yeah. You know? I'm on retirement. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's one right there, so he can walk through it if he needs to. Nobody <laughs> needs to be guarding the door. Again, I, I, I love the guy, but, you know, don't come to work and bitch about everything. No, it's... You put yourself there. Yeah. If, I'm, if I go out to the highway and I'm playing in traffic, I'm not going to bitch at the cars when they hit me, because it's my own damn fault. Yeah. So, you know, and that's how I see it. Uh, again, what I tell people is, if do the things that make you happy, do what, you know, you can enjoy. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, don't do it anymore. Find something True. else. My mom's you know? always been a big advocate about that. If you don't like what you like, quit your fucking Cause I, I mean, I like what I was doing for the longest time. And yeah. uh, for me right now, I'm getting bored at balance. So I don't know really what I want to mm. do. So I'm looking, I keep looking, hey, this might be a good idea, or this might be, and then I think about it, and I decide what I want to do. But uh, I'm not unhappy, I just feel bored. Yeah. And I don't know where else I would want to go. I, I, somebody asked it the other day, I said, why do you do what you do now? I said, well, I'm honestly bored, and I've given what I can back to, the, to a company that's taking care of me uh, financially, but not great, but you know, I'm not fucking in the gutter either, but you know, it's they don't want to move me up anywhere. I'm talented. I'm, I got skills, but they don't want to use the skills. And uh, I'm very open about, you know, my stuff. And everybody's like, well, what do you think it is? I'm like, well, it's obviously disability. And I'm not smacking a company in the mouth or anything. It's not the company in general. It's just the managers that they put there to not give you the push. And there's managers that are very awesome that are like, why aren't you getting the push to do this? Why don't you want to do this? Well, because well, those managers see that you have the ability, but then other managers don't say, oh, my God, look at all, look at all the problems we're going to have. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah, they, they, they don't perceive they don't, that they perceive they're going to mm-hmm. have with you. And there's other managers that walk no, up and go, really capable. They go, let's let's put you here. Let's let's get you out of. Remember one day I was doing something, and some manager grabbed me and go, "You're not good here. I don't want you here." And they said, "I'm going to take you somewhere else." And they said, "You're better." They pulled somebody out who they thought was good. The guy wasn't good enough. I was better at guest service or whatever, taking care of more situations. And they put him somewhere else where he could just be left alone because he was not left alone, but he could do simple tasks. He just yeah. couldn't deal with the high volume of people asking the dumb questions of why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? He can only answer one question at a time. Yeah, and got two or three. Yeah, it was harder for him to, to deal with. I mean, uh, when we're out in front of greeters, like twenty people come out. Oh yeah, and you're like they're all going to ask the same effing question. Yeah. But that's why when I'm out there, I yell and I, I yell above them. I go, "Hi!" If you don't have experience, go that way. <laughs> you know, and most of them listen. Oh yeah, the couple where I literally spoke to one couple in front of me and the couple behind him. I said it loud enough so they could both hear it. When that couple left, they came up to me and asked me the same question. I, I'm like, I want to <laughs> Like, did you not hear me oh say where God. to go? So, you know, being T2, what it, what it was and being a, getting a theme park story, um, you know, there were days when the park was busy as shit. It's, you know, 50,000 in the park, 40, 
8,000, whatever it may be. Terminator held 800 people, or 700 people per show, Terminator 8 per show. So it was every 20 minutes there'd be a show, or every 30, depending on what our cycles were. And it's a lot of people per hour. <laughs> I remember the guy, and I'm telling people, you're not going to this side, you're going here. You don't want to come back around this time, 10 minutes prior to the show. And I was saying it out loud. What did he say? And the one guy walks up to me very quietly, whispers in my ear, he goes, don't say a word. Okay. The show time begins at this time. You recommend us coming back around 10 minutes prior to show time. Closest bathroom is over here, correct? But if we want to come back around this time, we're more than welcome to, but we're still going to be waiting this time. Yes. And that's over there, but they're, they're down right now. Gotcha. He goes, I don't envy you. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I don't envy you. And he goes, dude, he said, you're doing a great job. And he goes, I don't know how the hell you're not killing them. I mean, it's blazing sunlight, but T2, the AC was blown up between your the door, so it was like, ah. So, it's 100 degrees out front, but behind you, it's about, you know, 670 degrees. But, oh my god, you're you're right. Nobody will believe us. Nobody will believe us. Yeah. What did you love? Like, you said you loved, like, working there. If you could still be at Disney Quest, would you have still been there? And Yeah, I'd probably still be there. I mean, it... the problem is that the only time it was ever busy, busy was when it was rain. Mm-hmm. Because they would close the water parks and everybody would come there. And, again, it was just, I had a lot of fun there. Things were falling apart, sadly. Yeah. They didn't want to invest in either revamping or, you know. I mean, we got a couple of new games here and there, but that doesn't really mean a whole hell of a lot. Um, A lot of the people, not all of them, but most of them are really cool people. Um, I mean, I'd see them, I I see them at Magic Kingdom or I see them someplace else. How you doing? You know, I'm glad you're here now, whatever, you know. They were, they remember me, mm. and it's like it's been a long time since I've been. Yeah, you know, right. we were walking around Universal. It's been a long time. Yeah, you both so like, to somebody you knew. Yeah, they remember me, and I was like, I, I for me, I, I'm bad with names, and I feel bad. I, I wish I could remember everybody's name, but I remember their face. I could see somebody from like you know half a block, and I'm like, hey, I know that person. I wave and, and hey, how you doing? It's like you know, and we go from there. But you know, I'm bad with names. Yeah, you could tell me. I can meet somebody five minutes, and five minutes after that, I couldn't fucking tell you their name. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad, but I can't, you know, for some reason, my short-term memory is shot to shit. <laughs> and I blame it on old age and soda, because I don't smoke, and I don't drink, and I don't do drugs. So I would say it's the yeah, motor fumes. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get away from that, too. Maybe once I get my Tessa, uh, my brain will come back, and I won't have the, car- the carbon monoxide poisoning deteriorating my brain like start growing back I don't think it will but you know I can hope <laughs> you want to come back with a brain reanalyzer or you know like they can do what they did with Picard and just put me in a whole new body and that'd be great you know <laughs> that'd be cool shit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, so what do you plan on doing? Is- what's up <laughs> okay I mean, they could do it for you. I mean, they could perfect your whole new body, like they, you know, take out the brain and slap you right in. You could I'm be sure the. They could, they could clone something, and once they figure out how to do a brain transplant, but because of you know the oil companies and the, the hospitals and all these big corporations that just want to screw people over, we have to die. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about the dude that they were planning on. He's dying anyway. This is in Russia. They wanted to do a full head transplant, and they approved it, but they needed like I forget how many surgeons. And, and they're debating Again, on doing it. Yeah. Okay, if he agreed to it, you know, I know that would be kind of crazy. 
given you know the way the world is. But I think if it worked, that'd be freaking awesome yeah. if they could do that. I mean, they did it to a freaking chimp. They chopped the head 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 right off and reanimated. It. I was like, holy fuck! I mean, it only stayed alive for I think like these like three minutes. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Coupons. Coupons, everybody. Coupons. Save money. You know how it goes, man. You can't even freaking be outside anymore with this freaking thing. Nobody wants to pick up food anymore. You just want to... I don't know how it's going to be. Like this okay. whole... I, I don't want to make you even more paranoid, but remember, the mailman touched that. Cootie. <laughs> 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 don't do that, bro. You don't know. You might have just made your life worse. Oh my god! You know, honestly, I have the uh, I had to start venting all the fumes from 3D printers, so I had to go out and get some tubing from uh, just the air hoses and stuff. I got a laser cutter about hooked up and stuff like that. <laughs> I literally had the window open, but it's wedged between a special uh, when I laser cutter. I had a lot of foam, so I made a little wedge. And luckily, it's holding everything together. And it's it's pretty well sealed. I'm like, that's bringing some air in. So I don't know what the best proper care is with this whole corona thing. I really don't. For those I can tell you is just keep washing your hands because that's the best way to do it. The hand sanitizer you got to remember just breaks the outer membrane. Yeah. But the virus is still there. Yeah, you're really going to scrub your hands. And you're just putting it on something else. Mm-hmm. But if you wash your hands every day, wash your face, try not to touch it because you've been touching it like crazy and don't get me wrong, I've been doing it too. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, I washed um, my hands already like my, three times today. No, I know. I, the same thing. I, yeah. You know, there's nothing in my house and I wash my hands and I... Um, but just keep up with the soap. You really don't. I mean, the hand sanitizer is when you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Then you know at least something is better than nothing. Yeah, we did that twice. And we were at Target, and people were just just the vibe you were getting. Uh, you know, one guy had gloves. I felt bad for all the employees because they're just like, "Sir, I don't have anything." It's like you could tell they're they were on edge because like I don't have like I walked through. I needed a as for alcohol and. The poor guy, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, or, you know, um, the guy was literally helping the ladies like, you know, so when do you, when, when do you get an extra minute? And when's that going to be happening? She's like, sir, they come in the morning. I don't know what time. They'll, they'll be here when I'm here. Trust me. I'll be here in the morning. I'll be here in the morning. You know? I was like, leave the poor chick alone. She's like, guys. And she walked back very calm. And she's like, all I can say is it's going to be here in the morning. I don't know when it comes in. It just comes. I'm like, honey, I used to work in a store like this, so I know exactly yeah. Again, it's that, that fear and that, you know, mentality that, oh, we got to do this. It's like, no, you don't got to do that. You know, it's going to be, uh, I don't know. It's, we don't get all the information that we should be getting. No. This guy's just straight up lying to us. Yeah. You know, I, I told him, the uh, this is all, right this is all right over my head and, and I'm more of a conspiracy, not too truthful. Um, you know, they're not telling us everything, and our numbers are obviously higher than we they're telling yep. us because uh, we're, we're infected, guys. It's, it's like The Walking Dead. You know, we are infected. We are all infected somewhere. They, somewhere. Got, a, they got a new commercial on, and it's showing this this wave as as Trump saying, "Oh, we got it under control, and we cut this." But all the numbers are showing the thing uh, going down. Yeah, like the other night. The other night it was a, it was at uh, what one thousand twelve hundred, and then six two hundred dead. And now it's at like 600 dead and like 500,000. And I'm like infected. I'm like, holy shit. I mean, Italy took it bad. And everybody's like, well, you know, if they close the fucking borders. I'm like, this shit was going to come here no matter what. 
I mean, yeah. no matter what, it, it's airborne. Here's the thing. I think we could have contained it better if we had started earlier. Yeah. You know, we had it, like I said before, we had a division that would deal with that, and then he fired them because he did. He thought, he thought they were irrelevant. Yeah. And then when the virus was coming, you know, starting to build up, oh, don't worry about it. It'll go away before it gets you. No, that's not how you think. No. I said, okay, it's starting to grow over there. Start doing this, 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 and yeah. this. You know, let's, get X, Y, and Z set up, and you know all this shit. Ex, you know, extra just in case we need it. Mm-hmm. Let's get you know more hand sanitizer. I don't care. Let's go. You know. Yeah, it's there's sad. so it's many things sad. that like, could have been done, and they didn't because uh-huh. they said, "Oh, it's just going to blow away," and it's not. It's infecting the whole world because it takes one person to infect a Everybody. whole room of people. One fucking sneeze, and everybody in that room is, you know, that's why I didn't like going on the elevators anymore when we were at Fallon. I took the stairs because yeah. one idiot touches a button or one idiot sneezes in there. That's a container. You know? <laughs> Again, it's just unbelievable. It, you know, the stupidity of some things. Yeah, you know? and I, I've never seen, like, I don't think the world would ever be the same again. I like, it was, you know, it's like a September 11th and I was like, you're kind of I'm right. sure everybody's going to flinch every time somebody sneezes. Oh, it already <laughs> happened. We um, we <laughs> had gonna... to go to a doctor's but my girlfriend was having um, allergy issues. And she's had nasal drip and stuff like that. And we're in the doctor's office with a you know, scope and stuff like that and test her. And, and we're getting all stuff pre-tested. And I had to say it out loud like five to ten times. Thank God you're not contagious. You know, because people were cringing. And I'm like, and I'm I'm literally, I dress like, you know, tank top and shorts all the time. But it's hot in Florida. That's the way I dress. Um, but people were fucking staring at me, and I'm like, listen, I'm already infected by something. I don't know what. You know, I work for a theme park, which I'm already covered in shit. The minute yeah. I walk to the gate, I'm covered in shit. I yeah, like I'm, when not they were... give... I'm not going to give you the coronavirus, but I might give you something else. I might, I might give you herpes, I might give you whatever whatever you might be feeling today. Uh, you know, <laughs> might eat the, at the cafeteria, you might get something, who knows. Uh-huh. Uh, don't have the fries. <laughs> Yeah, don't have the don't have the eggs. Don't have the eggs. Don't, don't, uh, don't go to the self service salad bar. But I had, I had to say it like <laughs> they don't have a sneeze guard. <laughs> I never I never touch our uh, our self serve because I had a bad experience there in the morning. I had the eggs were set. the eggs were okay, but I now know to have the fresh eggs, have them freshly made because I got food poisoning or something with those damn eggs and the bacon. Oof, never again. That was a couple years ago, but I was like, never again. <laughs> I see the salad bar. I'm like, nope. Pizza bar, nope. I told the guy, I'm like, can I get a fresh pizza? He was like, oh, you can get it. I'm like, no, I don't trust that. Give me fresh pizza. I will gladly wait. Yeah, you know, I, I try to eat a little something in the morning. It'll last me until I get up because, you know, I'm part-time and they don't give me a whole hell of a lot of hours. By the time I'm home, I'm getting a little hungry. <laughs> who's who's he kidding? Good. Who's he kidding? He walks in and goes, I'm like, gone already? He's like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. If they don't need me and, um, you know, uh, I I can uh, I pay my gas for the meal over there, then I'm okay, you know. I'm, I'm again, I'm not a greedy fuck, but you know, no, if they don't need me, you know, send my ass home. Usually, I mean, send the sick people home first, please, because if I put my name in there and somebody else is sick, I want them to go home. Yeah, I feel, know? yeah, it's it's. But if we have twenty people on the extras list, and you know, three people want to leave. I'll go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I go home and play my play my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I got my rampage. I had more fun with that then. Oh my god! 
Uh, it's just, it's, everybody's just, I don't know. Now that I, you know, like I said, we're grateful Universal's actually paying us to be out of work, and that's, they don't have to do a fucking damn thing. Yeah, but remember that the government's going to give them... Give say, a cut, yeah. We get, just as an example, you know, we get 250 a week. They're probably going to give Universal 500 bucks a person per week, depending on their, you know... Yeah, yeah. Their, I mean, like, they, like I said, like a, somebody badmouths somebody company, and I said, don't badmouth your company, man. They're paying you. You know, they don't have to. My, my brother's yeah. unemployed, and he's like, fuck this, and he, he did it, and now they're Dave, uh, not only has he been let go, but he's been let go, like, oh, like they, they deleted him. They said, okay, you want to fuck us? Well, fuck you. We were going to pay you. Sure. We were going we to help listen. You. They listen. They make sure that, you know, all of it. But again, the government's going to have gotten covered, so I I don't feel it. Yeah, that's why, like I said, we said early in, the, early in the podcast, you know, people are, you know, you know, I don't, they need, these CEOs need to stop being like, oh, we're doing this and, and we're getting half our salary. It's like, no, you're getting tax breaks and tax cuts and you're insured. You've made billions and billions of dollars. I know about these tax cuts because I get them with a small business. I got a little back because of, because of business tax. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was terrifying the other day. I got a call by the county because I got to pay uh state tax. I got to file a state tax too for a small business. And the guy almost almost fucking gave me a heart attack. He was like, "Hey, so you you sent over some paperwork that wasn't uh, filled out all the way." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And he, what they needed to know was, "What I have? Do I have any assets? Printers? What do I do?" So I had to kind of give them the names of the printers, what I paid for them, just so they can get a kind of round number and round it up a little bit and go, "Okay." He's like, "You're under, you're under the twenty five thousand marks. So you're not going to get fucking taxed or oh, do you, He's like, "You're clear." He's like, "Don't worry." He's like, "He's like, dude, don't be scared. I'm a freaking I'm a tax person. I'm not here to I'm not here to fuck you over." He literally had to calm me down. He's like, "You can talk. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tax you." <laughs> but yeah, so well, they just look at the numbers and they go from there. That's what he was saying. He was a county tax appraiser, and he was like, "This is what we do." It's like, "Any questions? Let me know." He was he was really cool. Okay, we talked for about thirty minutes, and he goes, "Printers, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got?" So people are doing their taxes. Get your fucking taxes done, people. I don't know why people are taking forever to get their taxes done. How many jobs do you have if taking taxes this long? I mean, you could write off the toilet paper. <laughs> Well, I, I still don't understand. I was watching on TV somebody uh, the life hack for the toilet paper. They just go to CVS and get the receipt. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, so long. I used to get them so long because I used to do CVS a lot. I used to get a lot of the uh, points, and I went for the twenty five dollar off. You had to spend so much, and shit was like fucking. You could roll your wrap your hands up in it. I was like, and. Always things you can't even use, like old lady diapers and things. Oh, like I was like, why would you? Why? Like, just put it on the phone. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know how this freaking stuff's gonna be. These theme parks are taking a hit, but at the same time, man, people are gonna. I don't know how these numbers when people come back. I think the small companies are the ones that suffer the most. The big companies, I don't feel that they're gonna no. suffer at all because they've already got all their lawyers on it, and mm-hmm. it's the small companies that don't have a lawyer, don't mm-hmm. can't yeah, don't have a CPA or somebody. Pay like. all these people, yeah, the CPAs to deal with all that nonsense, and it's like, yeah, they could probably get some money, but they don't know how to do it. Yeah, I've got a few friends that are running small business, they run successful small businesses, and they're struggling right now. They're like, I don't know how I'm gonna be able to pay this, but I gotta stay open because I provide food and gas and things for this, and I was like. Well, you're covered with blah, blah, blah. He's like, I am covered, luckily, because this is what I do for a living. But I'm a small business. He's like, I'm barely making anything. You know, I'm making shit off my store, but nothing. The gas gets sold, you know, from mobile. or when, They were explaining to me how the 7-Eleven works. And I was like, ah, that's how you make your money. Cigarettes, this, 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 this. 
It's like, why do you think yeah. we, why do you think we, we add in like, oh, get a, get a donut for a dollar fifty because you know, of course you're gonna get a donut, but you're also gonna get a coffee and you're gonna get something else. And I was like, ah, that makes sense to me. So just like the theaters, you know. Yeah, I mean, like Dana was saying, they only make I think what um, ten cents on a movie, and then the rest. Well, of when the movie first comes comes out, yeah, the 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 uh, whoever put out the movie is getting like you know. Yeah, the chunk. Ninety percent of the yeah. take. Yeah, and like then ten cents. After yeah, ten two cents weeks, per ticket. Then you, you get fifty percent. So yeah. you're still not making a whole hell of that. That's movie. what I was wondering. I was about the, do- the dollar theaters and shit. How they get the movie? Like, oh, they buy the copy after it's fucking. The- well, now it's not film anymore. It's all digital. They can just buy the. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a different thing. Once it's out of, um, you know, say okay, go ahead and use it, or you know, pay us a little bit, and then you yeah, know, they just buy the. They pay the do it for how yeah. long you want. You know? Yeah, so. it's insanity. What else I want to ask you? We've been talking about fucking a lot with SpaceX and uh oh, I need that. what is your favorite collectible that you've had so far? Oh. this is like a one I wanted to ask. The thing is, I like vintage cars. Um, had a seventy AMC Javelin. Um, the body was in relatively good shape, but the motor was shot, and I took it out and I rebuilt it. And that was the prettiest thing in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Body wasn't in good shape. I mean, it was in decent best, best shape, but it was solid. Yeah. You know, the floorboards weren't rusted out. Yeah, the that's, a, that's a good sign. Yeah. That's the thing that I worry about most. I don't worry about the engine because, to me, it's a puzzle. I take it apart. Hey, this is broke. Throw it out. Put a new one in yeah. and rebuild the fucking thing, and it works great. You know, um, so growing up, my father would buy cars for nothing, rebuild them. And then when it came time to come to Disney World, uh, we would sell the car. That money would go to the trip. We'd come down here in one of our other cars because I had two or three. Um, and I, I really want to go through all my pictures and make an album of just all the cars we've had. We had over 300 plus cars. Holy shit. You know, you, you, you name any vintage cars. We had every Falcon. We've had almost every Mustang. Uh, my dad, I have a photo in my phone where my dad bought a 65, 66, and it was for my grandfather because my grandfather loved Mustangs, but he painted it to look like the car from Starsky and Hutch. Oh. And you probably won't seen the new movie, but it used to be a TV series. Yeah. It was a Ford Gran Torino. I don't remember the year. But oh my God, we're going Gran Torino, huh? It was red. It was Get a off white my lawn. Stripe. That was the only car, Gran Torino and the Mustangs were the only ones that had the Cobra Jet engines in it, I believe. It might have been another one, but those are the two that I know had the Ford Cobra Jet engines. Uh, my dad also had a 69 Ford Cobra Jet uh, GT500 convertible. Um, if he would have kept it, I'd be driving right now. I wouldn't care about the gas. I'd be driving <laughs> Mind you, I still might want to get a Tesla and I would take that car out just to go to the beach and have some surf. Yeah, just have your motor time. on top. Not that I surf, but, you know, I would have them up there. <laughs> no, I, no. I mean, I, I want to go surfing, but I don't really have anybody that can show me. Uh, but that's when I would, you know, that would be like my, hey, let's go to the beach kind of car. Yeah. And we'd sit in the garage, and then, you know, I'd be driving myself every day. Um, but uh, my my favorite collectible, if you can call it that, is the older cars. I love old, I love seeing these old cars on the road. Whether it be like a Model T with the wood wheels, or you know, just these old, bubbly, you know, old Oldsmobiles, uh, just 
So you were always a fan of like the old Americana, like the old you know curved body yeah. and just they, really hard they, work. Back then, they built cars to last. Yeah. And then once it got to be around like seventy-eight to all through the eighties, they made things out of plastic. They put all these damn sensors in it. They put you know garbage that would fall apart in like a couple of years. To me, those aren't vintage cars. But all the old stuff. I mean, you give me any old car. And you have a problem with it. I can listen to it and I can tell you what's wrong with that damn thing. You know, do this and it'll run like a champ. Those cars, um, when I bought my AMC, actually, I, um, yeah, well, the AMC and I had a, a 69 Ford LTD. Now, this thing, when I, uh, my, my dad picked it up for me because it's my first car, it was sitting in a puddle of oil and it was in a big ass parking lot. And, we were driving up to him like, please don't let that be my car. Please don't let that be my car. And it was my car. Oh. It was this pissed yellow uh, Ford LTD. Uh, the back end was like slanted, so like the tires would tuck, the, the tires would tuck underneath it. It looked like it was like abandoned for years. Um, but my dad came up to it, looked at it, put a brand new battery in it, put some gas with a little bit of uh, oil in it, yeah. because when the cylinders are sitting. Uh, Oxidation builds up on it. You put a little oil, it'll seep into the rings and then it'll clean up once the, the piston rings start rubbing on the outside oh, yeah. of the cylinder. And he started it right up. I'm like, wow. And, and it sounded really good because it had a 429 big block. Holy shit. Now, this engine alone, um, you could recycle it and make like 10 Hyundais out of it. Just the engine. Jesus. It, it was steel. This thing was like huge and so powerful. fucking solid, solid block. Yeah. yeah. Not like so, the aluminum uh, blocks. Yeah. So we got it home, and my dad had a, uh, what's it called? Metallic cherry. Uh, we got the color, but it was a red. It was cherry red with a metallic, like, glint in it. And, uh, you know, my brothers and I, we, we sanded the whole damn thing down, and uh, we put air shocks in the back. I had Ooh. 50s. Um, this thing looked like a hot rod. And the first day I took it out, some guy said, hey, I want to buy your car. I'm like, no, it's my car. I just got it now. He goes, I'll race you for it. I'm like, again, no, this is my car. <laughs> I, I want my I can, car. I, I cannot imagine you weren't like a little Hellraiser going, fuck, yeah, sure. Yeah, No, this thing was scary as fuck. Any, I mean, I was rear-rendered by this plastic, I don't know what it was. It felt like it was a Pontiac or something. I look at my, the back of my bumper and his paint was on my chrome Newly chrome steel uh, bumper. I looked at his car and his hood was up and <laughs> dash. And I mean, luckily he didn't hit the radiator. He could drive home, but his his front end of his car was destroyed after he hit my car. Yeah. The so it wasn't my fault. Like, look, dude, just go home. You did nothing to my car. <laughs> <laughs> so um, going down the road, I mean, I got a picture of it somewhere. I I think I have when it was yellow, and I also have it when it was um. After we painted it red, and it, the thing was beautiful, and I loved the car. And again, I told my dad like that thing would look like a piece of shit when I bought when you bought it. Mm. But after we fixed it up, because my dad, you know, he saw the potential in things. Whereas when you're a kid, you don't see it right yeah, away. Yeah, you don't see it. Yeah, that's where I learned. Like, okay, wait a minute. I see something on the side of the road. I'm like, oh my god, you know, you can do this, this. My imagination started flowing from that point, and I, I, oh, I got to thank my dad for that because. He showed me not to think like this, you know. Think broad. <laughs> open the box yeah. and look at everything. 
because everything has a purpose, everything has a use. You might think, hey, there's a little screw on the road, you know, and oh, you don't want to pick it up because it's garbage. But if you pick up that screw one day, you know, you're driving down the road and your your windshield flap is, and you put that screw in there, and it's, <laughs> it, 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 it works. works for something, yeah. you know. And I'm not saying you need to do that; it's just a stupid example. Yeah. But again, everything has a possibility. I don't like people using duct tape or anything. That's just stupid. But, you know. <laughs> but it fixes everything, Ernest. <laughs> it's true. Again, if you have no skills and no imagination, then I suggest you get a pair of roll of duct tape and put it in the back <laughs> of your tape. car. Okay? Um, I, I've seen somebody make tires out of duct tape. Yeah. He took the rim and put duct tape all the way around it. I'm like, wow, that's garbage. <laughs> but, it, but it worked. For a little it, bit. Got, it got them where they needed to go, but some people use it as a permanent fix because I've seen these cars out there where you know they've got mask- plastic masking tape over the tail light. I'm like, that's gonna last a day. day. I mean, there, there's one car that I saw years ago. This is my first move to uh, uh, the Orlando next Universal off Kirkman, and there was a car. I was trying to get a photo. I had an old flip phone from uh, Sprint. Or no, I, yeah, I had a flip phone. And I was trying to get a photo of the car. The car did not match anything I've ever seen. It had a Honda hood, a fucking Pontiac trunk, a door like this, and duct tape. I'm like, how does this exist in Florida? And nobody's like, they only inspect your car once, bud. I was like, that's yeah, insane. Is it, is it Chrysler, Chrysler 300 or Chrysler or something? It's one of the bigger Chryslers. It's way back, not way back when it's like, I want to say 2000 something. But the Dodge Magnum? The parts on those cars are interchangeable. Yeah. So you could use a front end on the Dodge Magnum onto a Chrysler, and the Chrysler would fit on the Dodge. They're owned by the same company, so again, they just change the body parts. But you can, if you want to modify the Mustang, cars. and like my dad worked for my dad's working for Dodge for eons. Now he works for Loomis, and like if they wanted a new part, you know, like say if you ordered extra features, they would just cut the plastic with a Zawzaw because it already had the markings where to cut, and then they would add the extra muffler, and they would add this extra feature, and I'm like. The fuck? He's like, that's how they build it, dude. Like, there's yep, little cut holes to cut here. They make it. Yep. They, they slot. There's a slot hole. This is hole here. You put the pipe in here, and there it goes. I'm like, that's how they add the features. Shit. Yep. It's like the the Chevy Volt and the, the Cadillac ELR, both the same car. It's just the shell is different. Yeah. And people like that old. You know, I think I was watching West Coast Customs where they would do the the newer car, but they put the older car body on it. To give it that really the old classic Americana feel. Mm. That's crazy. So what did you do with the Mustang you got rid of, right? The, the 06? The, the, the 2006, yeah. I used it to help uh, for the down payment on the house. Gotcha. Um, it wasn't, it's a car. You know, I loved it. Always, yeah, I can always buy. Again, exactly. I, I can probably find a, a nice GT somewhere for maybe two or $3,000. I spent another... Uh, I think it's up to like five grand now for the body kit, um, and I can build it again. Yeah, you know, it, it's I did it once. I know I can do it again. And this time it'll be easier. It's like okay, I know where this goes now. <laughs> I know what not to do here. You know, um, hopefully the body can hold up. Well, the thing is that when I built the, my Mustang the, originally with the side exhaust, they have these little side pipes, and I did everything properly. I torqued it down, but. After a while, the vibration and the fact that you know, the engine, when it roars, it vibrates everything. Oh. So after a while, it starts to loosen things. So after I lost one of the pipes, and I didn't lose it, I heard it fall off. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was sitting at a light, and all of a sudden I hear things, and I'm like, what the hell is that? 
and mind you, when I'm driving, I'm listening to everything. I hear the car next to me, and I'm listening to like, okay, you need a new, you know, a, a, a new belt, or you need a new uh, water pump, because I know what's wrong with your car. I know there's nothing wrong with my car because when I drove it to the light, it wasn't making a sound. All of a sudden, I hear a sound next to me. I was like, I know it's you. So you know, I want to come open the window and say, hey, you need to do this, but people, you know, they don't care. They're like, fuck you. Like, dude, I'm doing you a favor. Doing you a favor to save you a couple thousand dollars. But again, nobody wants, you know, oh, I'm smarter than you. No. No. You know, I don't pretend to be smarter than nobody, and they don't pretend, you know, don't do that. So again, yes, I love my my Tesla. If I want to build another one, I build another one. It's my my cost. And actually, it'll even be less because I bought my 06 brand new. Mm. And that was like 32 grand for that car. Yeah. That's just um, like a freaking standard Tesla, like a Model 3. No. That, actually, it is. I went on Tesla the other day. The bare bones Tesla uh, Model 3. No, with autopilot. It's used. It's 34. Uh, it's 30. I think it's automatically your autopilot. There's, um, full self-driving is an extra $5,000. Yeah, this one I was looking at was like 32. They were used uh, in Miami. Oh, the used one. Okay, yeah. I don't. I don't want to buy used. <laughs> you don't trust. Uh, no, if I'm gonna damage, I want to damage it myself. <laughs> and uh, again, if I buy an old car and it costs me two hundred bucks, I expect to fix it. That's fine. I accept that. But if I want to buy a used car and they're saying everything's great, no, and I find sawdust where it doesn't belong, <laughs> no. You know, it's like okay, no, this isn't supposed to be like this. You're supposed to. It's supposed to be a good car. Okay. Um, not that they would do that because I'm sure they check it. But now they don't check it as well as they used to. So again, if I'm gonna buy, I'm just gonna buy a new one and go with that. Because, like I said, if I'm gonna, if it's gonna be ruined, it's gonna be ruined by me, <laughs> not by anybody else. So um, again, if I could find the car cheap enough, I might build another one. But right now, it's not something I don't need to show off. No. I had it because it was something I wanted. I didn't really buy that car to show off. I bought it because I love Mustangs, and this one was. A little bit more boxier, but still stylish. Mm-hmm. Whereas the one before, it was very, um, it was too round for me. You know, it was very. Yeah, I don't mold. know if I like. I don't like the newer newer Mustangs. They're very cartoonish. Yeah, they they changed it a lot because again they went from the D06. It was very boxy and very like you know like a slot car. Whereas the new ones are, they rounded it too many places. You know, it took away its. Um, to me, the ferocity. If you look at the GT500, it looks like you know, it looks like a bulldog. It looks angry, yeah. But if you look at the 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 the, the V6 and um, like a basic GT, it's very smooth and very. I don't want to say feminine. It's more. I don't know how to call it. It's too round in too many yeah. places. The rear end should be like you know more. Yeah, it just looks should be a little bit more boxy. They just rounded everything out. Yeah. So if I would, I'd probably go back and see if I could find it because it's 05, 06, and 07 with that body style. The Fords, it might even be four years, but that was the body style for those years. And I can get any one of those and I could still do the same thing that I had done to my car. You know, so, and the engine, I've already worked on my Mustang. I did spark plugs and I know where everything is and I know where certain problems happen. Um, it wouldn't be hard for me to, you know, to diagnose any problems. Get back in there and do it, yeah. Because nowadays you it, can't even get into an engine. No, they won't, and, and it's that's the problem too. Is like they put four sensors, you lose one, and they want to sell you all four. 
and each one of those cents is a hundred plus dollars. If not more. You know, if you have the, the V8, you have two um, O2 sensors on the right side and two O2 sensors on the left side. What? No, I don't need to know what the, the gas, um, the amount of gas is that coming out of my car at the beginning. I just need to know what's coming out of it. Okay? And they added two extra ones, and each one of those damn things is a hundred plus dollars. Yeah. And you, you lose one, they, oh, we don't know which one it is, but it's gotta be one of these two. Okay, so you gotta replace them two. So now how much you spend in for two fucking sensors? And you need one. Yeah. That's, you know, a three hundred dollar for parts, and then labor. Oh, labor you know, $100 for labor. You know, I, I laugh at when they tell, I tell somebody, oh, you want to buy insurance for your engine? Oh, an alternator costs this much money and the labor costs... Oh, well, if I go to AutoZone, I can get the alternator for 25 bucks, and I can do it myself because I get these phone calls. I don't even answer my phone anymore because everything's a fucking advertisement. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't call her enough to you. Literally but when I, when I did answer, they go, oh, you know, you should get insurance for your motor because, you know, if something goes bad, it's like a $2,000 thing. But if you pay us, you know, 30 or 40 bucks a month, it'll cover you for, you know, for as long as you pay, you keep paying your making payments. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe for somebody that doesn't know jack shit about the car, yeah. that might work. But not for me, because I know that part, if I, you know, if I return the core, it's going to cost me, you know, 50 bucks, and I, it takes me five minutes to do it my damn self. I'm not saving any money by paying you 50 bucks or whatever bucks a month right. to do it my damn self. So, I'm paying for something I don't really need because the engines, if you take care of a car, it'll last you, but they also don't make the parts to last. No. They don't. So, with little ones that do break, the things that are made out of plastic, I can fix those things. Um, to me, everything's the freaking way to try to steal money from people. True. And I feel bad. You know, that's why I say, that's you know, what I said. I, I, previously, I'll it's hard to advice. find a fucking decent mechanic. Yeah. I'll give you my advice. If you trust somebody, say, look, I just need this and this. Be done. You know? Um, I just, I don't like people lying to me. and I don't like people trying to scare me. Oh, you need to do this because, no, I don't need to do shit. I'm sorry. Now, that's like a apprentice called me for computer <coughs> stuff and they're like, do I need this or this? I'm like, I would recommend later to do this. But if you're trying to get more out of this, yes, do this. You know? Um, same thing I do now with my own 3D printing stuff. Somebody's like, I, I got like probably like three clients this couple weeks now working on their stuff, and then I had a few other people call me. And one guy, I charged him like almost charging him like a hundred, and uh, he hasn't gotten back to me at all. And then somebody wrote me back, that's a little too pricey. Well, I'm adding in my work time plus failure time, so when I do something, it might fail. So I'm covering my own ass to, you know, yeah. not sit here and charge you more. So I could charge you more, but you know. I was like, you can go to the, one of the companies that, or somebody else that does it for fucking buku cheap, but he's probably not making anything either. You know, I was like, I'm trying to be honest to goodness. I'll fucking talk to you and tell you the truth about what I see. If you're trying to make a cosplay suit or what have you. Somebody needed something for a car recently. He said, hey, can you print this? I'm like, yeah, the material here would be good for that. It's hard. And you can mold it if you want to make a hard mold out of it. But this shit's already hard enough, so it's going to take a lot of damage for a while. Yeah. Okay, how much would that cost usually? Well, to make it, the models, you know, this much, and this so long, we'll probably take the print to make it look good. And then you just go sand it a little bit and spray it, and there you go. It's probably about 30 bucks. Okay, I could probably go to fucking AutoZone and pay that, but, but I want to customize with my, my initials. Oh, fucking take a, take a dermal. Put your initials <laughs> it. <laughs> you know? Like, it's hard to find, honest to goodness, fucking people who do customer service, and 
I think I've been fucked around too much myself to screw people over. Again, it's like when I say I want to buy something new mm-hmm. and I know it's quality, then I'll get it. Yeah. You know, I don't mind spending a little extra for the quality, mm-hmm. but you want to try to, and that's the problem with a lot of these automakers nowadays. They want to sell you crap, say, oh, look, nice and shiny, brand new, <laughs> but you know it's garbage. And they want to sell you for the same price as somebody else doing, you know, hey, you can get a Mercedes-Benz quality car over here, or you can get a, you know, a Yugo quality car over here. Oh, Jesus. Same price. Yeah. Same price. Which one do you want? They're both brand new. The choice is simple. I'm going to go with somebody that's going to make quality. You would have to pay a little bit more. Yeah, it's quality. I, quality. I told my friend the other day, I said, what would you recommend to these one of my website designers? And he's been with the company for a minute. And he's, he says, quality over quantity. He goes, quality. He goes, I would gladly pay you a little bit more and know that you're taking your fucking time than somebody else spitting them out and not backing this shit up when, they, when you get it and go, yeah. hey, you had to come out. Ah, it came out great. Thank you. I was like, one guy, he wrote me a review back and he said, man, you said, so it took you a little bit, but you fucking knocked it out of the park. So that's the, that's the goal. You know, yeah. and he sent me like over like six clients so far, and I'm like, slow down, slow down. I can't, I can't do all the fucking orders. You this one guy, thank you. Yeah, I told one guy, I said I've, I've got too many orders. He goes, one guy texted me because he's a cop. I'm doing uh, the covers again, those helmet covers for the whiskey, whiskey glass. And he's super cool. I chatted with him. I said, hey man, the last two prints I did came out like shit. Here's the problem. You want them two bucks? If not, I'm just fucking throw them online. Somebody will probably fucking buy them for, you know, just put them on their shelves. He goes, no, no, keep them. I'll probably buy them for you. So, it's just being honest to goodness with people and stuff. Fucking, hey, when people just lie, they rather lie to your face and charge you more than to tell you the truth. And I think that's what happened with people who card people or people who are anything. It's hard to find, like, quality fucking work nowadays. It's fucking sad. It's like, you know, with this whole coronavirus thing, people are like, man, humanity really fucking failed with this paper towel shit and just going up to your, you know, the workers at Target and harassing them and Publix is now putting fucking barricades. Up, so you can't even talk and talk to the cashier. Spit guard, like a spit chamber. Yeah. yeah I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is weird. This is insane. What? What? Well, hazmat suit. I know it's like fucking. What now? Tesla's not going to be able to drive the car. You have to put a fucking hazmat suit. To, it will drive out for you well, to pick you up. You know that. You know that they're um. What's it called? When they drop the car off and you go pick it up, they just leave the paperwork in the car. Now they don't wait for you to sign it and give it to them. They have a new feature. Yeah. Now they're like the you can. Off. Yeah, they'll fucking have you, uh, you can either do it on email and send it to them, or you can, like, four different options on the new site. That's what I was looking at yesterday, like, the new option because of the coronavirus. I'm like, this is insane. Uh, you know, if we'd have done a little bit of this before the shit went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the curve would have went, oh, okay, um, you know, but... This is this is his actual. This curve. is the actual, and like I said, I previously I'm not being like a skeptic or anything. The numbers are definitely higher. Oh, remember these are just the people they tested. Yeah, this is not people that you know are walking around with the damn thing. That's what scared me the other day. Like even, even I got kind of you know, I'm a I'm a not a germaphobe, but a fucking guy. It's like all right, I'm already covered in germs. But even then, I walked through like Target and I saw people walking around. I'm like, most people know they're probably not infected. The people that are walking around probably know. They they know they're feeling okay. You can see other people wearing gloves and face masks because they got lower immune systems and they probably got asthma. And they're just trying to whatever. Remember, they like some of the symptoms are you lose taste and you lose a sense of smell. Yeah, if you start the... feeling that, but you're not feeling sick, you might have it. Yeah, you know. But again, none of this information is getting out there. No. Yeah, we're probably, like I said, we're probably all fucking infected without even knowing. I it. just learned about it like two or three days yeah, ago. Yeah, well, like I said, Facebook the getting sense the fucking of smell and the taste. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. 
That would have been nice. It would have been nice to know when the shit started. Yeah. It's like, hey, this take this steak doesn't taste so well, honey. It's like add hot sauce. It's dog no, food. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like shit. This tuna fish tastes like funny. That's cat food, Dan. <laughs> I wonder why it was all chunky. I told you to buy nine lives. Oh my god. Oh my god, I say I got another fun one for you. Um so I had a favorite comic. What uh favorite Disney memorabilia that you have? Like what's the one thing that you found that you will not get rid of that was kinda of hard to find? Oh. And I know there's one thing we went to your collection, I was like, because somebody asked me, what's like this his prized thing that he's found? So there's a couple, but I don't know. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a tough one. Um because I wanna keep it, but I also don't wanna keep it. I've got this porcelain Darth Vader. Um, it was part of one of the, the, the special events that they had at Disney, um, like in 2006, I believe. Uh, special edition. It's a watch, and it's got Vader. In. Oh, I didn't that one you showed me. Very classy watch. And I want to wear it, but I don't want to wear it to work because I'm going to end up scratching it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the high hell. So it's something I want, and I want to wear it, but the damn thing was like, Three-something three hundred dollars for that fucking watch. Yeah. And I'm like, do I want to take it to work and that one little scratch is going to piss me off for because it happened that time <laughs> while I'm working? Uh, it's like, no, I, do, I didn't, it didn't happen. I'm just saying. Oh, it, yeah, I, work, I can see it happening. You know, there's too many things going around, too many people with too many things you can run into. Yeah. And that would just drive me. Better. I mean, even the way the way you move, man, like fucking his his jacket well, goes up, his coattails <laughs> going. Ernesto was like a speed monster. He'll walk yeah. that building three, four times, and it was like, and they go, and he'll just fucking give you the salute, like, fuck it, it's just the, yeah. the old finger. Just so. <laughs> yeah, Roadrunner. Like, oh, me, me, gone. The middle finger going. Are you one or are you two? Like, how many in your party? One or <laughs> hold the phone with the other one, but I'm using the other hand too. <laughs> oh my god, I should have worked gave you a tripod. <laughs> it's all good. So that would be the I'll one thing that you would never give the two finger salute. One or two people. One or two people. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't like freaking wouldn't, wouldn't want to lose that watch for a triple. Definitely three hundred. Was that like the hardest thing to find from Disney? Was there like an item um, that there wasn't very many of them? At least when I when I purchased it, um, but I've also picked up other Disney memorabilia. Like I've got other watches as well. Um, there's oh my goodness! Again, it's just something you have to see. It, it, I picked up a lot of different shit, different places. Um, but that I I kind of like the most. The watch is one of my favorite things. Yeah. But again, given so much money I was spent on it, I'm like I'm afraid to use it. Yeah. Which it's like I want to use the damn thing. That's like, like yeah, you know, and oh, I know your Tesla is going to be fucking used whenever you get the Tesla, or you know, three D scanner is going to be used. But it's like you spend all this money, and you're just like, fuck, I want it. Yeah, you know, the Tesla I will use. The only thing is that I'll probably take it apart, and you know, I'll be sitting in the garage for give it my own little style. Right. I'm not. I don't. I don't like to bury bury stuff. If like my Mustang, when I built it, it was gorgeous. When I when I first finished the paint job and I put all the pieces on the car. It was beautiful, and of course, I didn't want to drive it, but, you know, you can't save that kind of stuff, you know? You, you keep it in your garage, and then you get hit by a bus, and somebody else is going to be driving with you, you know? 
what you built and what you made beautiful. Yeah. Like, no, I want to enjoy it. I want it. And that's why it's like, like again, with my collectibles, it's like, yeah, I had fun with it. I enjoyed it. I had it on my wall. Either I use it as a, as a prop or, you know, <laughs> it's time to, to let the stuff go to somebody that really wants it, really wants to enjoy it. Mm. So, some things I'm, I'm definitely not going to part with. And then other things I'm like, okay, time for you to, you know, find another happy home. You know? Yeah. So, I wouldn't bury the color once I, you know, if I want to, I want to be positive here. When I get my test, <laughs> um, I will, I will modify it eventually. Uh, I will probably take it apart and see what I can change, what I can do. You know, if I can put solar cells in it without having to take the roof apart, you know, find a way to, to kind to of incorporate it cleanly, up, you know, put the brackets up there so it doesn't look like it's some kind of tack job because I don't like doing shit halfway. Yeah. You know, do it right or I don't do it at all. Yeah. So um if I could find a way to make it look then you know, if I could find square cells and make a pattern on the top or, you know, just make it look like scales, you know, like dragon scales on yeah. um, the roof of the car, even though they're solar cells. Because I'm sure if I found somebody to, to design the, the solar cells to look like scales, I think that would look gorgeous and like nobody would see it but the people you know, the helicopter the police helicopter chasing me would be the only one seeing it, but to me, I would know it's there. So, um, but it would be used because, again, when you buy something, you gotta use it, you gotta enjoy it, you gotta have fun with it, and then when the time passes, you, you pass it on. Yeah, I mean, there's many collectors out there, and you're not one of them, but you you like to keep things and use them, and most collectors are like, Dad, don't touch that, and I'm like, why wouldn't you touch that or open it to let people, and I, people really leave stuff in boxes, and I'm like, what do you plan on doing? Selling it later? I'm like, well, like I just said previously in the early in this podcast, it's something is worth what you put into it, and you might not get that number ever ever in your life. Yeah, the thing is, people see this. Oh my God, look, it's selling for this much on eBay, but they don't realize that it's been there for five years. Yeah, you it's know, like the one years. guy who bought all the uh, Terminator parts from the robots. His parts are fucking still hundred percent markup. And I'm like, I know what he bought them for because I have friends that sold them the parts. And I'm, they're still sitting on eBay. If you guys want to look, look up Terminator parts. Uh, Terminator 2 3D. Well, you'll find them. And the guy's name is Eric. And he will not negotiate. He just left. He's leaving him there. I don't know why he's not, you know, just breaking even. Maybe he's hoping to, you know, them to go up in value someday. I mean, I felt bad but for that's the That's a waste of time. Yeah. Don't you have to keep updating that and... Well, you're still fucking paying for all the, the maintenance thing on eBay. It's so like you, you pay for the listings. Unless the, you have the, a, money, the money you're paying for that, you're losing already. Yeah. I mean, you charge, know, go, go 10% markup, go a little bit for your gas or a little bit extra, and sell it. Get rid of it. You know someone's going to buy it. Enough that you're not losing money. You're you making like, what, stuff. 20% back. So you made yeah. a thousand bucks. Okay, cool. I paid for my gas, paid for my, and I made about 1500 bucks extra. Cool. Cars paid, you know, credit cards paid off, whatever. Because I know the guy is apparently loaded. He doesn't need to sell them. But he's like, well, apparently he's loaded. He's got a big job. I'm like, mm, I don't think he does. Because, like, I've heard of this guy. And I, I haven't seen him in person. But apparently he works for a big company. He he doesn't talk with anybody. Because he has this whole listing of, like, my family's sick. And I, I'm the only guy who works. And yada, yada, yada. I'm like, that sounds like a fucking excuse. You're just a collector who collects things. And you're trying to make as much profit. But you're fucking doing it wrong. Because you're spending all this money and wasting a lot of this time. When you can just get rid of it and just get rid of it, you know. Make twenty percent, make ten percent. No, no market up a hundred, hundred percent. Because you're not going to make anything from it. You know. So I feel bad for like people who do like 3D printing work, like myself, or 
Like, I do stuff at, like, 10% markup because it's, like, going to take more time for me to make it carefully and make it done right, you know. But that's just how I think. But people sit there and just fucking mark shit up for no reason. It's like, yeah, I'll make 100%. No, you won't. It'll sit on eBay for days. Like, for your stuff, like, getting it on eBay, it's going to be a long, that's a lot of shit we got to help them get on. Oh, my God. That's why I kind of just want to, like, invent, make a website and put all the stuff there yeah. and say, hey, this is my garage, you know? I mean, and I don't didn't get to show you guys much, but oh, my God, when I was, I if I was there, I would show you guys more. With We'll take photos and put it more in the video once it's all completed, but you guys will see more. But it's just so much shit. I mean, this comic book collection is... I could probably open up a store and, you know, every little corner will have a different little niche or something. something. Yeah, it's like... I, mean, I collect baseball caps. I collect, uh, I, like I said, I got SEA memorabilia. I got um, Disney memorabilia. And right now, I'm actually get some of the Universal. you see my Bumblebee. Have you seen the Bumblebee? Oh, yeah. I the saw it when you walked out with it. You go, I, was, I, I just <laughs> clocked out. You go, yeah. You go, it was on awesome. Said, What's the wife going to say? She's already said no more. She goes, no more shit. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes again, it's the price kind of thing. Like yeah. when I found the one ups, it just it was something that I had to throw really quick. I, I mean, wanted one. It was crazy when you were telling me when you guys got together. It was in the apartment, a small apartment. You guys were climbing over. Well, no, it, we weren't. It, literally, all those plastic containers had everything inside of it neatly. Okay, and they were all up against one wall. <laughs> <laughs> we had our bedroom. No. I don't remember there being a lot of crap in the bedroom. I don't think there was. Um, I did have something on the patio outside in the apartment, but literally our living room had all those containers, and we had our widescreen TV out there, and we would watch TV out there. I mean, like, I got the gaming chair, so we would sit out there. We didn't have a lot of furniture because we're in the apartment, and I wanted to be able to get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. Mind you, all those boxes that you saw, I moved by myself into this house. Oh, okay? Now, the only <laughs> thing that... The only thing that didn't come with that, that didn't come with us in the apartment was the sofa, the the dinner table, and the the, the bedroom. The, the so, inside oh, bed. yeah. That's it. Uh, everything else was in the apartment, and I I had at the time I was driving an F one fifty, and I was literally taking twenty trips back and forth. Oh Jesus! Park. You didn't even hire a moving yeah. company. You really broke your yeah. back. Yeah, well, after that, I wasn't feeling very good. And mainly because the, uh, the arcade machine was like the bitchiest, the bitchiest thing to take. My uh, cocktail vintage, yeah. uh, I was doing that by myself. Mind you, I had to like go to push roller, so luckily it, it was over cement, yeah. but I still was able to push it. Otherwise, there's no way in hell I would have been able to pick that up. Um, but to go down the stairs, I just had to dolly for it. There was things. Where there's a wheel, there's a way. Yeah. And if I can, I, I'll figure it out. It might take me a few minutes, but I'll figure a way to do it. Okay. <laughs> um, but I managed to get everything in the house and everything worked out fine. So, I'm just glad during the last hurricane, y'all didn't lose too much and wasn't too yeah, much. Yeah, everything. Uh, yeah, that, that, that back room is what I was worried about because that's where all the stuff is right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's an enclosed patio kind of thing. But that was, yeah, I was more worried about the family photos. I don't really worry about the stuff. It's just stuff. It's material, yeah. Now, the family photos I worry about because I can't reprint those. You know, yeah, it's time to rescan all this. I gotta get off my lazy ass. And, and scan, yeah. It's gonna be take about a day or two to scan everything. Like, 
Yeah, the thing is that my computer right now is taking a crap on me, and my desktop already took a crap on me. Um, so I need to get a new laptop. The wife's got a new one, but I don't want to mess with her stuff. I've already, like I said, I gave away her Wii. Well, if you'd so like a laptop, laptop, I got one ready to give I away. To buy, I had to buy her a Switch because I gave away her Wii. So I'm trying not to touch that. That's why I bought the Mini because that way I don't, you know, I don't damage her things. It's, it's hers. So. Well, I got one if you need it. I'm not using it anymore. It just needs up here. I appreciate it. So. That's good. I, again, I, it's something that I want to buy for the scanner too, like the preemptive thing. So I do That's a whole other ball game. We were discussing so. that for the last few months of Hey, have you seen Again, the once I get the car, I'm going to take the front end off, I'm going to scan it, I'm going to put it in CAD, I'm going to change it, I'm going to make it look like something completely different. I'm like, that looks good, go with it. I'm going to mold it, I'm going to put it on these sensors. Uh-huh, and then I'll send you a picture, I'm like, what the fuck? They tell me, what the hell are you doing? That poor car is not even going to make it off the lot, like I said previously. Yeah, the poor thing's going to be underneath, it'll be doing final checks and fucking bumpers uh-huh. already. It'll go from 300 miles to 299. I don't care. As long as it's pretty. Lane coming out of the back. Oh my god. Oh. That would require gas, and I don't want gas in my car. (laughs) I don't think it's allowed to do that anymore. Um, no, you can do, you can, with the, with the roaster, they're gonna put jets from uh, SpaceX in it. Mind you, I don't think it's fire. I think it's more uh, compression, but still jets. That's fucking insane. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. I didn't even hear about that. Roots are having her bunch about it. It keeps the car grounded. Oh, um, it'll force it to stay on the ground where it would start to slide. Yeah. The jet would, the jet, or either when you launch or if you're traveling at like a, a, a curve, if the car starts to slide, the jets push the car down so the wheels grip better and that way you can go around the corner faster. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, there's so much crap going on. It's like, that's a beautiful car. Oh. Again, if I had the money, yeah, I would buy uh, two of them. One to wreck and one to just, you know. <laughs> one to wreck and just. One would be my, like, you know, cruising car, and you're going to be like, like <laughs> going through traffic, you know. Like, what happened to Ernesto? He's he's over there. Yeah, look, look at the police helicopter live action news. See that? See that? Is that, <laughs> the, is that the bumper it? he just made? Yeah, that's the bumper. Yeah, with a different body kit on it. Yeah, the that is that the like front wheel? Bumper. That's the yeah. front wheel. Uh-huh. Car's fucking still driving down the road. You can't stop it. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, I got a lot of things floating around in my head. The problem is, is that the time and the effort. That did that, become the thing. We went to see his whole entire collection. I go, he goes, dude, just don't give me any more fucking ideas. I went, out of my bad influence. You know what? That's why I try not to go to the you know the flea market. The or to any places or flea markets because I'm like, oh my god. I walked in there and I thought I'm of lo- you one day because you're like, I have all these fucking plugs just in case I need it for something else. Oh, no. Which has become, it, it's become very handy because... I, I literally have a, a 40 gallon, I don't know what the, the container is, the Sterilite plus container. Everything in it is just mis- miscellaneous electronic parts. Yeah. If something breaks in the house, I'm like, I know where that is. <laughs> I know where to get it. I'll dump it on the phone. There it is. <laughs> I'll fix the, the thing and I gotta scoop everything back into the box because I want to finish fixing the part. Yeah, it's just, it's a, so many things. And, um, I went to a place that was closing down, like, I found, you know, the battery cable things for like the old cars? Yeah. The terminal things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, way back when I had to buy it and it was like, you know, four, like two bucks at the time. Um, 
I went to this place that was closing down, and they were selling it for ten cents a piece. And there was two in them, so I bought four. Yeah, I got four. I mean, I'm probably never going to use them. Yeah, but, you know, the day that I need it, it's there. I don't have to go drive into the damn auto zone, pay another two or three bucks for the damn thing, come back home. I just go to my garage, say, "Boy, there we go, put it in, and I'm done." You're kind of always kind of the person optimistic of like, okay, we need this for some time. Yeah, the only thing that kills me is like, okay, I've had this for like five years and I throw it away. <laughs> like, I don't need this anymore. I've and done that recently. I've moved shit around. Like, two days later, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. You know? So, well, it's yeah. Kind of like um, the, the, the Amazon thing, like I'm saying, it's, it's people are like, oh, I can get on Amazon. Now you can't. It's become the thing of like, oh, thank God you have a 3D printer because you can just design it, you know? And people are like, why do you just, I'm like, you can just, now it's like more than ever. I'm like, 3D printer is becoming very fucking handy. Because, because you gotta remember, it cost the corporation a lot of money to send make that one little part that nobody really needs anymore. Yeah. But you need it. So the printer is a really good thing to have. Somebody or, was, yeah, the other day somebody was on a forum and he needed a part. And he was like, he's like, does anybody, I'll, I'll pay the damn model. And he paid some guy who was an engineer. The guy modeled it, like, really quick. Didn't model it really well. And he's like, here's the part, here's the file. Like, go ahead and print it. Print it at this speed. This, 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 and the material. It will hold. So he printed like three of them, and the guy's like, I don't know how much I owe you. And the guy's like, don't worry about it. You know, I just did it because I'm fucking bored. But again, you know, it's nice to have the ability to do that. It's kind of what I want to do. That's why I want to focus on one thing rather than. Yeah, because you have your, these projects are fucking. Weird. I've got the airbrushes, and I love to paint. I love to draw. I've got pencils. What made I've you get into the RC racing? Like, the RC racing. Well, friends of mine are doing it. And I really like the cars. You can tinker with the engines. You can, you know, you can run them really rich or really, you know, really lean. The problem is when you run the engine too lean, you have a tendency to burn it out. Mm-hmm. So you got to find that perfect little spot and you're just fidgeting with it. Um, again, I've got neons for that already. You know, but you oh remember God. the cars? The cars that had on the real road, they had neons. Yeah, they cars. still do. I actually have neons for, <laughs> for my, uh, my RC racing car because it was just something I liked. Mm-hmm. And when you drive, um, they used to be get-togethers. It was behind a, like a shopping center. It was a huge parking lot. Empty. And all the kids would go there at night. And we'd be racing around, racing each other. Yeah. And it was fun. It wasn't like, you know, you had to be respectful. Don't be ramming into people like a dumbass. Yeah. Everybody did what they had to do properly, which was really good. My only problem is that I bought, I love these special rims. And one day I'll show you the rims. Um, they look like spoke wheels from an old, like, 70s Cadillac. Mm. But on the car, they look gorgeous. And the thing is, once you hit a wall, they would crumble. Uh. They would literally fall apart. Um, I'll also show you, like, the aluminum ones. Those, you can you can abuse the hell out of those things. Yeah, those, will... those are expensive. Yeah. Because it's had to be cut. Yeah, because those are freaking CNC or uh, yeah, flow exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I bought those for, for survivability. But if I wanted to show the car off, I would put the spoke. Um, I haven't found them anywhere, but luckily when I was able to get them, I got like four sets. It's really good. The, 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 the hobbies are just fucking expensive, and I saw all the ones that you, like, all the cars you got. My friends got in touch with you, and like he still does RC racing. I'm like, gas powered is so expensive. Just a little yeah, motor. It, it, it's a it's a it's a waste of money. It is. It's a, it's a fun hobby. Yeah. So again. I would recommend that, you know, unless you got money to throw away, which at the time I actually did. Um, but right now, I've got family and 
they're more important to me than these stupid little toys. Yeah. That was the only thing. I, the only reason I recently bought that car was because it was Christmas and I had nothing underneath the tree. And, you know. Yeah, the Ernest had to get something. Yeah, so um, she doesn't really know the things that I like. And I said, okay, look, I'm just going to buy this, you wrap it, put it underneath the tree, and you know, I'm like surprised. <laughs> but I love the car. Um, it, it, came with, it came with everything. It came with the remote, but I've got a better one. I've got um, like a three channel FM. This one Those are expensive by themselves, man. Yeah, this I did a lot of RC plane flying. And single channel. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, but this one comes with a single channel uh, radio, which is fine. I really don't. The three channel actually had three different cars at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I showed you the bag of parts, but all those parts, it was like, literally everything was aluminum. These cars, all their framework and everything else, aside from the, the bottom frame itself, the bottom frame itself is metal. It takes a lot of abuse. Yeah. But um, the shocks and the doorbirds and everything else, they're all plastic. That's why somebody was like, can you 3D print these things? I'm like, you can if you had a scanner. You could scan them all so, in. To me, that's a, a kind of a waste. Because it... It would cost more money to, to in time. Yeah, you can go to the hobby shop, pick it up for like four or five bucks, and you got some extra parts, and you repair the one you broke. And hopefully, you won't break that same part. Maybe you'll break another one, but at least you have the parts there, and it cost you five bucks. If you print it, you know, if your time and your hours, you know, to print something like that, it would be what half an hour probably, maybe yeah, more. Yeah, it's getting much faster now. Even with the resin, you can get up to thirty minutes. Yeah, which is pretty again, shocking. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot of time to print a part that you know. You know, I just—it's not feasible to be printing those kind of parts unless you're going to sell them and you're making them out of metal and they're going to survive mm-hmm. anything. Unless you hit something at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, I've seen cars. We went to a couple of the RC races and they just exploded. Yeah, so if, if you hit something at high speed, this one I think is rated at like. I want to say 95, but I'm not sure. It's been a while since I read the manual. This is one of the better engines. Yeah. Um, and just the engines alone are just, they're high price, man. They're not cheap. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's crazy. I also have an electric starter for it. Oh, jeez. So, remember the, the little pull cord? Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember. No. No. no, no. Not for me. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. I don't even like to do the mower. I've got to switch on my, i got to switch on my rider right now. I'm not pulling no more fucking cords. Um, <laughs> But the, the, the cars are really fun. It's just a very expensive hobby, so unless you got money to throw away, then I don't really recommend it. But go play with an electric RC that you get from Walmart. You'll get just as much fun out of it. Yeah. And yes, I do. I have a, actually a SpongeBob RC. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that. The SpongeBob show and the SpongeBob uh, arcade game. Oh, you already seen it? Because I was going to say it. Oh, you can if you want. You can show the people. Yeah. I'm sideways. Yeah. Oh god, I love it! I love it. So, you know, this is just all the shit. My, this is all the FedEx, shit he has, guys. FedEx trucks and these are Tonkas and these are Coca Colas. Um, again, just a lot of little stuff that I enjoy collecting, and now it's time to you know. Oh, if somebody else has a what is it? The uh, haunted mansion posters on the side you have. You have the one, but you don't have the other one. And the haunted mansion. Oh yeah. Well, I was looking for like a Sally and the the worm. So I'll see. There's somebody in Estes that I know. And I was going to replace the Harley Quinn only because it's not very colorful. 
um, the Snow White and uh, the original character, which is right there, they're very colorful. They're very bright. But uh, the, um, the Harley, even though I love it, it's just not very, it looks very half-assed. Yeah. Um, you know, when I saw it online, I'm like, okay, it looks okay, but when I got it, it just looked like crap, so. There's a Sally one, and I wouldn't mind having the the, the Princess Leia one. Mm-hmm. This is the back of my phone. The, the Princess Leia with the, the little thing that pops up in the trash compactor with the one eyeball. I mean, it's still like the same pose. It's on somebody a tight had some, I know somebody on SD was, was selling the... Um, they were before Christmas, they were making their own um, I think the stretch posters. And they were really not reproductive. They were like their own style, and they looked really damn good. And they were, they were a couple hundred bucks, but they were decent. I was like, wow. And they were selling. I was like, I'm gonna show this I'll see if I can find that girl. I don't know where she is anymore. She's still got her shop open or what? Or did Disney shut her down? Of course, because, you know, they're not profiting from what she's doing. So I remember when I used to go to the Artagon Mall. I don't know if you, you and your wife have been there, but there were a couple of the makers there were, um, you know, you know, oh, you don't take photos of my shit. And I was like, I didn't realize why. She, I wasn't thinking, I was taking a photo of the wall, and she got real fucking pissy. And she said, there's a sign there, and there's a little fucking sign she had, like a post-it note, don't take photos. And I'm like, what, are you stealing people's work and not giving them credit? So I was told by somebody other, one of the other vendors, yeah, she was. Mm. I was like, ooh. He goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, I, he goes, I don't mind you taking photos of my stuff. You get an idea, so be it. He goes, this stuff is made by me, but I have the artist's name right here, and I have the artist's numbers, and I can, he sells the artist stuff. So, like, the artist, they need a place to sell stuff. He lets them, like, for 5%. You know, put it there, and then he'll make you know whatever. So, for them, yes, uh, commission or yeah, he, yeah. So because I asked him, I said, I was at a MegaCon, and I, I asked a guy very politely, I said, "Do you mind if I take a photo?" I plan on, I would, I've still got his number. I might call him for he had a Wolverine, like a Japanese Wolverine. And I said, "How much would that be?" And I don't need something big. And he goes, "I'd be happy to do one for you for a good price." And uh, he was very nice. I said, yeah, no, "Go ahead, take a photo. Like promote me. Here's my. He said, Can I promote you at all?" I'm very respectful to makers. I'm being a maker myself and a builder, you know. It, just give credit where credit's fucking due, you know? Especially with the, the model I keep printing. I, I talked to the maker and I gave a few bucks uh, for his model. I said, hey, man, I, I know you made this back in 2016. It's becoming a hot thing now with whiskey drinkers. This is a whiskey cover, you know? Um, I, read all, I, I followed all your directions of, like, you can promote it. You can make as many as you want and sell them. I don't give a shit, you know? But I at least want to give you credit, you know? And he's like, no, go ahead, you know? I, thank you. So, But, yeah, some people, I don't know. If she's still around or not around, but Disney likes to get their hands on a lot of fucking things. Yeah, I want to tell you, don't stress it right now because I'm trying to save money. (laughs) I know you need that Tesla. Well, I don't need it. It'd just be nice to have. Well, by the time you know, you'll be seventy by the time you get it. What are you doing on your back? I don't know if I'm going to be (laughs) seventy. I might be fifty plus or something, but I don't think by then it'll be like the model. Model D or the Model C? Yeah, I, I think they're they're planning on a Model Model Two, because um I don't know what website I saw it, but it's like a mini Model Three. Yeah, Hidor. I'm like that's kind of oh, a Chinese on the Chinese uh, ship. I gotta find it, but it's a Model Three, but smaller with two doors. 
but people want a smaller one. And I'm sure the range is going to be like 200 max because yeah. there's not a lot of space in it. But still, 200 dollars. I mean, 200 miles. <laughs> well, if you're doing you city drive, if you're doing city driving and just working back and groceries, that's you're fine. That's what you need it for. Yeah. You know? um, if you can use a smaller car, and you know, I'm sure that if they do the battery technology right. They could probably get 300 miles. Yeah, they could probably, I they could probably fucking idle the shit out of it, too, because they were talking, one guy was talking about, he planned a trip cross-country, and he made the trip, and he said, he said the supercharging was not a fucking problem. He goes, I had supercharging enabled, so it was not a problem, and the Model A was Model 3. And he's like, still, like, you sit there, and you just got to, it plans it for you, but you can plan around it and plan your stops. And he was like, you can, even with a so-and-so range, you're fine. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. You get planning your trip, and yeah, you sit there for about thirty minutes. You know, if you need enough just to get a certain distance, or if you need the full charge, that's maybe maybe a little bit more than thirty minutes. But still, you know, you sit there, you go eat, you, because when you're driving, you gotta take that pee break. You gotta yeah, that's what people break. are so pissed off. Like, well, I could stop and fill up for twenty minutes, or I can stop and fuck. I I agree with not having the supercharger is not like a big. It's a huge deal because that could be two hours sitting in the car. That's different because you're you're literally charging the car with a straw rather than a freaking fire hose. Yeah, and you're sitting there watching Netflix. I mean, you can usually watch two shows for an hour of Game of Thrones or whatever. It's got Netflix right there too. You can watch Netflix on your, you know, your tab the tablet. So or you just play the games, the racing games, and you just tear them <laughs> Yeah, that I saw. I was like, what the hell? I was like, the Cuphead is on there now, and I mean, shit. There's a lot of things you could do in that Yeah, and so there's plenty of things to keep you busy while you're charging, but yeah, people just need to be more open-minded. And I think they're, they're not ready to take a leap of faith. What you got to remember, too, is I think the people that are complaining are the ones that work for the gas companies, for the auto companies, yeah. the people that want you to be afraid. Yeah. That are saying, hey, look, this is just like that, but yeah, you got to wait 30 minutes. What's the difference? You're gonna you're gonna fill your gas car, your gas engine. You're gonna go to the restaurant and sit there for about you know 25, 30 mm-hmm. minutes, anyways. Plug in your damn car. Yeah, sometimes the lines are fucking long and the bathrooms are always so packed. Eat your fucking food. Come back. Your car's fucking yeah. charged. So one guy did he? One guy did he? He said he couldn't get in your supercharger. He was in London. So what he did is he grabbed food and he had to go like to some hotel, some fancy hotel for his brother's wedding or whatever. He was reviewing his own blog. They went back, charged at the hotel, had their, had their food in the car, and took off and went to the thing and didn't stop at another supercharger. He's like, you just got to plan your stops. He's like, you, he's like, you got enough range. You know, it's not... Even if you can't hit a supercharger, charge it enough to get to the damn supercharger. Charger, yeah. Like Richard yes. Bills, he was playing around like him. He's, he's right. He's like, he's like, I couldn't go to a lot of events now without the supercharger. And he's like, he can't. He said, the car's been deactivated. They deactivated the... The feature, which is sucks. Well, the feature I'm waiting for is when they put the little coils in the road as you're driving. You know, it'll charge the car like your phone. Yeah, that's pretty much what the video video game I play, Death Stranding. You are in the middle of the road, it charges the bike, it keeps the truck charged as you're driving. Because I think he's already saw that in the future, because you're using all battery power and these charging stations. And the thing the bikes and cars do die if you're driving them, you know, not on the correct way. Plan your route and how to go around things. So mm-hmm. I was like, "This feels like a goddamn Tesla game." <laughs> it's like plan your jumps accordingly. Oh, I forgot that. What was your uh, video game question for all the nerds out there? Favorite video game? The thing is, I like horror survival. Yeah. Um, 
my favorite one out of them, and I know it's super old by now, but it's uh, Silent Hill Two. I think that's a that one. That one freaked me out the most because it was like I got to the end, I'm like, "Oh damn it, I'm the one that killed my wife," and the whole time I'm just a complete idiot, not realizing that. You that's know, what the story's unlocking. Yeah, that, that was, was a big that was a big creeper back then because everybody was like, "Shit, you, you're you're going senile. You're the one that killed yeah. the yeah." Yeah. So I mean, the symbolism and all the stuff that it was like his own. I mean, I didn't like the fact that they imported those characters into the other ones. Mm. I mean, if it wouldn't like have been a background where it's just kind of creeping by and you see it, because then you say, "Okay, he's there too." So that's why you're seeing his his inner demon. Yeah. When they interacted with the other girls, like that girl doesn't have those that inner demon in her. Why is it a part of her story? Mm-hmm. So when they came out with the, I think it was three, and it was only on the PS uh, PS2, I think. Um, I didn't have no, I had the PS2, but not at the time. I went to my cousin's house and we played it. He bought it, but never played it because he was afraid to play it. <laughs> That's like me with Evil Within. I have Evil Within. I barely played like to the first couple up because that game's pretty intense. And your no, heart. I love it. I, I don't care. I'll, I'll play with the lights out and complete so, the one game that scares everybody is uh, Dead Space. Everybody, it's it, the fucking AI is so intense. You think you cleared the area and it just comes right back at you. I want to say I have that, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm waiting for the um, the Series X to come out. See what the price is on that. Because again, I have. Xbox games from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, and I'd like to be able to just put the disc in and play it. And supposedly yeah. the, the Series X is supposed to play everything. Everything. And supposedly Sony, they they have only announced like the PS4 backwards compatible. And I'm like, God. Yeah, I think the problem is they're just like old school kind of things. Like, okay, now we're getting a whole new system, all new games, and everything else. And they realize that, you know, Xbox would do it all the way. And it's like, they can't look bad. I think that's what's kind of slowing down their own. They're promoting or saying it's yeah. They, you said how fast it'll go, but they didn't say hey. They finally did a reveal of it, and they mentioned like the PS4 is a little bit got less power than the Xbox, it's like, but it's got slightly slower. Yeah. Slightly slower, but it's got other things. And the guy who, who announced it was the designer behind the, P, the PS4 and a few other big fucking things with Sony. So he's a good guy to be talking about, and he's like one of the major designers. So he's amazing. But I'm like. Man, back it up to the PS2. Back it up to the back it up to all of it because a lot of us have catalogs. Yeah, we like digital, but a lot of us have some people that I know have cat like you have fucking. Ca- you guys should see his catalog. His catalog is just like, oh, hold on, I have this and I have this little tink over here, and I'm like, Ernesto, Jesus, when do you fire all this up? He's like, well, when I get bored, I like turn things on and play them, you know. So it's like, <laughs> no, again, I, I when I got my controller for 200, I plugged it in, I started playing Congo Bongo, I played Pac Man. I love all the old games. It's just it's nostalgic kind of thing. Yeah. Now, mind you, yeah, they're boring as fuck after a while, but, you know, it was still fun. So, um, and I still play my Sega. I've got, you know, 32 x That I haven't played. I do need to come over and play some of that. I haven't played Sega I've in got, so long. I've got my Sega CD. I've, got, I've uh, never played one of those. I think I still have the Batman game. In the Batman game, when you drive in the Batmobile, once you start, if you take the disc out and put a regular CD in it, it plays your music while you're, you're playing the game. <laughs> Yeah, that's and a, what the heck I didn't know about. Nobody yeah. told me that. And the only problem is that when the game's over, it, it won't reboot the next game. Yeah. So you kind of start the fuck over again. Yeah. But it was something I loved because, you know, it's funny you drive in the Batmobile and all of a sudden you hear, you know, Oops, I did it again by Britney Spears. Oops, it's hilarious. I, it, you know? I bought a Tesla. Or, you know, Barbie Girl. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. You're, literally, you're literally driving the Batmobile and Barbie Girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
it's funny. It's, it's, it's um, I think we need to do that. I think we need to come over and do the Barbie Girl uh, Batmobile ride. Oh my God. Again, I'm probably going to bring out some of the old system and put it on this TV out here. And then I'm probably just going to get rid of um, my... Well, I, ha- I just got it recently. Got Have you finally come now. to terms with, like, okay, this is what I'm going to kind of part with. This is kind of... I love... Yeah, I think my, for the most part, I'm going to stick to my, my Sega. Everything that belongs to Sega and everything with my Xbox. Everything else I'm probably going to get rid of. Again, um, I bought... What's the name of my stupid game? Rule of the Rose. And I bought it because it was horror survival. <laughs> I didn't buy it because, you know, I knew it was going to be worth something in the future. Yeah. And it was running like three or $400 for that one freaking game. Um, I like the game. It's fun. But I'm also not going to stick with the PS. I mean, I've got a PS1. I've got a PS2. Uh, well, it's good that you at least you're backwards <laughs> compatible to... The yeah. Old so yeah. the PS2 plays all the PS1 games. So yeah. I can literally get rid of my PS1 if I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I have it there as a backup. Yeah. So if something happens, I, I can still play my PS1. Yeah. Um, I've got controllers for systems I don't have anymore, like the ColecoVision. Um, I have Nintendo 64, which I just recently got one. Not recently, but I've had it for a little while because I gave all my I gave all my 64s away. Again, I had money to throw away. And, um, my cousins would come over. I'd have family that you know they can't really afford the damn thing. Like, here is the system. Here's the game. Have fun. You know. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Um, I bought a lot of those things, and I've got like four or five different um, color controllers. You know, one came with purple ones, one came with gold ones, one came with. That's like, you know, it came with two. So I would keep one and give when I get the system right. Here's a controller. Here's the system. Here's a game. Take it home with you and enjoy life. You know, <laughs> I would go get another one because again, I had some change to throw away. Yeah. Um, but again, I got. That's a sick with it. Something like you'd buy one, then you you know give it away, and it's like I'll oh, do it again. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. Um, again, I I, I I I like seeing my family happy, and if they were good people, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, if, I, if they were a holes, I'm like, nah, you go buy your own van. I mean, I didn't say that to them, but I'm like, no. Um, there weren't very many people like that. A lot of my family pretty decent. Some of them suck. And, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, but again, I didn't have problems parting with certain things. You know, if I knew they were going to use it or they could use it, there you go. Yeah. You know, it was no sweat off my, you know, sex, but. What's, uh, well, you did, you did give away one thing you want back. And if you guys can find it for him, if you're around Universal or a Transformer fan, he had a jacket that looked like, he looked like a goddamn guy from Nam. Oh, <laughs> the, the Transformers military military jacket. I'm sure they'll bring it back sooner or later. I'm not really worried about it. Because I'm like, oh, like what happened to your jacket? You're like, dude, I gave it away when I was in New York. And yeah, again, I, I have family members up there. and it, They were nice, and um, they didn't have to do me any special favors when they did. They liked the jacket. like, here you go, huh? And they're like, oh, it's cold up here. Are you your fan? I'm like, no, I, I love this cold. You know, it's just not going to bother me. I got it just in case. Yeah. Because in New York, there's not a lot of trees and the wind blows through really fast. But again, I wasn't up there very long. I went up there for, you know, a couple uh, days. So it, it's not, not a big deal. I, I found a Jurassic one in the, in the sale, the garage sale. Yeah. And it cost me less. Um, I want to say I bought two of them, but I don't remember if I did or not. I probably just got one. 
also found the Disney jacket, which I really like. It looks like a, a Letterman sweater. And the reason I bought it is because I have like old patches. I collect patches. Too. Yeah. Um, we haven't even shown you half the stuff. Ernest is probably going to be sending me photos to add into this. So <laughs> I've got, you know, patches from uh, when Mission Space opened up and uh, whatever events might have happened, I picked up. Yeah, like the uh, Festival like, of Life. and Yeah, my outfits, anything, I just take the patches off that and I would sew it onto. And that's what I want to do with that jacket. I've got old Disney patches from when when my parents came down here. Disney actually made their own. It's, it's made by Disney. It's not, it's not made by China. Yeah. <laughs> it says Disney Co. Company, you know. Walt yeah, Disney literally Co. they found somebody in the United the States patch. to do it, yeah. They they made the patches here. They, they made from their own company. And I've got four of them. One's Goofy, one's um, Daffy. Not Daffy, um, Donald. And I've got Mickey and Minnie. And I'm going to sew them onto the jacket. Uh, my mother's been holding on to this forever. And um, like when my dad was going through stuff, I need this. I want this. You know, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. I need those patches. Um, and my dad also found other patches because he used to work for, for Federal Express. Um, Federal Express also bought a company called Flying Tigers. That was another package delivery service, but it wasn't doing as well as Federal. Mm-hmm. So um, Federal bought that company out, and I've got uniforms with their patches. Oh, Jesus. That's Flying Tigers. So again, the jackets I bought so I can sew the patches on them. And it's just things that you can't really find anywhere. No. And I don't really want to sell them. I want to show them off and I want to enjoy them. Again, there's some things I want to get rid of because it's like, okay, I really don't care. I really don't need it. Yeah. But those are like memories that I have and that I want to have use and show off and enjoy. So again, this, it's just, you, you name a, a hobby and I probably got something. He somewhere. does, guys. So we went over and they said, okay, I walked finally after he picked my butt up from the damn road. He goes, okay, welcome to the house. Where do I begin? Follow. And it's not a very big house, but it's like, holy shit, how do you fit all this in here? <laughs> yeah, well, again, when, when my mom had passed, I'm like, before I told my dad, before you throw anything out, I need to see it. And uh, my dad, um, yeah, he told me to get rid of stuff, but after I gave him a warning, he was pretty good about it. Um, my mother's sewing machines, I'm like, I don't care. I when not when she when she passed, I'm like, I want these machines. He goes, okay, yeah, they're really they're fucking great machines. Those are hard to find. It's a, you know, one's a singer and one's a, a serger, but they're both heavy duty. They're like something you could use in a factory because the ones you buy at Walmart they last two weeks. These things, this is, um, I believe the singer was my grandmother's, and they they bought it in like the fifties, so. They're like seventy years old. Yeah, those things. Yeah, those things are monsters, and they still work. Everything's made out of metal. The bobbins, the everything is just steel. This thing falls on you, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I haven't because they were my mother's, and I probably won't, you know, part with them. I might get rid of one of them to make space, but there's one that I'm going to hold on to because it actually has her name written on it. I don't know if she wrote it or my grandfather wrote her name on it, but I'm going to hold on to it for that. You know? And if I can pass it on to somebody else, then another family member, then I'll do that, and hopefully they'll care about it just as much as I did. Um, whether that will happen or not, I don't know, and I won't care because I'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here lies Ernesto. He had so much shit. Yeah, well, hopefully I won't be buried with it. You know, Again, that's why... 
wanna, you know. It's like for many collectors, like I said, it's like for you, you at least you're like, holy shit, I, I can't have all this shit. I'd rather just enjoy life. Some people just can't get rid of their shit. Yeah, again, it's just I, I had my fun with it. Yeah. And I don't feel like I need it anymore. So there's some things I just like, okay, here. If I, you know, if I saw somebody crossing the street and they needed a jacket and I see them shooting, and here, here's a fucking jacket. You know? Um, but I don't want somebody to come up to you today. I'm going to give you 50 cents for that and turn around and sell it to somebody yeah. for a couple hundred That's dollars. That's the problem, like with, you know, fucking eBay and the Facebook thing and especially uh, Craigslist, man. It's just people are just. Yeah. Not only the, it's feet. that fucking. And then with Craigslist, it's the thing of, oh, I'll send you a check. It's, and then people are hacking it and it's like, like, dude, I don't have time for this crap. No, you see, with that, I, you know, I have used Craigslist before, and I go, I'm sorry, you got to come here. You're going to look at it. And because they try to lowball me when they call me on the phone, like, look, don't waste my time. Come over here. Talk to me. We'll go from there. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, okay, I'll give you five bucks off of it or whatever, you know, just as an example. And they come back, oh, I, you know, I can get this someplace else. Or you take, you know, 15 bucks off of like, no. And I've already told people, get the fuck out of here. Because, you know, you're wasting my time. You know damn well this is worth this. Oh, I'm yeah. not even asking for that. No. And the damn thing's brand new. You know? Yeah, I've got people that were, you know, the would be like, oh, no, I'll give you a fine with price, but I'll give you a little bit extra shipping. I'm like, no, come get it. Like, I'm not here to... No. You know, some things I use, and I'll take up the money for that. I don't care, you know. But if it's brand new and, you know, uh, no, I'm sorry. Go about your business. I don't have time for your games. True. As you should. That was like the one thing, so. What was like, um, the, you know, must have in your collection? Like you kind of, like the Holy Grail? Uh, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I just, I like, when I see something and I like it, yeah. then, I'll, then I'll make an attempt to get it. Now, I fear it's like seriously overpriced, but you know, even those, like, the one-ups, they're like three, four hundred dollars. I'm like, that's too much money for three games. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could buy a freaking Xbox and play a thousand games on it, yeah. where this, you're paying the same amount of money and getting three games, just because it looks like an arcade cabinet, yeah. and these things are cheaply made. Holy crap. Right now, I want to take it apart, and I want to build it right. <laughs> my, my freaking OCD is like, no, I don't like this little piece of cardboard here. This is garbage. I know this is like two inches, I mean, two centimeters. Yeah, they're like fiberboard. I want a piece of wood. I want to put some... They're not even FDM, I don't think. Eight-ohm eight, eight, ohm, eight ohm speakers in there. I want to put an amp. I want this thing to, you know, rock the whole room. I mean, and I can do it, but it's like... Well, not, worth, not even worth it. <laughs> so, again, I got the other one. I, when it comes time, I'll find the, the, the Raspberry Pi for it. Oh, yeah, I'll have all the games in it. And all I really need is one. You know, I don't need two. Uh, yeah. I don't need any more. I mean, I do like, I would like to have the Star Wars one, but that's still running like four or $500. Yeah, just because it's Star Wars. Because I used to play, no, I, well, it, yeah, it's because of Star Wars, but I also used to play it when I was in New York and... My grandfather actually gave me money, and that's a memory that, you know, I actually enjoy. And every time I play the game, even when I play it on a console, like, I remember my grandfather, which, you know, he was another person where if you needed something, he would give it to you. Mm-hmm. He'd, uh, he'd take the show off his back and give it to you. So I know I got part of that from him. And I'm sure he gave it to my mom and my mom, you know, these, these certain ideals. But my general attitude is uh, with them, even if they were 
not good people, he would still help them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't have that ideal. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, you're treating my shit and you want me to fucking help you? No, go fuck you. Mm-hmm. Go die. I don't, I don't care. So I think I probably got that from my dad. (laughs) The low tolerance for stupidity. No, as you should. It's treated, as you say, treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. You know. So I got that from my dad, but I got my, you know, my want. And I can't always help people. I try, but I'm not, I'm not a fucking saint. Um, I don't even know how my mom did it because she did so much for so many people. And, you know, I feel like it wasn't appreciated by them either. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe I saw that and I was like, no, I'm not going to live like that. If I see somebody that needs help, hey, I'll pull over to the side of the road. I'll help you out. But after a certain point, here you go. Do what you got to do. Right. And if you want to be a bitch about it, well, fuck you. I, you know, you don't need my help. Sign yeah. So, you know, it's just certain personality traits. And I, I, I feel like I picked the best ones. <laughs> You know, the ones that I felt that I should have yeah. from the both of them. Um, but every person's different. We're not going to be exactly like our parents. We're not going to do what they want us to do. We're going to do what we want to do, things that make us happy. And I think that's the way it should be. That's how we grow. We learn from our mistakes. Hopefully, a lot of people don't, though. You know, they'll still do the same fucking thing over and over again. And it's like, well, then you're a dumbass because, and you deserve to die. Go for the <laughs> fucking coronavirus. You keep going to the same place, you keep licking the fucking toilet. What do you expect? Yeah, you pretty much. Disease. So, don't do that. You know? so, yeah, it's pretty know, freaking wild. Yeah. Like I said, we, we never thought this would happen. And like I said, now being you know a collector and a person that goes to would go to swap meets and try to sell them and stuff, people are just going to be like, it's going to be weird, you know, for people. I think in the future to just do things around each other again, like want to go to swap meets, want to do things. I think it's going to take some time, but there's still going to be that shell shot kind of thing going on. Um, even if they come up with a, a cure, like, hey, here's a shot, you're never going to get coronavirus. It doesn't mean that the, the virus can't mutate. It's a, a flu-like That's what virus. I said on Joe Rogan's podcast yeah. for the CDC. He said, yeah. get that fucking injection, and then the next day it's chrono 20, you know? Yeah. Just it went, instead of going this way, it went this way. Yeah. I'm like, when I see the people at work and they're like, Hand sanitizing everything, covering, and this is before the virus. Yeah. They had plastic gloves. I'm like, look, if you protect yourself from every virus, when the big one comes, you're fucked. Because your body doesn't know how to react. You know, if you get the germs and even the minor ones, you're exposed to them, and it doesn't affect you. Or maybe yeah, you get a little chilly, you get a little fever, and but you get over but the it. Body's the body building, yeah, the immune system's your building up, yeah. Immunity to that specific virus. And you don't know this new heavy one might have that one specific little, mm-hmm. you know, genome that you've already been protected from. That's what they warned me about. They warned me. Uh, they said, do you, because one girl, my doctor went to go see who works for us also. And he goes, do you wear gloves at all? I said, yeah, just for chemical purposes. He goes, okay, do you wear face masks? I said, only when I'm, you know, welding or grinding, you know, dust particles where you're not supposed to be breathing that shit in for health purposes. And he goes, that's good. You see, you don't want to overly protect yourself because... You need some of the bacteria. You need your your body needs to start gathering some of that to rebuild its structure. And I said, okay, because no, that's true. It's like you can't protect yourself from fucking everything. We have an immune system for a reason. That you know, the Mythbusters said that. That's what it's for. You know, yeah. and well, that's the thing. That's how you get stronger. You know, if you don't lift weights, you don't get muscles. And yeah, the same thing with the virus. If you're not exposed to it, and you don't get it, or you protect yourself from every single little thing. When something comes along, and this is, you know, not only 
when you touch things, but breathing through the air, or, you know, through your eyes, or, you know, so you put your eye, you know, out of instinct, you want to take a, an eyelash out, you've disinfected yourself with a different disease that, you know, you could have been more prepared for. Yeah, it's like the fucking, you know, the, uh, what the hell is it, uh, God, why can't I, the, uh, Aliens visit. I can't. Tom Cruise was in it. <laughs> Talking about the world, World of the Worlds, world. yeah. When they fucking yes. finally open the alien spaceship and they catch it and they're like, fucking disease killed them. They're like, whoa. Yeah, because they probably protected themselves from every little thing and then, you know, all of a sudden somebody's going to shoot him. <laughs> it's, a, it's something that would never affect us in any way, shape, or form because we're exposed to this shit 24 7 and they weren't. Yeah. So, again, that's. I don't have, I don't mind people doing that, but again, you're setting yourself up for a big conflict. Yeah, I'm hoping we get back to everything. I'm hoping MegaCon finally picks up and just hoping it gets a little better for everybody else. And I know a lot of cosplayers and collectors want to get their shit out there to, this is their business is taking off and hopefully it all, you know, gets crazy. The problem is I think the, the date that he's got set is way too soon. Yeah, right now it's gonna be here for a bit. I think, like I said, the numbers are definitely lie. Yeah, New York's are is at its peak right now, and we're climbing too. Yeah, I look at the numbers, I mean, and we're we're, we're one of the biggest theme park, we're one of the busiest, busiest vacation areas in the world. And that's the worst place. That's you know, that's where everybody goes and touches things. And they, they, I was watching, I, I don't know what I was watching, but it, it was like a little a video of this little girl licking the damn handrail. Uh, yeah, I think Daniel posted that. I'll have I couldn't like, stop laughing at that. I'm like, oh, exactly. <laughs> going back and forth like this. I'm like, oh. so again, you can't protect yourself from everything. And we had a fun article uh, yesterday on Facebook. Ernest was not really on the page, so I think Philip was saying that some guest was complaining about coronavirus, but somebody was chewing on one of the feathers with his mouth or whatever, and. How we don't protect ourselves against that. Like, we have gloves and hand sanitizer, but we're not throwing them out. And I kind of said, you know, why don't we just fucking do like a VL system on the damn phone? We just scan it a fucking iPhone or an Android phone and assign them a ticket. How many? Boop, there you go. When this thing pops up on your phone, that's when you go up, you know, do your thing. And somebody goes, or, you know, even like the, the paper. Yeah. Um, like somebody, paper. Somebody how said, many? We press five and it prints out a number five. Somebody said, yeah, and then that would be fucking, uh, the recycling of that would be fucking horrible, but apparently that was already been in the works. Well, even then, you can have like a little trash can. After we collect all the damn tickets, we put in the trash can, and this stuff can be recycled. Yeah. So nothing's getting lost. Yeah. You know? but, and they're like, what if somebody has those? And you, then you're still, you're still taking the paper, paper ones. I'm like, yeah, but you're still going to get shit no matter what. You're breathing around people, you know? So. Yeah, we're trying not to pass it to everybody. On the I mean, it sucks, it sucks as a maker because I needed to get a 3M mask. For the for the resident sanding, and you can't even find them anywhere. People took it too seriously. If I wear this, I won't get it. No, you'll fucking get it. Nevertheless, it's not well, you, you you saw my dust mask that I bought. Yeah, and I bought it. I bought it before this shit happened. It was again dumb luck. Okay, I was getting ready to buy two of the dust masks, the CO two uh, folded ones, and they're now sold out. You can't get them anywhere. The uh, the funny part, Ernesto came behind me one day. I was literally, he, he clocks out and I'm working at the horror makeup show and he pops over and he was a face I turn around and go, what the fuck? He scares the shit out of me. He went, and he's just like, sorry, dude. I didn't know it was you. I was like, I thought you were just a, 
person trying to protect himself. Mortal combat. Literally fucking fatality right there. <laughs> Get over here. Give me your germs. Uh-huh. We'll see how it ends up. I don't I don't even know when we go back. I think it's on the nineteenth, but you finally they're finally rescheduling us to go back, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I think they're really hopeful, but they don't realize that you know, yeah, it takes two to three weeks for the damn thing to disappear. But one fucking person. One yeah, exactly. One person who just recently got infected by somebody who was at the end of their thing, you know, it's like, okay, here's like a relay race, you know, you do half the track, you give it to somebody else. That Somebody else is going to be infected, mm-hmm. to come to the damn park, and, you know, whatever there's touchable shit around, it's going to go like crazy. Yeah, again. and it's like, the funny part is, when they said the city walks close, this is the first time for us in history, guys, like, we never, I never wasn't here for September 11th, I was here for, you know, the economy fucking crash after 2007, because the economy went fucking tanked. Like, it tanked. The theme parks felt it. I've seen a theme park really busy, and then it fucking really... There were, there were weeks. We weren't even at work. Like, we were getting one day a week. And it was fucking insanity. Now it's like, this is like a global pandemic, and it's just changing the environment. Like, people are, like, trying to get their groceries, and Publix was telling us, you know, and Walmart was telling us, just get what you fucking need. Stop. Just get what you need. That way we can stay stocked. Stop freaking the fuck out. Yeah, the funny thing is I, I, I shop at BJ's, right? Yeah. And when we run out of the big supplies, there we go. <laughs> so I went there and I'm watching all these people fucking 10 freaking bags of toilet paper. I'm like, okay, I just need one. <laughs> and I put it underneath my cart and I moved on. But I didn't want people thinking that, you know, I was doing it for that. I'm like, why do you need that much? You don't, who shits that? And I go, I go, I've told somebody who shits that much. They go, well, they're thinking about if they get encased in their home and they need to get toilet paper. I'm like, but who shits that much? Well, maybe they're going to have a Halloween party every day and they need to make themselves look like a mummy. And the funny part is, uh, years, like two years ago, I put up a day, a clip on a day from Amazon. A buddy of mine got one and I said, because he lives up in a, he lives in Colorado and he lives up in a, like, a nice house, but it's got a septic tank and a well. And I was like, okay, where the hell did you get that? We always wanted one. He goes, oh, Amazon got them, and it's like 29 bucks, and I ended up grabbing it, and I was just like, never again. I, I wipe my ass, because you got to dry your butthole, but honestly, the best thing you can ever do for yourself, and, this, and we have a septic tank here on property, so it helps that too, and I'm like, everybody's like, you have a what now? I have a bidet. Ew. I'm like, well, you're wiping your ass, and fucking keep wiping, and you're going to keep flooding your fucking... Uh, wasting paper. And, wasting uh, paper and waiting, and I'm sitting there just using a squirt gun on my asshole, and... Using maybe one or two flies, you know, but yeah, it's I can't, I still can't fathom it. I just I sit here and I'm going, why the fuck do you need all? Well, that? you know, you should have bought stock in Charmin, and you'd be rich. <laughs> Purell, yeah, like all the Purell guys fucking walking around gold chains on now, and uh-huh. and now all the whiskey uh, people who make you know whiskey or whatever they're now switching over to alcohol, making hand sanitizer, so. I think it's going to be here for a bit. I don't know how the fuck we're going to deal with it, but hopefully we get back by the April 19th of what they're saying. It feels weird to, you know, no shave, uh, was it no shave March? Oh, no, I've been, uh, for the most part, only because I was going to talk with you. It's the first time I actually put my denim in it. <laughs> you know, I had a, a, the tee that you got on, and I had my Spider-Man pajama pants on. For the past, you know, three or four days. <laughs> that would have been amazing. 
here, I'll walk out to the mailbox, screw you. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Had the wife <laughs> take a photo. As long as the flap stays closed, shut the hell up. <laughs> that should be your, uh, that's going to be the thumbnail for this podcast. For the, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> As long as the flap is close, right? <laughs> well, I, I never understood the butt flap and the the wiener flap, and everybody's like, "No, you take your wiener out." I'm like, "What man takes his wiener?" I'm like most guys have to pull it down because they have Morty wood. Like, some guys yeah, like, it's it's hard when they, the gun's pointing this way. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a costume designer, and he goes, "I said, what's the hardest thing?" He goes, "Honestly, for performer actors, you got to make a pee hole so they can kind of get it off quickly in case they have to use the restroom." Because most time you buckle them up and already they go for a set. Then it's like, I gotta use the bathroom. It's like, oh shit, I gotta unbuckle this. I gotta. So he had a quick release. He always had a quick, you know, you don't see it underneath the clothes. They hit a button and it just unlocks everything. I'm like, oh, that's smart. But yeah, I don't understand this whole paper thing. The food, food thing, it's, I don't, you know. I port- just got what I needed. And, and I, I changed absolutely nothing of what I normally do. No, as you shouldn't. Yeah, don't fucking freak out. The refrigerator was like, you know, getting a little low and there wasn't a lot of choices. We went to BJ's, we got, you know, we got our fish, we got our meats, we got our, you know, vegetables, we got everything else. I mean, one big cart, I think I spent, like, $500. Yeah, that's good for a couple months, yeah. It wasn't like, like, I needed two of everything. It was, I needed, I I, I like to carry a lot of water because the water doesn't spoil. So I get, like, three cases of water, just because I don't want to go back for a while. Well, you can't now, because fucking even Publix and Walmart are not accepting any returns. Yeah. So... You know, I don't mind the water, and uh, because I'll use it no matter what. Yeah. Uh, food. There's no reason to buy twenty gallons of milk because the shit ain't. You cannot. You can't drink that shit fast. Enough. No, I, I bought. I think the most that we ever have in this house is two gallons. We have now yeah. half gallons because I don't drink that much milk that much anymore. I used to, but even I, it takes me like a probably two weeks to finish off a gallon if you portion yeah, it I, out. We get the half gallons. She uses it for coffee, and I like. You know, mixing some chocolate milk. Um, I don't really get the vitamin D stuff because for some reason it makes me cough and gives me a headache. Um, but when I went to organic, that stopped happening. Yeah, the organic so I, and the A, I think it's the A1 or the A3 milk is really freaking good. Yeah, I don't think, I think that it's either the chemicals they put in the, the cows for vitamin D yeah. that makes them produce more milk is causing the headaches and stuff like that. So when I went to the organic, I stopped having those problems. So yeah, it's a little bit more expensive, but I'd rather not have. You feel milk. better, yeah. You don't really feel more, yeah, more. So oh, I tried the um, A3 milk in my protein shake. Somebody was like, "How's that?" I'm like, "It's actually really good." But if you're lactose intolerant, they, they produce the the cow gets absolutely, you know, different fed different shit to produce it. So or creamier, you know, they pasteurize it differently too. So people need to just fucking relax. It's, everybody's thing right now. Everybody just they don't know how to deal. They well, they're afraid, so they're gonna do what they think. The sad thing is everybody everybody thought for themselves. They didn't think about the, their their fellow man, you know. It's like, oh, you're in trouble. Let me help you too, you know. it's The world doesn't survive just around you. It's like you have scientists and people fucking smarter than you keeping you alive without you even knowing. Every person is a part of the system. The ecosystem, and, and yeah. When one of them takes advantage of it, it hurts all the others. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's the, the general selfishness of people. You know, it's like, okay... Even if I don't use it all, I can sell it and make a profit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want a profit from suffering? You know, if God exists, which for them, I hope he does, they're going to go to hell and that's where they belong. And I hope they're sitting on their toilet paper, that big stack, and make that a throne <laughs> for themselves. 
while the devil's poking in the ass with the freaking pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Because to profit from suffering is, to me, horrific. Response. It's horrific. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. But, you know, the thing is, I, I'm laughing at the people that, um, you know, the dogs have been getting into the water, it's been getting into the toilet paper, and the dogs have been breaking it open, and I'm laughing my ass off. Like, that's perfect. That's good. That's awesome karma. The mom on Facebook, apparently, the they were having a water fight, and all the toilet paper got wet. Like, two street stacks. I'm like, oh, there is a god. There's a god. I know I'm an asshole for thinking that, but I'm, we all started laughing. I'm like, that's what you get. That's what you get. Again, that's karma, and I do believe in that, you know, if you're an asshole, it's going to come, maybe not right away, but, you know, sometime soon, something's going to bite you in the ass really hard, and you're like, oh, why me? It's like, well, you know. Well, you, you put it on yourself. You for the paper, and you bought all the, the child medicine that some lady that just needed I couldn't even get fucking, I couldn't even get ISO alcohol. I literally went yeah. to Walmart here, and I needed for three to me to wash the resin prints off. And then you gotta, you know, water, and then you gotta go put them under the UV lamp to cure them so they get cured, to harden, and the resin's no longer poisonous. Yeah, it has the ability to. Yeah, do its thing. And I went up to the pharmacist, and they're like, oh, well, you have to go talk to the pharmacist. And, then, and she's like, why do you need this? And I'm like, well, I run a small business. This is what I do for a living, you know, my side hustle. Um, and I'm running a little bit low on alcohol. I just need like a bottle or two, you know. Nothing big, just, you know, good, you know, good, maybe two liters. That's it. You know, oh, we're only giving out like one of the bottles. Uh, you know, you're and you're not, you're not high case. You don't, need, you don't need it. I went, are you fucking serious? So I'm gladly paying whatever I gotta pay. She goes, no, we unfortunately you're not high risk. We need you. Okay, well, next time, paint your beard gray. Yeah, paint your hair gray. <laughs> Go in a wheelchair. One <laughs> fucking bottle. You <laughs> I need one. <laughs> they had tons of fucking uh, hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. Or something like that. No bleach, no nothing was, this was like days before, a little bit before, like it, it got more like we were closing down in Universal. We were closing. I think we were just about to close. They were just about to make the announcement of like, okay, we're closing. But, which everybody was like, ah, they should fucking close. No, why are they making it go to, go to work? It's like, because they can. Because it's not that serious yet. Now it's like, holy Again, fuck. That, that's fear. Yeah. Thing. Instead of thinking, hey, wait a minute. We're in a place where it would take one person to fuck everybody in the Yeah, park. like that one guy. That one guy. I mean, I feel bad. Like, and, like knowing the whole story now, I guess that's the whole story from what Joe Rogan said because he looks up his fucking facts. Is that the guy had a lot of cancer stuff like that? He just got back from like permission and feeling better, and and then he decided, okay, let me go to you know Universal Orlando and Disney World, and that's where he they think he contracted it either from L.A. or from there, and I'm guessing from here because. That's a well, lot. It could have been on the airplane. Could have been on the airplane. Yeah, you're, you're, you remember you're, that's another enclosed space where once it's recir- yeah, recirculating. Yeah, recirculating the air. Filter, they don't filter that air. They just recirculate you know, it. it. So the whole plane has got that shit. Yeah, so. somebody gets sick and you're getting sick with them. I mean, you think when people wear masks on the plane, you're just like, well, they're fucking got a filter for themselves, so they can at least filter some of this shit that they got. But yeah, it's fucking insane. But we will see. Can't believe we've been talking for. Are you ready for the timer check? Uh, go for it. All right. <laughs> uh, we got five hours twenty minutes. Holy crap, bro! Yeah, I think that's I have my a... whole work day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, that's that's more than my work day because I couldn't ER from this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, he literally he'll like I said he'll walk in middle finger, and I'm like, you just got here. He's like, I can make more money if I'm home. <laughs> I got you. That's, 
Sadly, that's the case. <laughs> it is the truth. It is the in, truth. In one day, I can make what I'm making. True, true. Yeah, I mean, we got the benefits of working for a theme park, but at the same time, we're like, I can make a little more. Not People with skills can make more money than what they can at a theme park. Most people don't have skills, sadly. Most of them are going to college and trying to pay off college debt, and I think that two people are hoping the college, real college thing, they're saying they're supposed to cut some college stuff out. They're hoping that happens. I'm like, that's not going to happen. They want you to be in debt for the rest of your life. Sadly. But I'm glad you and the wife are doing at least Okay, and everybody's good here. Everything's relatively sanitary <laughs> for the most part. Until you sneeze, it's, so no, you know, it's again. I just worry about the mail because that's the only way something can come in. <laughs> yeah, my Amazon package came today, so I could open that up and see. I'll get poisoned by somebody. Yeah, I won't need you again. Don't pop the bubbles. But it's fun. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> because I got the laser cutter, and that was already from uh, New Jersey, and that was made in China. I got both the laser cutter. Both the printers from California, and so far I'm good. Everybody's like, "You're gonna get sick." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm perfectly fine. They work great. Everything. Laser cut. I'm looking forward to learning how that works." So, getting that to run. But uh, yeah, I'm just glad everything's going good with you. Good to finally get the chat out of the way, and hopefully we can do another one in the future. And uh, in time, again, we can probably organize things better. Um, again, you know, we'll also be setting up our little website, and you know. Uh, Again, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to ship it to you, whatever. I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to happen. We're yeah, it's, ship- it's a lot of fucking shit. To the post office, you're going to pick it up there because I don't want you to say it got Make sure they get signatures my- too, yeah. Stolen off my front porch and, you know, I want to make sure everything's delivered perfectly because I don't want to say, oh, this is broken. I want to do shit with all the pictures that I'm going to have of these things. That's the way they are. Yeah, I had one one eBay seller did it to me. He goes, make sure you- I'm taking a photo of it, how it's packaged. I got it. It came fine. Our UPS guy was good. He dropped it off nicely, but I had to send a guy. He's like, I need photo verification that you got it. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, because I spent extra money for the insurance for you. And I'm like, oh my god. So I, I did. I followed his directions, but apparently he's had other people that said, you know, the fucking package came broken. Or yeah, But that's the only way you can do it now, because there's too many people that, you know. Yeah, they, they charge. They want to do charge, because eBay has its own, like, protection fraud and all that shit like that. Fucking weird. Yeah, it's gonna be a long. I would say we either go with Squarespace and then do like an e-com store, but that's a lot of photos we got to go through together. I don't mind helping you. So I've got that lovely space, and you know, got the backdrop. So if you need a white background, yeah. or black backgrounds. You know, there's literally a photo studio back there. Yeah, the, which it's is not hard to do. No. Uh, just a lot of Again. fucking up close photos, making sure we get every crack and cranny. Yeah, and a little scratch and a little thing so they can't say, oh, this came out. Oh, I hate when people do that. Oh, it had a scratch. Like the MacBook that I got, I got it used from, or furbished from eBay. And the guy goes, everything fine? I said, yeah, man, you guys did a good job. Works, works fine. It's clean. It's got a few dents like you guys said it would. It had a couple scratches. But I said, other than that, good price. I'll buy another one. So instead of spending fucking, you know, $6,000 on a new computer, just buy one of the old ones and runs just as good. Just needed a couple upgrades, which is shocking. So, yeah, looking forward to getting your collection together. I mean, when I come back over, I get to see all your arcade cabinets and more stuff that you added. I'm like, God damn it, Ernesto, stop buying shit. Uh, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. Why do you think I'm not, you know, walking around? Um, did I tell you about the pressure washer? What? I, I went. I went for a walk in my neighborhood, and literally, this guy was pulling a pressure washer out. And I go, does it run? 
And he goes, yeah, it's just the hose is broken. I'm like, do you mind if I take it? No problem. Took it home. I changed the spark plug. Started it right up. And the thing works. Even the gun works. Pressure coming out of it. It's just that where the bottom of the gun is, yeah. it, it's spraying a little bit. I'm like, and then uh, one of these days I'm gonna run. I'll probably be walking another day, and there'll be a hose to replace it. You know, I could probably go to Harbor Freight and probably just grab Again, one. Yeah, two that too. Harbor Freight probably have like you know ten or five bucks, and I got a brand new pressure washer. That this is a gas Honda motor. Oh my god, that barely it's barely breaks. Gas engine, which by itself is like. Maybe $150, $250 for that fucking engine by yeah, at itself. At least by itself, yeah. How much did it cost me? Nada. <laughs> I don't know why he... You know why he threw it out? Because he didn't want to fucking do the maintenance. It's a possibility he want to move with it or, you know, he bought a new one and it's like, okay, I can't sell it. Nobody wants to buy it in the garage sale. I toss it. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the sad part. Like I said, when people... For you trying to get rid of your shit in your collection, people are going to be like, did you wash it with alcohol? Did, did you... Did you sterilize it? It's like, yeah. I'll show them the raid canister inside. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much fucking irradiated with fucking UV light. Uh-huh. It's like, oh my lord. Oh, Jesus. That's crazy. Fucking fresh. Now you just need to find a Tesla on the side of the road that says free. You know what? i probably get it running, and I'm going to make it faster than a friggin' Roadster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gut the entire interior, just have one seat, have my, my speed racer steering wheel, which every button... That saw blades come out and all this like this. And if, you know, I'll be racing every other freaking uh, Corvette and everything. And if the car oh seems God. to be passing, like fucking wacky I'll racers, man. Blades out. Take <laughs> the blades out, cut the tires, and keep it Oh my God. Fucking like wacky racers there for Ernesto. Oh, God, that's amazing. Again, this a lot of ideas floating around. I told this you guys, he's, he's, this is like, we, this is a free flow podcast, and he's just. It's fun. I go, you know, I uh, what's it called? Like in the middle of the road. I, I think I told you the story, but um, I had replaced uh, the fuel sending unit in my car, and for some reason the the gasket was uh, misaligned. So when I hit a bump, the, the thing came loose and gas was pouring out of my car. Oh shit! The full tank, uh. it, you know, it, it, it's going to come out. Uh. So, you know, in the middle of the road, I'm like, okay, what do I have to work with? What do I need to do? And then I realized I, I put some tools and I popped something underneath it to hold the fuel sending unit down so that the gas wouldn't come out. Because my exhaust, um, it's set up in sections. So even a little bit of flame coming out of that exhaust oh. would have ignited the gasoline. Yeah. So I'm literally driving a bomb. So I'm like, okay, what do I need to get my ass home? And I was like 10, I want to say about 10, 15 miles away. And, um, friend of mine, after I told him the story and I showed him the, because I took pictures, he goes, dude, how'd you get home? He said, well, I did this and this. Said, Man, I would never have been able to do that. You know, it's just, I, again, you just gotta look at the things around you. Yeah, it's fucking, See, like, literally get a MacGyver. You know, exactly. It's, it, it's freaking MacGyver. And then when I got home, I took the whole tank down, I took the fuel sending unit out, I replaced the seal, I actually, um, what happens is there's also metal tabs that hold the gasket in place. Uh, um, they were like, bent inward, so it gave it the ability to slip out. So when I took the tank out, I bent everything back just as a precaution, put the seal on, and never had a problem again. Oh, wow. Well. That's just things that, you know, you got to be able to... 
Think off the top of your head. Be able to adjust to or be able to adapt. Because I think the people, people are fucking lagging. They don't want to adapt. It's like, oh my god, my shoelace broke. Okay. Take it out. Put it back in. <coughs> so that the shoelaces match. And then tie your shoe. It's still a fucking shoelace. Yeah. It's just going to be shorter. I mean, should I use shoelace as a fucking belt? Like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. That's the thing that you need to adapt to. And then when you get the chance, you buy a new one and you replace it. No, I was running out. I was out in the middle of fucking nowhere camping for a couple weeks. Fucking belt snapped. Like, literally broke. I couldn't go to... There wasn't Kmart or anything. I was going to be back in town for, like, the next couple weeks. So I grabbed a fucking boot, shoelace out of my boot that I wasn't going to use for a while. Fucking undid the like, extra lace, put it on my, my waist, and set the loops and made a little belt. And tied it into a knot. I was like, there you go. People don't want to do that, or no. just they don't have the ability, they don't have the imagination, they want no. everything given to them. I can't. People aren't going to survive the zombie apocalypse. If they can't survive without toilet paper. Again, as long as I can run and that guy behind me is 300 pounds, I'm good. <laughs> That's why you keep your fat friends next to you. Exactly. Well, I don't want to sacrifice my fat friends, but, you know, the ones that, you know. Piss you off. Exactly. I'll roll them over. I'll shoot them in the leg. I do whatever I have to do. You know. Come here, Plus, Tony. Here's a waffle. The zombies will be fed for a couple of months. I can actually walk around and not worry about them biting me because they've got enough food to last them. You know. It has happened in Walking Dead. <laughs> they drop the get that guy and they let, they let him eat him. That they get just, away. But again, it makes sense because it's true. Yeah. It's not. It's not even a lie. It's like that's actual fact. True. Yeah. If somebody's hurt, you're just gonna leave them there because like they're already infected with the open cut. So. Let them get eaten or try to fix them. I know it's mean, but, you know. It's, it's true. The, it's, it's, it's World War Z. But they're not the fast zombies. Well, I don't know. The fast zombies or slow zombies. I don't know what we'll get, so. You know what? I, I think the fast ones are just to make things scarier. Yeah. Because when Resident Evil came out, they were slow as fuck. The only thing that was moving fast were the liquors. And I can understand that because they're almost dogs. Okay? But the zombies, you can push them and walk away. <laughs> I mean, like they're not like Mr. X, where it's like a fucking huge guy, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" What it comes down to is numbers. If there's a whole bunch of them, you're fucked. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no door that's gonna hold you back. There's no fucking window that's gonna hold. So, yeah. we've all played a like you know, a lot of fucking uh, zombies in uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I don't know where I saw it, but on somewhere on the web, there was a house that this guy built. That's like a for zombie apocalypse. And then when he opens it up, the, 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 the cement actually opens up and moves to the side, and you got windows. It looks like a pretty house, but when it comes time for that to happen, the cement comes, covers the windows, the whole house looks like a block. Oh, I gotta find this. When you get into this house, you know, I thought that was just beautiful. I'm like, wow, you had the money to do something like that. You know? Well, I think that's just like, probably the money, but just kind of this time to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm I've got nothing better to do, and I'm willing to spend a few bucks to have some fun. Again, if I had the extra money, I'd probably do the same thing. Except for I put, like, gun turrets at the top, you know? Oh, I've been the one guy where he has, like, all these, yeah, he has stuff like that. Like, he has a fucking tank in the front yard. I'm like, why? He's like, well, it doesn't run, but it's just cool to look at. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, but you stopped to see it, right? I was like, that's the point. You stopped to take a look at it and ask me why. Because I thought it was cool. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Well, I think we can call it here, and uh, I, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for uh, you know joining me for the day. I didn't think we'd do it. Fun, kind of, you know. I didn't think we do. I like yeah. to talk and I'm chat. A, and for a while. Yeah, man. I, like I told you, it's gonna be free flow, and we, you know, 
got into a little bit of everything and talked about the coronavirus and people that we work with and <laughs> hopefully Ed's not listening when I post this stuff and I doubt he will be. I'm, I'm just hoping he's okay because, you know, I think he's... You know, so am I. I'm hoping everybody, all of our coworkers are safe and sound. I know... Uh, I know it's rough for everybody to fucking be out of work, and we weren't planning on this. Like, me and Ernesto were planning on actually meeting at his house, you know, months and months ago. Just planning a day just to go over and get stills and B-roll and stuff like that. But um, he hit me up throughout the week and, and was like, hey, man, you okay? Because usually we all try to keep in touch with me, John D., and a few other people that we know. And just make sure everybody's alive in that, you know. And it's just been a fucking while. None of us were expecting this for our families, and it's been fucking wild. We... So I'll tell you, man, it's like being out of work for this long now until April 19th. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, I, it just feels unreal. Like I said, I got that email and I sent it to you and I was like, this is what our managers are telling me, but this is what my other managers are saying, like in verbatim. And it's just like, we're not sure, guys. Like like you said, you know, say if we do go back, um, all it's going to fucking take is one person. Who knows if we who knows if we all get fucking tested when we go in? Yeah. Hey, you're welcome to come back, but you need to be tested. Well, here's the thing. If what, you know, the president said was true and everybody has a test, then we should do it. Mm. Just so we know who has it, that way you say, okay, I mean, I know it's going to suck, but we quarantine those people yeah. and the passes or we cure it. And then, you know, everybody that doesn't have it can go about doing what they got to do. Yeah. And the government can pay less for the fewer people that are, that are, that are, um, not infect or infected, and the people that are not infected can go back to doing their job. Again. I'd rather be working. People are, yeah, I, that's the one thing I, I was saying, man. People are fucking furious because first they're like, I want that one time off, and now they're like, I fucking, I want to go back to work so bad. I miss everybody. I like, I like being busy. That's why I, you know, I'm working there. Yeah. I keep myself busy, but I also don't want to infect anybody, and I know I don't have jack shit. Yeah, nervous. Yeah. Again, this whole time, I haven't had any symptoms, and my health again is, you know, not 100%, but it's good enough. Yeah. And the only thing I worry about is the mail, because if that mailman, you know, sneeze on my mail, <laughs> Well, don't piss him off. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> you know how I feel. Yeah. If you don't mess with me, I don't mess with you. Yeah, it's just been fucking, like I said, it's been a wild ride for the past, well, now it's going to be about 30-something days now without work, so... I wouldn't even... You know what? Some of them said, you know, three months. And I'm like, okay, who's telling me the truth? Because you're getting different stories from different people. Mm-hmm. You know? I think if we had tested everybody, we could probably get rid of this in a month. Yeah. Okay? And whoever's sick, it might be a little bit longer for them, but at least we know who isn't. I mean, that's a lot, that's a lot to fucking quarantine. That's, you know, think about every fucking city. It's, you know, 200,000 to 300,000 people. But there's still people that are not infected that can still be doing things, and you know, as long as we know who is and who isn't, and I know it's kind of to me, it's like discriminatory in a sense because no. you're, you're, we're trying to slow it the fuck down so that we can get this is something different. This isn't like oh, this is something I've never seen in my 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 in my lifetime. Just because you're a different race, we're going to quarantine. No, it's you have something that's going to kill people. We need mm-hmm. to put you here. Yeah, and people aren't thinking that way, and they're like, well, you're being discriminating. It's like, no, literally what you have could kill my, my family or your family or somebody you love, because their immune system isn't... It was somebody... It was kind of funny. Like I said, I was in Walmart the other day, and people were covered in masks because their immune systems are low. Some have asthma, some have... You know, I didn't realize that, you know. People wearing their 
face coverings are gloves because they have low immune systems with their health at health risk. And to be said, it's not. This isn't a um, what I've been reading and hearing. I think Joe Rogan said one of the comedians just got it. I think Andy Andy O. He's like a healthy fucking bodybuilder guy. He just got it, and he works out, takes his vitamins, everything, and he. Apparently, what Joe Rogan was saying was he thought he was going to fucking die because he had it was like a pneumonia, and he goes, "Dude, this is fucking intense." I thought I was going to die because it just fucking takes you out. He's like, "Oh, he's like, I'm I'm thirty or forty years old. This shouldn't have happened to me." I was like, "It's like arthritis. It doesn't discriminate. This, this thing is like something we've never experienced. Nobody's a lot like this. Not like this fucking." Well, just recently they said, "Oh, the kids don't don't get affected by it." I think we just had one death. Yeah. The child from the coronavirus. Yeah. So it doesn't care. No, and this was it, the, it depends on you. Some people might be able to get through it because they've got they built up an immunity, or they're just whatever that. My mom's been actually control. taking the vaccine. She's got uh, some medical thing, and she's been on the the vaccine for fucking a year now. And it's for her hips or something like that. She's got. She takes literally the the medication for it, and she's like, "I'm fucking immune to it." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I've been taking the fucking." Apparently the vaccine for the past two years. I was like, yeah, uh, they use that that medication for lupus and something that's what else. She got, she got lupus, yeah. And um, but the thing that that drugs don't work the same way for every person. Yeah, the, and I was like, mom, you're, you're still fucking vulnerable. We're all still vulnerable, you know. So it's just again, like, it just takes one little variation. Yeah, and, and I don't finish the medication. It doesn't mean that the medication might work against you know. The 19, but it won't work against the next one. Fucking 20. Like the one guy said, he said that uh, he worked for the CDC, he retired, and he was saying, Lisa, listen, man, he goes, you know, this shit is like nothing we've ever experienced. Like, it's like, you guys think we're making fucking nuclear bombs and shit in like the lab to make y'all sick? He says, the problem is we're not. It's the fucking Earth, and these viruses already exist. They're mutating so fast, we can't keep up with it. We don't know how to counteract it. Yep. So it's like, he's like, I'm not trying to be funny, I'm not trying to scare anybody, this is the real truth. He's like, yes, there are some government programs, like not here, but in other countries that are designed to make chemical weapons. Some do get out, some don't get out. But he's like, this is something like we've never, it's been here forever, but it's evolving so fast that we can't contain it fast enough to help people. Usually we could, but it's just fucking, it's, it's global. And it's airborne and you can touch surfaces. Mm-hmm. Those and are the two worst things. And then that's the time good. framing of it is so weird. It's like two two weeks for this and then 24 hours for this surface. And you're like, oh, fuck. So if I'm at Walmart or I'm at a shop, I should be wearing gloves. Or fuck it. I'm, I'm bre- I could wear a mask, but I'm still breathing in. Or it's still skin contact. I'm touching the fucking pad to pay for my purchase. But I might touch my forehead. And there it goes. It's going in my pores. Yeah, number two is that somebody sneezes across into another aisle. Just one little particle gets in your eye, or you breathe it in, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fucking, it's Resident Evil. Yep. It's Resident Evil, just fucking, you know, world size. But, uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll do what we gotta do. Stay alive as long as we can. Who knows when they call us back to work? But, uh, yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. I'm gonna wish you and the wife all the best. And, uh, thank you for joining thank me you. for this and spending the day with me. I didn't know we would. <laughs> I mean, I had a I had a blast. I don't know about you. I had a I had a ball. It, it's been fun. I enjoyed. It. And you got fun. to you got to have a magical Ernesto drink. Uh, have your <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah well. no, it's gone. It's done. <laughs> Bravo. Get myself another one. Hey, hey, might as well. You're on vacation. What exactly? And you know. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved to see you in your pajama pants. That would have been nice. Yeah. No, that's you know. That's... <laughs>
Yeah, not on camera. Bro. Not on Sorry. Ca- <laughs> have your wife just take a photo. Uh huh. Take care, bro. Hey, brother. Have a good one. Thanks. There we go. Alrighty, guys. Hope you enjoyed. I want to wish you guys open minds. Have a good one. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.